Back together again. Back together again. Since we split up, the skies we lit up looked all bit up like Fido chewed them. But we're back together again. You can say you knew us thanks, when. Thanks, Andrew, for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> oh, thanks for cutting me off, asshole. <laughs> no problem. I, uh, I feel like that was. That was that was okay. I, I can explain that later, or now. Um, Okay, first of all, let's introduce our guests Finish of the, the eighth episode of the... Um, oh, God fucking oh, yeah, damn it, we can, every time! Here we do. Okay, okay so the, the, the podcast is called... <laughs> ejaculation. The Ejaculation Podcast. Yeah. G- 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 give us a second. EJ, I didn't say anything. They, EJ, haven't even, they, haven't, they didn't even AC. react at all. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised. Most people are like, oh, they're like, what? What are we doing here? No, it's Evan Johnston, Andrew Cameron, Ejac, and then just Ulation, Ejaculate. That's the name right. of our podcast. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's all about it's all about being you, you know relaxed and spontaneous and ultimately pleasurable. Yeah. So it's the ejaculation, and we're just like on a on a stretch of female ejaculation. Because yeah, uh, the last the last three podcasts, three podcasts of all, we, for a long time I was complaining about how it was just such a sausage fest all, every every time. So now we we're, we're mixing it up, and um, so anyway, Claire and Emma are here to shoot the shit with us. Hello, welcome. Hey. Um, you guys feel like super uncomfortable in this context? No, you guys not feel really. Okay? Yeah. No, it's I fine. imagine we'll we're, get into we're, the flow of things a little. Okay. Yeah. And really, there's the PPR. We're really comfortable. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. We're actually sponsored by PPR. So, uh, dry. Enjoy well, a not, enjoy a not, smooth, not yet, classic, passion and dry. But since eighteen eighty, what something. is it? What's the number? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay, eighteen forty four. I know these people oh, yeah. because because I did a play that Emma directed a long time ago called that's The House true. of Blue Leaves with John Guar, and that song um, was the mu- It was the lyrics were in the script, but then Emma wrote the music, and so that was the melody. That um, <laughs> so I thought it was appropriate. You that wrote I could the the music that he was yeah. singing. The melody. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. You're in like Bizarro Land right now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> like deeply, deep, all the way there. No, but that was great. I, I, I I've been so excited to do that ever <laughs> since I found out you were on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I'm like, ah, oh! because like we were at Blizzard the other night, and Liz was like, uh, Emma is in town, and I'm like, no way. Why isn't she here right now? They're like, I don't know. They're out somewhere else, and then. And then Evan's like, Claire's friend? She's coming on the podcast. And that was all the rage. I'm like, holy crap, no way. This is going to be so crazy. So anyway, here we are. Um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a snowy Wednesday. And uh, what's going on with you guys? What are you guys doing? Uh, not too much. We meant to make dinner. Didn't really get around to it beyond just eating some pita. Yeah. That's usually all <laughs> I eat for dinner. Herring. Yeah, it's pickled herring. Oh, that was good. great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, think I've ever had pickled herring. Oh my it god! Sounds really gross. It's, it's so, so good. Can hmm. <laughs> so you guys talk in unison for the rest of the yeah. show? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think Plan your lines ahead. <laughs> like, but We've the got place a white that board. our opinions overlap the most strongly is how we feel about pickled herring, which huh. <laughs> 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 is very strong and very positive. Yeah, especially on a trisket. Yeah. You gotta have a piece of pickled herring on a trisket. Is it like wait? Is it so? It's just is it chunks of fish or is it yeah. like yeah. spread? Oh. It's chunks of fish and like there's different. Comes with like sliced onions. Yeah. Also. Also pickled. Yeah, I don't recommend the sauces though. No. I just like the straight up pickled. What like kind of the sauces ones do that, they have? Weird. Well, they do like because the one that we were having, like they do a lot of sauces like white wine and dill, but it's like pickled Wait, in that. And where, then. Where is this from? 
Did you say? I it's forget. like a, well, I, they sell it in the supermarket, but I think it's a Scandinavian thing because yeah. I had uh, some when I was I went to Norway. And Norway pretty... is not great. Norway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Andrew and I have been working That's on our plans. <laughs> We what actually had it? an idea for our own uh, podcast one time. Oh, really? Yeah. What is it? That's a stretch with Claire and Emma. Yeah. Hey. It was all Why? based on Well, no, puns. that was an oh, offshoot. Oh, oh. That Wait. was an offshoot of our initial podcast idea, which was going to be a podcast where we made a lot of puns, but then ruined them by explaining them. So the title was going to be Puncast because it's like a podcast, but about puns. Okay. And then there you go. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. yeah the oh, form and oh, content. That's brilliant. Yeah. I, love, I love That's a Stretch, though. I think that's a pretty good name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, only, it would start with, hello, I am a here. That was Oh, God. Nobody claims. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry, that's an old one. Perfect. <laughs> is get it? Because nobody cares and her name's Claire. <laughs> right? This is the Ejac podcast, <laughs> not the pun whatever cast, because it's okay. a pun cast. Okay, whatever. Sorry, yeah, sorry sure for sorry, sorry for yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a lot of rage today. What, why the rage? Um, I think it's been accumulating over my entire life. <laughs> yeah, it's all just <laughs> just, <laughs> just tonight, and it just exposes Emma's back itself. In town and God damn it! I'm like. I had to learn this song and she didn't even cry. That's <laughs> so, okay. I appreciated it. I really appreciated mm-hmm. it. I, I learned all of them. Where is the devil in oh Evelyn? My, yeah. What's it doing in Angela's Just eyes? Just for context, in case uh, you like, don't think these songs are like, super Evelyn. beautiful, like and you, but, but you shouldn't feel bad about it because about the, the character hey, is Cynthia, a... Hey, Cynthia, in Helen of Troy. But where is the devil in Evelyn? What's it doing in Evelyn's eyes? Oh boy, what's it doing in Okay. <laughs> but he's, he was playing a failed songwriter, so no. just for context, <laughs> okay, these songs okay. were not supposed to be thrilling. I mean, I find them thrilling. I find yeah, that rendition too. thrilling. They were great. But, um, you know. They, well, he did a really good job in the writing of just, like, sort of half finishing these songs, mm. you know? Totally on purpose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for something. Oh I've God. searched everywhere. <laughs> I'm looking for something. Oh, but you know what is something really brutal? Um, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, well, okay. Please. <laughs> so you, what, you don't like my singing, Evan? <laughs> I do. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't come through as beautifully on that microphone or through my headphones. <laughs> well, it's... I it, see. The only... I wrote that music because the original copy of the script doesn't uh, have any sheet music to go with the lyrics, and I thought that this was, like, a necessary thing that I was going to have to do and that I was being, like, you know, innovative and great. And then I found out like three months after the show happened that for the first actual Broadway production of that show, the playwright wrote music he for it. So actually there, wrote, yes, so there is music. Didn't have no, to. but you know what? That's, that's a good idea that you did it by yourself. Did you hear the music? I like saw it. I haven't heard a recording oh, okay. of it. But. Cool. That's actually something that I'm doing right now for the anger and Ernest and Ernestine. Yeah, it's like, the same thing. I'm, I'm kind of taking myself away. I don't want to listen to any of the, the I'm sure there's tons of different versions of of yeah. the songs that are supposed you, to be in play. You can't find them. Okay, well then great. Then <laughs> then I won't. Yeah. But yeah, it's the same kind of thing. You've got the I've got the lyrics and how yeah. many different versions of it is supposed to be? Like four or five huh? different versions. There's like an urban beats version. There's yeah. There's instrumental um e- ethereal version. Do you know this it's a play, The Anger and Ernest and Ernestine? It's it's a Canadian play. It's a comedy about this like relation these two this couple that moves in together at the beginning and then they gradually just just falls apart and they like go through the stages of hatred and anger and everything. And anyway, there's a song, and it's the same thing like in House of Blue Leaves where they have the written out lyrics, but there's no music. So Evan's writing the music for cool. us. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, and there's like 
the rock version and the <laughs> I don't think there's a hip hop version, but that'd be cool. <laughs> well, they said urban beats. Do you know I'm where, assuming that's where you're urban. gonna take it. Like um, as far as I can fucking yeah. go, <laughs> as far as I can go. Basically, the director said, Super I don't know anything about music, so just do what you want. It's <laughs> like, a good Martin oh, impression. Okay. <laughs> oh, Martin okay. Law's directing it. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Where are you guys just doing it like independently? At the Mainline Theater, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Should be good. That's what we've been doing um, <laughs> since you left yeah. Montreal. This one goddamn play. This one <laughs> fucking play over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> every night every no they haven't performed night. it yet no, yeah. we just someone's rehearsed. taking too long on the music we just <laughs> hey we don't we're not gonna urban do beats it. We just are not urban they're not urban enough evan god damn it sorry oh, okay um so emma and i know each other also because of like mcgill theater she directed to play that this play that i did and then she moved to new york so what's new york what's going on what's going on in new york uh new york is cool i haven't been back there for very long because i lived in england for a year Oh, uh, well, that's, I guess, my real question. Yeah. <laughs> is what? But New York is Were cool. Were you actually in New York? <laughs> I was. Um, actually, I saw a trailer for this movie recently that looks super creepy um, where this guy, like, meets this girl and then she sa- and they start dating and then she says that she has to, uh, and they're in New York, and she says she has to move to Berlin. And so, and he's never been to her apartment or anything. And um, it's, like, really whirlwindy. And then they start having this long-distance relationship, and she's in Berlin, and slowly he starts to realize that she's in New York, and she's faking it. Whoa. Yeah, and that she's, like, pretending to be in Berlin. And, Whoa. like, the thing is that uh, the trailer... I don't know. I don't remember the title, so I'm, this is a pointless story. But the trailer made it look like it was, like, the creepiest thing that could possibly happen, but in real life, I feel like he'd just be like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just come You're over. You're in New York. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the posting history of everything you've done from New York. <laughs> It's easy now. Though, though there was a story that I read online, I think it was a Scandinavian girl, where she faked yeah, a trip to Thailand. Yeah, with the Photoshop and everything. Yeah. yeah I'm that just, was how purpose. long was it? How long was it? Was a it month. Was a month? Yeah. I think it was a month. And it was like all through social media, which seems like it'd be really easy to do. But what got me is like, what? what she must have been so fucking bored. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. how like she had time to... Sitting at home, looking at everybody having fun. And it was just for a project to prove a point about how social media can make us believe stuff. Yeah, but it's true. It's true. I believe. Seems like a long time to, to do that for though. I believe if it's on social media, it must be true. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, do you guys hear? Especially when it comes to like which rainbow I am. Yeah. (laughs) Or which character from Alf fits your personality. Yeah. Yeah. Or that um, in a couple weeks, oh, I uh, love the 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 gravity from the moon is going to make everybody float for eight minutes. Oh, that's the best one. I love that one. I like the ones that, like, the quizzes where they've, like, they've really even given up on, like, which of a thing are you? Like, I saw one the other day that was, like, how tired are you? <laughs> really Whoa. Tired. Yeah. I love the, the I took a, a which uh, female Game of Thrones character are you? <laughs> I'm the evil queen. <laughs> um, what's her name? I forget. Uh, I like the ones that are just uh, yes or no questions. Like, not for the quiz itself, but the ultimate goal of what you're finding out is, like, Oh, yeah. Are you a pushover? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you fucking like, answered this Do you tell quiz. your friends when you're mad? <laughs> the answer is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. um, remember those magic eight balls that you would yeah. shake and ask questions? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I used to revise things. my questions all the time. It would drive my brother crazy. I'd be like, am I going to have a good time this summer? And it would say no. And I'd be like, no, I meant, is anything bad going to happen this summer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had that, no. that, that heartbreaking moment where I asked it the same question twice and I got a completely different answer. Uh, you can't do that. Well, you can't do that, man. I just pr- I debunked the eight No, ball. no, no, you didn't, man. You just got to go with the first one. No, you just discovered that 
your life is going to be an unending series of paradoxes and you just got to live with that. Whoa. That's what it was saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Duh. <laughs> Come they on. just couldn't oh. fit that on the little triangle. That changes everything. <laughs> oh, okay. I got kicked out of a birthday party when I was 10 for telling everyone that the Ouija board wasn't real. You got kicked out for well, that? There was, they Did were the really... mother come in and haul you out? <laughs> no, no. Those are some uh, creepy they, parents that I are like, kicked out the, the Ouija board is real. <laughs> the occult this is very girl. present. <laughs> oh. And Hasbro invented it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they locked me in the bathroom, and then they told the mom that I was oh. sick. Oh. oh. My gosh. Yeah. Did the Ouija what? board tell them to do it? Man, childhood is a dark time. Yeah. 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 I had some mean friends. I, yeah, I, I have a distinct memory from childhood playing with a Ouija board. I had this friend named Rajan. I think it was like eight years old. And I invited my friend Rajan over to come play. And we were playing with the Ouija board. And my brother kept wanting to play. And I was like, get out of here. Get out of here. And then Rajan was like, you're so mean to your brother. I'm going to hang out with him. And <laughs> so it was just like him and my brother hang out. And I was just really pissed that like, I didn't think my brother was very cool at all. And then I <laughs> stopped hanging out with Rajan. Whoa. Yeah, he sucked. Um, I once almost got in trouble <laughs> yeah, because... I hope you're listening right now, Rajan. <laughs> yeah, yeah fuck I know you, where Rajan. he is. <laughs> uh, I almost got in trouble for telling some kids that uh, Santa wasn't real. <gasps> oh, man. But they were Bastard. like 12 years old. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It was All bets are off. Fucked yeah. up. And I, had, I heard the funniest line from the guy. He's like, Santa must shop at our local toy store. Because I was in the toy store, and I was like, Mom, I really want this Lego set for Christmas. And I went back later, and the Lego set was gone. And then I got it for Christmas. And I'm like, "Eh, Santa's not real. And then the parents are like, Andrew, like, just be cool. Yeah. There were these these homeschool kids that I knew, and they just kept believing in Santa for way too long. They probably still do. Mm, Here's the thing that I don't get. In every single Santa movie... Where, like, Santa is, you know, the parents are like, oh, yeah, you want to know Santa, Santa, blah, 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 blah. And then it turns out Santa is real at the end. And the parents are like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We just had to believe in Santa. Who did the parents fucking think was putting toys under their tree? <laughs> Once you start, like, <laughs> like, breaking down Christmas movies, they don't really make any sense. Well, yeah, most of them don't hold up. That's I really like the Santa Claus this with the E. That's Jingle All the Way was, is pretty good. Jingle All the Way is pretty damn good. Schwarzenegger. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Phil Hartman was in that movie. Phil <laughs> uh, Hartman was in that movie. Yeah. That's part oh, of his. Oh, man. That was, like, probably one of his last things, yeah? Uh, yeah. Close to. Uh, you know what his last movie was? Small Soldiers as a no. voice. Yeah. It's no. almost as tragic as Philip Seymour Hoffman's last movie being The Hunger Games. Hey, we yeah. just saw it, and it was pretty... Was it good? It was very enjoyable. Wait yeah. a second. I'm not so, saying it was, like, what his last movie should have been, but... Wait, was the one that just came out, was he in it? Yeah, he'd he'd oh. finish because it's a two-part last film. Okay. They finished shooting that one when he died, but right. um, I I heard that for the they hadn't finished shooting the next one that's going to come out. And Do so you know how much they did shoot? They film? shot some of it. So, so is it going to be like CGI? I think there's going to be like a little bit of happen? like hologram shit, but it's like you know it's mm. a dystopian future, so they can kind of <laughs> do that. Yeah, <laughs> which is a shame because I thought I thought a most wanted man. It wasn't a great movie, but I thought it was a kind of a apt like end film for his like last movie to do yeah just because huh. it ends spoiler alert i yeah i don't know anything about you've never seen okay well i find i won't say anything. no i'm not gonna watch them so. you're not gonna watch it no no i'm talking about i'm also wanted man oh never mind yeah, yeah i want to see that don't spoil. okay fine i won't spoil okay damn it <laughs> are you sure there's not anything else like because i feel like you know they like make movies and then they sit around and like 
waiting to be distributed for a really long time. Are you sure there's nothing else that's going to surprise come out with Filthy Mary? I've read his filmography with tears in my eyes. Oh, man. Yeah, The Holland Hunger Games is the last one. So I brought some heroin if you guys are down. On that note. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to inject it. You yeah. can just you just, can just smoke it. it or, you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like to put it on the spoon and make it bubble and then leave it surreptitiously in like a corner so people think I do heroin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do that anymore. It's been weirding out our friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. It's their fault for thinking I do heroin. Exactly. <laughs> Let's just have some more awkward silence. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 fun. Great. Like, the listeners have been the first have been... the first um, hour usually um, without setting any expectations is a little like there's some silences and stuff like that. That's why I drink these beers as quickly as possible <laughs> <laughs> to facilitate my conversational abilities. Um, plus, I just think that sound in your head is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All these sound effects are coming out of a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, okay well uh well so how about this snow if anybody didn't know it's snowing outside very (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's fucking snowing man it's crazy have you guys ever played scruples we i was thinking we're going to scruples already (laughs) yeah scruples is usually a couple hours in what is scruples Scruples is a game of moral dilemmas. Ooh. Uh, and so... <laughs> Have you never played Scruples? It's the best game ever. No, but... I only played it that one time with you at the bar for like three like... questions. Exactly. Is it like vaguely would-you-rather derivative? Uh, yeah. Well, it's kind sort of. of. No. It's, okay. it's kind of like okay, that, An yeah. example that I remember from the last one is... Um, like, you don't like any of the candidates or believe in any of their platforms, do you still vote? Oh, okay. But then the object of the game is like, if I ask the question, then I have to guess... You don't tell me your answer, and I would guess, like, no, oh, cool. yes, like, like, no. How well So it's not really friends. about the moral quandary itself. It's about how well you know your friends. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So. Well, we came up with one last night, didn't we not? About prostitution. What? Yeah, okay. So let me, let me just think here. Because the idea is that there's only so many questions. So you start to come up with your own questions. Um, I guess this is more of like a, like a, like a price point. Like, what's your, what's your price? Because that's kind of a game, too. Like, how much money would it take for you to have sex with someone you don't want to have sex with? Or how much would you charge? Uh, how, much how much would you charge? Or, like, how much would... Wh- okay, so you are... You're broke. An indecent proposal. You're, yeah, you're broke. You're dead broke. Um, and you really need some money. You're broke. Obviously, you need some money. Uh, and a very fine gentleman or gentlewoman offers you... Fine as in, like, hot? Uh, yeah. <laughs> fine as in like they're fine. No, 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 not that kind of fine. No, like, like, or like, like refined. No, like older, obviously well off. I need not as many creepy. descriptors as you um, have. Okay, not creepy. Is that graying at the temples, salt and pepper, like, n- like silver fox. Exactly, exactly. Like you know, if they like, like the poor man really George Clooney. Or George Clooney. Well, that actually changes the question. No, questions. that changes okay. everything. Yeah. <laughs> you mean how much would I pay to have sex with <laughs> Right, right. Okay. That's a better question than, yeah. than anything we could come up with. Yeah. How many years would you save up just to have sex with George Clooney? I'd save up for like five years. I, is it I, yeah. is it a guarantee? Okay, so so anyway, the, really unpopular opinion. I don't want to have sex with George Clooney. You don't want to have sex with George Clooney? No, I know. I don't Why? know. Uh. I don't I, like. 
don't know. He seems a little wax made to me, if that makes sense. Hmm. I like. I, I, I find his persona. Who's your dream celebrity? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. 1994. 1994. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what, 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 what movie came out that year? Only You with Marissa Tomei. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> okay. Mine's also Marissa Tomei movie, but it's for me it's Joe Pesci. <laughs> my cousin Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my exactly. god! Have you heard his his comedy song album? No. My cousin Vinny. My he, cousin Vinny. Wait, it's what? just him yelling "My cousin Vinny" to music. No. For like three minutes. Yeah, he's got a song. And he Are just yells serious? "My cousin Vinny." I think it's a Christmas album, actually. Are you just making this up? Right I'm now? not. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> making it up. I'm not making it up. It's okay. too weird. For this him. is did no, he produce is, it himself? Let's find out. You guys, uh, so anyway, the, I guess the question would be, um, how much money would it take? No one would know you, you know, it's just one night of, of sex with a suitor um, and you will be paid, let's say, $15,000. Would you do it? Are we supposed to tell you or is this Don't a tell me yet. Thing? Don't You're tell me yet. Guess? I'm going to guess what you all say. Okay. Can you hear that? It's my heart. Evan's like... <laughs> Five dollars. No, no, the price is there. The price is there. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, do you guys have your answers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes. No. No. Wait. Wait. wait what? <laughs> Hang on. I, I, the question. I asked the question. So it's you. You have. Would like, you like? Is this like? Would you ha- accept the money or the fine? No, would is, you? Would you do it? Would you, oh. for fifteen thousand dollars? Would you? Oh, okay. Sorry. Fifteen thousand dollars one I'm, night. I'm no holds stupid. barred, and you okay, have found okay, the person okay, I get it, I get it, relatively attractive. What, what is it? Okay. What was your your answers again? Yes. Uh, no, and no. I would do it for fifteen thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Because <sighs> importantly, you said at the beginning of the. That's You're right. That oh, we it's all in the broke. fucking semantics. God yeah. damn it. Okay. So like you said what? That we were that in the scenario you broke. Yes. Oh yeah. So if I were broke, You also said that they weren't creepy. Yeah. Because I, I just think, made that too easy, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, because I think even if you were broke there would still be more things to think about if this were like a truly horrible human being. Or if even you were like for fifteen thousand right. scared for your safety. Or yeah. or if you thought that people were going to find out and it was going to like have a but if no one was gonna find out and you weren't freaked out by this person and you were broke, broke then, like genuinely broke, then I Right probably do it for like a thousand dollars yeah like when you had said set a price i was like ready to cap it at 400 400 yeah. bucks <laughs> yeah. well just like if you're really broke and you need money good point okay wait i i have one because okay. i i asked yours is probably better you I'm, I'm it as like by... a guy you might i'm have sorry sex okay with anyway. i was just trying to facilitate <laughs> this is this is less about scruples because i'm not guessing yes Pesci. or no's i'm just this is more of a price point like how much would you charge <gasps> it's true <laughs> Sorry, it's called Vincent LaGuardia Gambini Sings Just For You by Joe Pesci. Oh. And he's got a song called If It Doesn't Snow on Christmas by Joe Pesci. We have to play this. This Is that like the Home Alone one? Wait, is this, a, is this our Christmas special? Merry right Christmas. Now? Wait, what day? It's the 10th? Uh, maybe it's too early for a Christmas special. Whatever. I just want to hear Joe Pesci. Santa works all day in his workshop, making Holy a shit. lot of games and toys. Will you ever think about Joe Pesci the same way again? Wait, let it play more. Mm, I'm going to find the My Cousin Vinny one. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway, go on. You just well, play the whole, let's play the whole that. album in the background. <laughs> okay. While you're finding that, this is more no. of a price point. Okay. So you know about the adult baby phenomenon, right? Yes. Yes. Um, but explain for the listeners. Okay. Well, an adult baby... Um, 
And what I'm talking about is the more extreme version, like not people who lead totally normal lives or like office jobs and then go home and like to dress like babies. I'm talking about like, for instance, I read this thing in a Phoenix newspaper in Arizona where my parents live. And there's a man there who had some inheritance, like he was super wealthy by no doing of his, by none of his own doing. Okay. And um, he had, I guess it was a fetish where he wanted to like be dressed like a baby and treated like a baby. So he spent all of his money like employing a full-time nanny. So like he would go to the grocery store and stuff, but like be in a diaper or like he would be pushed around in a an adult sized stroller like he had a crib right. built for himself and he would full on just shit his diaper and someone would have to change it so for he him. just enjoys the baby lifestyle he lived yeah. as a baby yeah a guy wow. in high school actually asked me and a lot of other girls in our school if we would do that not on a full time basis for him but he like asked I, I always found it actually kind of impressive just because I thought it was kind of amazing how unashamed he was. Yeah, that takes some serious, like, undrawn <laughs> like, balls. He, we weren't close friends, and he, like, asked me what I was doing one weekend, and then was like, do you want to come over and babysit? And I was like, <laughs> your sibling? He was like, me. And then kind of continued from there. That's yeah, so And he did it to, like, Where's the like, line between, the like, class. wow, like, respect for being so honest, and, like, holy shit, that's crossing the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because, I mean, you oh. know, and I don't know about this other guy, but, like, the thing, I mean, it's kind of awesome, actually. Well, I, the thing that was interesting was that he didn't seem to skip this guy in the podcast. And like, I don't know because I never did it, and I never knew anyone who did. But he didn't seem to like want anything sexual in a more conventional way with the person. Like, it was literally just treatment. Okay, like but a here's baby. the thing. Yeah, this guy You're doesn't not presenting like, have sex with this nanny. Yeah, he just gets changed. It's still, I mean, it's but still, it is sexual, and that's no, the thing. Course, it's like, <clears throat> I don't yeah. know. It was creepy. It was creepy. It was. It was not really well, okay. My question Ooh. is just, sorry, <laughs> how much would you charge? Okay, and I'm not talking full-time. Say it's, like, one day a week where you have to go to this person's place uh-huh. and, like, they're full-on in a diaper and you have to, like, take them to the park and, like, change their diaper and stuff. Like, how much for would you how, charge? How, okay, we can so determine. Like we can determine what the hourly rate is. No, say it's for an afternoon. An so, afternoon. like, four hours of work. How much would your hourly rate In my be? own town? Like, in, in the city in which I reside? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I so mean, I risk I don't seeing know. people that I know. Just go to what do you think is the best? What do you think is the best scenario be for this? For maybe this maybe they have like some kind of large property, so you, you can go and you can just be. Yeah, yeah you go to okay. their hundred acre the issue, Neverland Resort. Exactly. Like the issue is not your friend seeing at you seeing you at the park with a person in a diaper, but just right. just you have to spend your time doing this and right. like changing an adult human's okay. shit filled diaper. Wow. How much would I charge? Mm-hmm. Like per hour? Like okay, so, and for an afternoon. For an afternoon, so roughly four hours of work. And how often does this go on? Like once a week? Once twice a week. week? Once, oh, once a week, okay. I got uh, it. Hang on. I'm, I'm not going to guess it. Okay. I just want to You just know. have to, to okay. Um, wow. I would charge four grand. Like minimum wage? $20,000. I really don't want to do that. Yeah, I really don't want to do that. It would have. It would probably be a lot of thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know what? If, like, listen, shit, if I yeah, made that's... four grand a week... Doing pretty much anything, I'd be okay with that. I would change somebody's. I would work one afternoon a week. I would take like so much Valium, but I, mean, I would just like well, you know, I I wouldn't be but a very good. You know, it's not that much different but, than like working in an old folks' home. That's uh, true. I, I think it is different though. Yeah, because you don't have that sense of like helping somebody no. as much. Yeah. Well, you are helping somebody, but yeah. it's not the same. I don't think it's the same. So we don't have to stop talking about the, that. So the, but, okay, this so is one of the most annoying songs I've ever. So the only difference between 
changing, like, some weirdo's diaper who wants their diaper to be changed versus, like, an old person who actually just needs that for their life. Yeah. I, guess I think I'd have a hard time with the, the sexual component of it, too. That's a part that I would find. So you take the diaper off and you just have, like, a big boner? Is that... I don't know, but don't knowing know. that I was part of, like, getting someone off in a way that I didn't feel comfortable with is very different from helping an old person take a bath or... Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, oh my... my. <laughs> just, just let it play. We can talk no, about it. No, I hate this song. I hate this song. <laughs> Does it play in the movie? Uh, no, I think this is just his album, uh, <laughs> exploiting different roles that he's been in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's poor the guy. Goodfellas one. He's like, "Do you think I'm funny? <laughs> what is so funny about me?" <laughs> do, 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 do. And then it just ends with a bunch of gunshots. Um, like okay, so anyway, my hourly rate for changing um, <clears throat> Mr. Baby's diaper is, I guess, I don't know. 100 bucks an hour? Not that high. You're a kind soul. So See, I have a thing. story. I say many thousands of dollars, but if someone also were like 800 bucks for an afternoon, like I'm not saying I'd go back every week, but I would probably do it for yeah. that one time. On the table. Yeah. Because yeah. like, that's a plane ticket somewhere. That's a couple months rent. That's, yeah. you know. I'd There's a it. difference between, yeah, like if you think about it as something that you would choose to do versus if someone offered you because yeah. then my purse would go down <laughs> yeah no 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 once it's on the table yeah it's like well, mm-hmm. no yeah. I think this is this is someone yeah someone offering so I guess that's a better way to phrase it like mm-hmm. what would that offer have to be like what's the minimum yeah because then you could just be like a hundred million dollars uh. yeah <laughs> so speaking of adult babies um, I guess another weird um, like full time fetish where it isn't just like something you do in the bedroom, but it's something that you base your life around, is um, like master-slave relationships. So mm. uh, there was a story, I actually heard it on on Dan Savage, but um, there was a guy that, uh, you, you can talk too. No, sorry. Sign language, we, that, that doesn't fly here. <laughs> Please continue. It was something meant for me, I think. Okay, well fine, anyway. Um, so... Uh, yeah, there's like a, 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 a husband and wife couple and the guy, his, I guess, full-time fetish was that he wanted to be um, a slave. So his wife would lock him in a cage in the closet and feed him gruel and like throw like his own piss on him and just like this was his life when he wasn't going to work. So he would go to work, he would come home, get locked in the cage. Over the weekend, he would get locked in the cage. So I guess one weekend he got locked in the cage. His wife went out to go get groceries and she got in a fucking car accident and oh, ended no. up like in a coma. And this guy was locked in a cage with, like, no cell phone. Nobody knew he was there. And he was in there for, like, a week and a half before his wife came home and was just like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. Like, I got in a car accident. Apparently, he liked it, though. Yeah, probably. Like, like yeah, almost starving. How long was he locked in a cage Something for? like a week. Like, over a week. Did he have any water? water or food? Maybe he had, like, one of those hamster water things. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just, like, one drop at a time. <laughs> I always enjoyed drinking out of those. You did? <laughs> when I got my hamster. Oh. Not like, like, but not while the hamster, like I wasn't sharing it with the hamster, but kind of like, ah. <laughs> Wait, don't you have to like, you lick it? Don't you have to yeah, lick it? Yeah, you push the little press silver, the little ball, silver ball, into ball into it. Why do you guys know this so much? Well? So I guess you never hamster. had a hamster. Who's yeah. <laughs> interested in how things worked? Yeah, no, you gotta find that out. Hamsters are the fucking worst. I know. I had one named Rodney and he would just bite. That's all he did. I the closest thing I had to hamsters was chinchillas. I had a chinchilla. Cool. Was it a nice chinchilla? 
What is it? What's a chinchilla? A chinchilla is uh, a rodent. They look um, kind of like flying squirrels, right? Or like something. No, no. they look like Pikachu's mm-hmm. with like little poofy tails, and, and they're, they're so just like a little soft. ball of fur. They're so mm-hmm. soft you can't get them wet, which yeah. is I, what? No, I got I was, dry clean, dry clean <laughs> homie. <laughs> no, it's not even dry clean. They bathe in ash. They bathe in volcanic ash, and so you put a little Sounds bucket so of ash. High maintenance. It's so stupid. I was <laughs> so, so fucking high when I got these animals. It's so dumb. And I went, I remember seeing an ad online for like free chinchillas. It's like, okay, with cage, sweet. What's, what could ever go wrong with getting free animals off the internet? Oh and so I went to these people's house and there was like a dog barking in the corner and the chinchillas Where were in a cage. Did you see this, ad? this is on Craigslist. Oh, this okay. is in Edmonton. And, um, and so I go in and the chinchillas are just like cowering in the corner. They're just like, oh, they just don't like strangers. Like, don't worry. They'll warm up to you. Like, take them, take them, get them out of here. And so I took them home, and they never warmed up to me. Whenever I would take them out, like How when I would look there? away, there was two: okay. uh, Godzilla and Cruella de Chill. And they would just like <laughs> run around my fucking room, <laughs> shitting everywhere and like spreading ash. I ruined so many pieces of like electronic equipment because it got filled with ash. It was so dumb. It was one of the worst decisions. I always had fun with Second my hamsters my because they like put like Cat snake. all their food in their cheeks. So sometimes I would make yeah. like macaroni and uh, you could feed your hamster just noodle after noodle and it would just be like and then by the end of it their cheeks are just like packed it's like two extra heads they have in their cheeks and then and then you watch it go to the corner and just like puke out all this <laughs> macaroni noodles oh, man. Oh, that was the funniest thing ever yeah and those then, those yeah. little pets just i, don't, I guess the they're good and, for kids but mm. It my friend had off. a newt that like just dried up in his carpet because oh, he lost it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just like a, a snot had, stain on the carpet. I had snakes, carpet. and those were pretty fun. Like oh, they're not like cool. they're those not like cool. animals that'll give you love back, but like they're, <laughs> no, just they're kind of fun to have. They're fun to yeah. just like play with, you yeah, know. Yeah, wear it around your neck. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. What kind of snake? Corn snakes. Cool. I got one for my fourth birthday, and then we got. I named him Snakey, and then uh, <laughs> nice Snakey. Then the we snake. got Snakey. Hamstery the hamster. We got Snakey a friend that I named Rita. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's better. <laughs> Bit of a leap. I was yeah. maturing. Yeah. Um, then they had babies, and then we got rid of some of those and kept some of those, and like. Wait, how do snakes fuck? They like intertwine, Whoa. like the last half of their body, sort of like wrapped As around. Snakes have penises, like I a guess? twist. I didn't really see the penis, but I just saw them kind of writhing. Huh. Because snakes are already pretty phallic animals. I guess. So it's like a dick on a dick. <laughs> it's like an straight. Yeah, for some reason, I was thinking they were like, because I guess because they're reptiles. I guess reptiles fuck, but uh, like, no, I'm thinking of like a fish appear, where know. they just like lay an egg and then that's and then, got, like the most the boring sexual relationship ever. comes and just well, yeah, they lay the eggs on the comes and come. Yeah. On the eggs. Yeah. And yeah, it's horrible. That's not. Can you imagine <laughs> being a salmon? No. That's that, like, so much t- less horrible than the way that a lot of animals have sex. Yeah. I was about to say that. Actually. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I mean, at least one party has fun in those horrible sexual relationships. Fish don't have fun at all. Well, I guess maybe the male fish has some. I think some that a fun. lot of the time the animals don't have fun. I don't yes. think the animals are like this is really fun right now. Apparently, yeah. only like pigs and dolphins are the, Real, uh, the ones that have sex for pleasure. And I think other than that, maybe probably some apes. But like, I've seen a lot of little pomeranians like. Fuck their toys. But I think, it looks I like they have a lot of But I think that's like, it's like an urge. Like a, yeah, it's like an itch they've got to scratch, but they're not like I super hear that. <laughs> into it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you know what you're getting into. I mean, Liz's cat, my roommate's cat. <laughs> 
work. has yes. been developing a very intense sexual relationship with a blanket in our living room. Oh. He'll like take it on the couch and kind of, you know, pick it up at different ends and ra- like basically it's almost like he's folding the blanket himself, <laughs> but he'll kind of get it into a, a ball that is roughly the size and shape of a cat. Uh-huh. Whoa! <laughs> That's awesome. That's a lot of yeah. planning. And then he'll like, you know, kind of bite it as though he's biting the scruff of its neck and then he'll straddle it. And for a while, for a, what? And hump it. Well, for a while he wasn't humping it. And then one time I came into the living room. And he's room. like, oh crap, oh, oh yeah. I wasn't doing it. Yeah, no, no, he's shameless. Uh, Except yeah. for the longest time I was the only person in a house of four people who ever saw this happen. I was like, Liz, you know your cat? He's like, I've never seen it. Like, well, I walk in on it daily. Like, Just come like, on, Claire, stop tiny being gross. Little, tiny little cat thrusts. Oh, God. <laughs> I always feel so bad for animals that are fixed who have that that compulsion still. You know, yeah, it's just like yeah. they're because uh, yeah, he's fixed. Like, oh, wait, oh, well, what am I doing? Oh, yeah, God, it's like it's, it's like our friend's cat who, um, it, it's not like a sexual thing, but they have this furry sort of cover on their couch, and the cat goes up and lies on the fur, but then just starts licking the fur as if it's like <laughs> its own fur, and it's sort of like oh, cleaning. Yeah, and they're always like, "Stop it, Felix! Stop being weird! You're like, stop licking the couch. It's, it's gross." <laughs> Oh man, I'd love to be a cat if it weren't for that. I think that thought like every day. <laughs> yeah, if it weren't for that, actually, I would prefer the ability to change into a cat. Yeah, full time yeah. cat I think would get kind of old. Yeah, unless you were a full time cat with a human brain, that'd be kind of cool. No, actually, that'd be maybe horrible. that'd be frustrating. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be the that'd worst. be a no, certain. Maybe what about type. like like a human with a cat brain? <laughs> that'd be easier. <laughs> that'd be that'd be horrible. <laughs> we're be so talking about adult babies again. Just like killing other. Smaller humans <laughs> playing with them. It'd be funny if you just had like a dude uh, yeah. that lived in your house who just acted like a cat. <laughs> it wouldn't be fun at all. I brought you the head of something. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. But that's like other kin. Like oh, other, other what? yes, other kin. Other kin. What is that? That, that like peop- is, okay. You probably can explain better than yeah. Okay, so kin. here is like it's like the the extension of just like pure PC and acceptance um, movement where these people. Um, are saying, okay, if you reserve the right to be born as a woman with the body of a man, uh, if you reserve the right to be to be homosexual, to be straight, whatever, like LGBTQ doesn't cover the realm of other kin, and these people are trying to say that they are they were born as animals, Whoa. and so yeah. they're saying that my what not even like, the spirit is animal it, is kind it of a shit. sexual thing. Not, not they really. say it's, it's not, they but say it's, that it's like, like like being trans, or it's not about like yeah, they're yeah. trans species. So they say, I'm a wolf and just like, you know, if only I wasn't born as a human, like, and they wear tails and they just talk to each other. But it's all confused with like mostly anime and like kind of just like weird cartoony internet behavior. It's, um, but then wouldn't that mean that mm -hmm. like there would be some, I don't know, cats who are like, oh man, I feel like I was born as like a gorilla. Well, exactly. And that's, that's maybe it occurs. We don't even know. I guess. Well, Well, that's why one of the cats I live with just acts like a dog i i had cats that act like dogs they like come you know when i call and stuff like that i don't know yeah, yeah i don't know the other king thing is um it yeah. is pretty creepy and i mean you know what do whatever the fuck you want to do yeah. but I, I i that it's it's pushing the the human rights issues a well, little far i think the thing that i find tr- like interesting i don't know enough about it to say that i like can have a real opinion but yeah i read this whole thing where people 
like in trans communities and stuff were getting pretty annoyed because some of the people who identified as other kids were like talking about like experiencing like yeah, a lifetime you don't know of what it's prosecution like. and difficulty and it was kind mm. of like yeah like yeah that would piss me off maybe you are not happy about being a person and not a cat but probably you're not like not getting hired for a job and not being taken seriously like I don't know but Unless if you, you know talk what, about I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm, maybe but this if you're is an unpopular truly... opinion. I wouldn't hire you if you said that you were a wolf. Like, well, listen. Like, wolves don't you have jobs. Yeah, well, yeah. First of all, I'm like, wolves <laughs> are not good accountants, <laughs> so I wouldn't hire you to be my accountant. Sorry. You know what? I would say... <laughs> with a gender, okay, it's different. Cause like, take you know. a video of yourself yeah. interacting with wolves, and if you're a fucking Mowgli, then... I'll give you the job, man. You can... I don't know. But like, if, what, if you really thought you were meant born to be... That's so strange. Yeah, if you think you're born to be a wolf, you shouldn't be applying for a job. You shouldn't yeah. even... You, you should Just be in the go, woods. Go, yeah. go for go it, man. Wolf. But I guess they were born... Wolf. But, I, but I guess they were born with the human brain, so then they have this, you know, cognitive capacity to, you know... I think what it is is just, like... Um, an inability to connect with other people, and I maybe... I, I don't also know, maybe I'm probably sure, but some desire to, like be unique to be unique and yeah. i don't know maybe like feelings of loneliness maybe being like a little understimulated as a child maybe being like uncomfortable with like conventional like norms of human behavior yeah. you know and like not feeling mm-hmm. super comfortable in like the social human I hate world sitting stuff. at tables <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i hate it so much i love eating out of a bowl <laughs> yeah it's but you know like but those are all things that i respect people's right to feel but i, I do feel like saying that you suffer in the world in the same way is a little disrespectful to people who do mm-hmm. suffer in the world. Uh, it's What's weird, too, is like I, I saw this really, I mean, kind of depressing, really interesting video about this one particular girl who said she was other kin. Uh, she was a wolf. I think you saw think the I've, same yeah. one. <laughs> and she's like, you know, walking along the pier, chasing pigeons and stuff. And uh, But she's wearing, she she's wearing a wolf tail from a real wolf and she wears a collar. I'm like, yo, think for you're you you're wearing like the a dismembered part of your own species. And Maybe a collar, like, which I a just wolf feel, would never yeah, wear. Yeah. I just feel so human. I just want to wear another arm on my arm. Like, no, that that's gross, man. Wow. I don't know. If you were hey, Evan, to be an other yeah, kin, you can help yourself. I just can't reach it. I also have Hollandia. If anyone wants a Hollandia, Ooh. it's. It's yeah. it's traditionally brewed premium lager. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, they're beers for the drinking. Anyway, I'll fix. So if you, if 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 you were another kin, Ooh. which kin would you be? Yeah, that's a fun that's question. A good one. That's a really good one. So are we talking exclusively animals? I mean, well, you could include this, like this, appliances. This is the question and... of like, what animal do you want to be? This is. The question of like, what do you want to say that you are, right? Yeah. Like you're a human masquerading as something else, or like it's not a masquerade, Claire. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't choose to be born as a wolf. Okay. Um, but no, that's your question. Like, if you were right, if you believed that you were an animal, but you were a person. I mean, I guess the whole point of the other kin thing is like, I didn't choose this for myself. I was just born a coyote. So what? What do you like? Are you asking like, what do you think? Yeah, refine the question. Like, if you okay. What if it became a scientifically proven fact that everyone is an other kin to a degree? And you ha- if you had to like probe the depth, it's like a part of the Kinsey scale. So like... The other Kinsey scale. You know, the other- <laughs> oh! Sorry, guys. Slam dunk right here. <laughs> Nothing but net. That is not even a stretch. Um, 
and it and that just you know is an accepted sign and you had to like probe uh, plumb the depths of your psychology and you're like I think part of me is this I mean it's not true so it's kind of tricky but don't say that that's uh I mean, so you're basically just asking like what animal what would you, you relate to the most yeah like think you're the most like what's your spirit animal hmm, hmm. maybe a fox do Pokemon count That'd be no. fun. They don't? That would be fun. Hey, you can't. You That's can't a whole say other that. question. There's a really wide gap for me between the animal I'd want to be and the animal I feel like I probably am. It's the feel like yeah. you probably am is the one. Well, we okay, the other, the other question is um, can water animals count or is this like yeah, a totally. thing that. Okay. Definitely. And yeah. also, air other, animals. As a, as a side note, is that another kin thing? Like, are some people like, I'm a whale? But they walk around on two legs and stuff. I mean, I obviously they know, know that they're. I don't humans, know. I think we're giving them too much credit. What about like here? a fish or like a like a like a snail. <laughs> yeah, I guess like if the wolf is still in a human bugs? body but gets to go around with the tail chasing yeah. pigeons on the dock, then like, what does the flounder do? You know? He flounders. <laughs> Throughout life, yeah. I'm one of those. I'm one of those fish that has a light bulb in his head. You get an operation to move the eye to the other side of their face. Um, well, because it's it's a funny thing because on the one hand the other kin idea feels like a gold mine of comedy, but on the other hand, is it is it, is it is it a is it a PC issue? Should we not be making other kin jokes? No, we should. Okay. <laughs> I, I I I I don't know. Okay, I read an, an interesting article the other day that I actually did not finish, but. Uh, have you read it? So it was from the. It was just commentary from the McGill Daily. Okay. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I read it. Yeah. And it was pretty good. It was written by someone who um, got really into queer activism at like the age of seventeen or something, and then came to McGill and got like really active in all this stuff and in the Radical strikes politics. And, okay. Yeah, and then kind of was like, I kind of realized that you can take this a little bit too far, and I'm right. pretty sure. They mentioned Otherkins as like a prime example of PC going too far. Yeah. yeah. And they brought up the trans issue as like a big part of that. But well, I think the other thing that they said in that article that I really, really agreed with was that I think that sometimes um, this is not quite the same as taking PC too far, but I think that sometimes like um, in these communities, there's this like, is, is that outside that sound? It's no, all in your head. Okay. And <laughs> um, sometimes in, in like in kind of like radical left communities, like activist communities, there's this idea that people have that because they feel like they're on the right side of history, that they can't possibly ever do anything wrong or be like oppressive to other people themselves. Right. So they like don't ever realize that maybe it's possible that they could be being really insensitive or like during the time of the like McGill strikes, I remember feeling like those communities were like, kind of sexist and like but then because they were all people who were very aware of you what talking sexism about, you, you're talking about the, the the student strikes yeah what did that have to do with sexism no like just like people involved with them yeah like that oh, okay. in these like group meetings and stuff there'd be this like real kind of way in which like very very often it would be like there'd be an equal number of guys and girls in a meeting but the male voices would always be drowning out the female voices and stuff like that and i felt like a lot of the time the people there felt like they were so aware of sexism as an issue in the world that they could never possibly be sexist. And it was right. like, that's not how it yeah, works, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or, or like really, like really white in certain contexts. And it was like, just because you know a lot about racism and you care about it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you're not a racist. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah. mean that you're never going to do something that's shitty. And like the article talked about that a little bit too. People feeling like, well, and they the can, issue they're infallible. 
Yeah, the issue of, like, inclusion or exclusion, too. Like, anybody who disagrees with you is, like, automatically excluded. I mean, they put it more eloquently than that. Well, well no, it's... And then you can have, like, reverse racism, almost. I don't know if it's called reverse racism, but things like... Um, like affirmative action, that's pretty fucking racist too. And it's like it's for it, it seems like it's for a, a mm, good I don't think so. Thing. No, you don't it's think different, so? No. no, because it's because the the difference is the difference that, is the person in power. Yeah, or, and the the difference is that like if I I just don't think that reverse racism exists because I think that the di- like in this world that we live in today, for example, like. If a person who's not white hates you for being white, that sucks and that's a form of them hating you. But the difference is that their hatred of you for being white is never going to affect you on an institutionalized level. Right. And it's never going to... And, and so, you know, I, I mean, affirmative action, as I... Under, it, like, it, it, it's an evening of the playing field. And not... There's a big difference between that... Like, the fact is that if you start up higher than someone else... And maybe you have to take a step down so it's even. Yeah, it's really different. I, yeah, I guess I'm just using the term racism is, is like a really a, a really broad term. Just the the idea that like, or, or I don't know. I was thinking like I heard someone say this is a long time ago, um, and it was just like a really shitty uncle. But he said like, I don't see people in color. I don't I don't see colors. I'm like, well, no, that that's just that's not true. You have to acknowledge people's differences and be okay with it. As opposed to saying like, oh no 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 no, every like every is the same like no it's all cool. Yeah, because that's like, belittling a lot of the things yeah, that people have gone. Exactly, also, you, you have to acknowledge it. You can only ever live your life in a colorblind way if you're white, pretty much. Because if you're yeah, not, guess, and, right? yeah, if you're yeah. not, then then that's not so being true. white has that's affected so every minute of your life. So then how yeah. can you possibly not see? Yeah. You know, there's a difference between seeing race and difference, and then attributing like value judgments to those things. Right. But yeah. You can only not see it. It's the same way like when yeah when you hear people talk about like some institution that's pretty clearly like racist and be like I've never experienced it well yeah <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> just yeah and a lot of I think a lot of problems come up with just like the language like it's hard to uh, just describe properly because it's like you have words like phobia like I'm homophobic or I'm whatever transphobic or whatever and it's like you're not scared of gay people you're just I'm an not, asshole it's not it's not you're not dealing with like fear or hatred it's like I hate you or like I'm I'm afraid of you like ah it's just like it's way more subtle than that, I think. You know, yeah. and especially but it has the way, fear it, in a in a way. In a way, yeah. like fear of difference. Kind yeah, of. I think it's fear yeah. when you get to the very, very bottom of it. On some when you get yeah, to the yeah. bottom of, but it just makes it difficult to address in like a realistic way. Yeah. you know, because I think uh, a lot of it plays upon people's own individual insecurities. You know, like to to maybe I'm just thinking of, of homophobia in general. Just like if you are the kind of person who belittles people, whether like depending on their own sexual orientation. I feel like you're you feel threatened in your own sexual orientation. You know, yeah. like the people you hear all the time about these like, you know, Republican congressmen who are just so adamantly like pro family, I'm pro family and anti gay and like no no marriage is a sanctity of like yeah. and then they get caught in a hotel bathroom with like doing meth right. off like gay prostitutes assholes. Like come on, man. You're like you if you're pushing so hard to prove something I had a friend in, because in, you're trying to in, deny in elementary school who was yourself. the most homophobic guy that I knew, and he like there was like four or four of us who were all friends, and he was the one who was making way more gay jokes than any of us. And what do you know? Now he's like openly gay, and like I see on Facebook now he's like in a relationship with some guy. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. 
There you and go. that's but that's not even not to not hold somebody culpable for stuff like that, but that's in a way not even his own fault because if yeah. if you think of his environment yeah. and like no, 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 no. everything yeah. you'd want to be you'd want to be heard the loudest because that fear does exist. Yeah. yeah. I mean I think the thing that I find I tell so people like, all the time that I am not a wolf. I fucking hate wolves. <laughs> Evan, come on. You're it's a okay. wolf. <laughs> no, I fucking wolves fucking suck, man. They 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 suck. The whole alpha thing, like whatever, man. They're just front. They have to put it in everybody's faces all the time. Yeah, what a, what a wolf they are. Yeah. My brother when when we were kids, like something got kind of mixed up there with fairy tales. I grew up in New York City not near any woods and my brother was like legitimately afraid that a like large and bad wolf was going like was a threat to him as a kid <laughs> <laughs> like, his number one fear was that a wolf would come in and like try and is this a him. joke this is real whoa uh when he was little and so my mom like bought him all these this is probably really cruel in a way but she bought him all these books and educational movies about like real wolves right. so that he would see that a they like weren't interested in <laughs> eating children and yeah. also b that they lived like thousands of miles from where we were true but although sometimes it doesn't matter though because i eating children i watched a yeah. <laughs> shark week. There. i watched shark week when i was like six or seven or something like that and then just lived in fear for a very long time and i i grew up in arizona <laughs> i was <laughs> but, so scared of aliens i watched an alien yeah, documentary and well I was that's like, a thing that's more legit because the truth is out there, but you don't. Well, it was, you don't know it. But I, I know that there are totally. not sharks in my chlorine swimming pool, and yet I would not go right. by myself. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I remember, I remember, I watched this documentary about aliens, and it was just like spooky music, and they were like showing paintings of like, whoa, you okay. They were showing paintings of like, ooh, there's a UFO. Oh God. And I was so scared, and then I like woke up in my bed crying, and I'm like. Dad, there's aliens. I can't, I can't sleep. And my dad was like, "Yo, we have a metal roof that's reflective. <laughs> so if the aliens shoot their beams at us, it'll just reflect." And I was like, "So stay inside oh, okay. all the time." Yeah. I was like, "I was like, okay." See, thanks, I was scared thanks, of aliens thanks, too, thanks, but for a much lamer reason. I watched Mars Attacks and thought it was a fucking horror movie. Me I was too. So, yeah, I was so scared, scared of it. Yeah. My dad would just go. Up, well, I was asleep. <laughs> I, I went to that, that with my dad. I think my mom was doing something, and my dad thought it would be fun to take me to a movie. And we saw it in the theater, and I couldn't, I couldn't last. I had, to, I had to leave partway through. Yikes. Of Mars oh. Attacks? Yeah, I think it was when she bit off his finger. Whoa. And I was like, all right, enough, enough of this. <laughs> I'm done. That's fascinating. I always thought that, in fact, that movie, more, more than anything, diffused my fear of aliens. Because I'm like, oh, they're just Well, silly. that makes sense. It's just Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker. <laughs> it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> I just thought hurt. it was the worst thing that I had ever seen. Like, I, it's an awesome movie. I love it now. But, like, I, I just was fucking terrified. I'm right there And it with coincided you. with, like, the, the month that I made the venture into living in the basement. It was like a really big deal. I was like, Mom, Dad, I think I can live downstairs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so like they I, set me up on a test run and they're like, Okay, you can just spend one night down there, we'll set up a bed and if you can handle it. I still have couldn't handle it. Fears like that that show up. Like I remember I was watching True Detective. Did you guys ever watch that show? Yeah, but that's genuinely creepy. Yeah. It was so it was like getting into the later episodes and it was like the spooky, like crazy satanic mm-hmm. cults people. I was watching it and I was in my it was at my parents' house, but I was staying in like this little cabin, and it's in the woods. It's sort of like <laughs> on this on Bowen Island, which is you know it's surrounded by trees. There's not really anybody around, and 
I was watching True Detective like last <laughs> summer. And I'm like, and it's starting to get scary. And I'm like, I got up and I locked the door. <laughs> I once, and I, I feel like I might have told you this, Claire. I like had in second year of undergrad, I lived with two roommates and uh, I had to write a paper about the ring. And I had seen oh, it. Oh, the ring I was, was so scary. Yeah, it was so scary. But I'd seen it when I was 12 and it scared me to death. Yeah, and then oh, I like. Scene. Had my friends over. The girl in the closet. The girl in the closet. Oh, the closet. Oh, the closet. oh my the god, that was I it. I never saw yeah. it. Oh my oh, god. shit. I'll watch it with because you. Because I was so scared. Well, yeah, it's, it's so scary. scary. But I like was I was you know I was trying to be like a big girl and brave and shit. And I um, had some friends over and we watched it, and we like kind of did the thing where you talk and laugh the whole time to be like I'm not scared. I'm not scared of it, right? And then they left and I, the paper was due the next day and I like hadn't written it so I went to sleep. And decided to wake up in the morning and write it. And also, for you guys who've seen it, we had a TV in the house at that time that did not work. No. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I woke up in the morning and I thought I was fine. And I like started to, and it was super early because I had to write this paper. So it was like six and my roommates were sleeping. And I thought I was totally fine and totally chill. And I started to like go about getting my morning ready. And I forgot that I'd put my toast in the toaster. And I was like walking <laughs> through my kitchen and the toaster went like, Dung. <laughs> let out a blood curdling scream. Woke them both up, and yeah. I heard the people upstairs like being like, "What? What?" Because oh I yeah god. thought I was gonna die like immediately. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! That's a, it, oh it's god. so weird though. It's like it, it's like this this nocebo effect, you know, where like you wouldn't have thought in any circumstance that you're gonna die that day, but because you had this external input of like, oh shit, people die watching the TV all the time. Oh god! It's such a good movie too, and like. In it's actually like, like a great movie. Yeah, it's not a like yeah, movie. it's actually really good. A lot of horror movies are just like you watch them again and you're like, this isn't even a good. What was like, the last yeah. one we tried to put on? Oh, um, the 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 sum the the, the conjuring. The conjuring. <laughs> oh, that looked really bad. Was it bad? Oh, it was. So it was so. Bad. Sh- we 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 lasted what fifteen minutes? Yeah, it was just a Wait, piece of shit. Wait, have you guys ever seen Sleepaway Camp? No. Yes. Oh my like, god, Sleepaway Camp Two is my favorite. Or oh, three. I haven't seen those. I've only seen the first one. It's from the eighties. So good. And okay, one thing just that I the don't... name is scary sounding. Yeah, it's like creep. Like it's, it's so scary. You guys yeah. want to go to? You guys want to go to sleepaway camp? <laughs> it's like no. Exactly. Yes. I don't understand. Were the outfits supposed to be serious? I think so. What's the What's the concept of sleepaway camp? So basically, it starts with like there's a father and two kids, um, like on on a lake, and um. There's a man on the dock, and it's, like, implied that the man is the father's boyfriend, right? Do they imply that early on? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, then there's a horrible boating accident, because, you know, it starts the typical thing, like, some teens in a speedboat far away. Yeah. Yeah. And they, like, don't see the family. And so they run into them. And, like, one of the kids... Yeah. Like, one of the kids dies, and the dad dies, and the other kid is okay. It's, like, a sister and a brother. And then, um, so then it, like, flashes forward to several years later, and the, um, the, so, like, the kid who survived went to live with their aunt and cousin, and so then it flashes forward, and it's, like, the sister named Angela, Mm -hmm. and Angela and her cousin are going to go to sleepaway camp, and then, like, people start dying at sleepaway camp, and... (sighs) I won't give any spoilers, okay. but it's a okay. you should watch Big it. Good I want to see this movie. It yeah. sounds great. Yeah. The end scene will stay with you forever. Huh. And really? yeah, what I meant by I can't tell if the outfits are serious, it's 80s, but in a way that it seems like, 
you know, it's like Wet Hot American Summer, where it's almost like they're making fun of it <laughs> but because it's, not, it's so I, extreme. Like, the dudes actually wear crop tops. Like, the buff, right. super heterosexual thing. dudes wear crop tops. And, like, the, you know, the short shorts, I'm used to that yeah. part of the 80s. Like, the short shorts and the tube socks. They're, they're but like, they're like, fairly fit, right? It makes sense yeah. that they want to okay, show that's up the their thing. Abs, I feel I like if, you're, if you've got a good body, if you're physically fit, you can wear whatever the fuck you want. Nobody gives a shit. But it's still just strange that they did. No, but, yeah, but it, but it was, I, I think it's totally serious. Uh, I was watching a French movie from the 80s a couple of weeks ago, and someone, yeah, like, shows up, like, there's a party scene, and there's, like, two different dudes wearing white, like, very loose mesh tank tops. And thanks, it's, it's not, thanks, it's not a, it's not a joke at all. Like, it's not mm. commented on, it's not a oh problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's but not a problem. Do <laughs> you know that the, one of the reasons that The Ring is so scary is that it was the first movie to ever use, like, um, like subliminal shots in a in a film. Yeah, oh. yeah. Because they like. What did like they a, do? Subliminal shots. Also, like also a, the I think it was one of the first ones that did like like maybe not the first, but like they really fucked with the coloring of the movie yeah. to make it really stark and cold. And yeah, like, that wasn't yeah. like a thing before then. Yeah. Well, like, Oh Brother, you know, we're out like, there. I think was the first. Really? They made it like. Well, warm they've been. And, yeah. They've been doing that kind of thing for a while. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But, um, but the ring was just like yeah, because the subliminal shots are like there's you know it's like the premise basically is that you watch something and in seven days you die, mm-hmm. um, and so there's this like film that that gets watched and you don't necessarily get to see all of it at one time in mm-hmm. in the actual movie, but they what they would do is that every time there'd be like a, a blackout between scenes. The scenes from the the scary movie would flash, but you like don't you frame. don't see it. That's like, so brilliant. You can't because yeah. it doesn't. You it don't up. you don't see it, but it just adds to the vibe of it. It adds to the vibe, and, and and the weird thing is that when you do see the scenes from it, they seem all the more familiar, which goes exactly with like the you know ever increasing right. threat of it. It's so oh. creepy. It's so yo. Good. What about did you guys see um, Ring Ringu? Yeah, I never saw the Japanese one. It's. Like, is it? I I I heard everybody say it was like it's like way scarier. Okay, it's way scarier, but it's also like way less scary. Have you seen it? Yeah, I I also thought it was way less scary, and yeah. I think it's because like I don't know the American version catered more to my you know North American Anglo sensibilities of how I watch a film. Yeah, you know it didn't. It, it was it seemed a lot slower and more subtle. And I think I don't know maybe yeah. that was a problem for me. Well, I, I think know. also like not wait to... which one did Ringu? Okay. Yeah. I think also, like, not to, to give, like, the most minor of spoilers, like, the thing that's creepy about, like, they're, they're both dealing with, like, some supernatural shit, but the ring it has, like, a really strong human component, and there's a pretty strong, like, human backstory at, that you learn, and Ringu is, like, a lot more supernatural, and I find that personally less scary. Like, I'm yeah. way less scared of... Like you know, some some phantom spirit that's just a phantom spirit. So you think it's like, more scary if it's like, like if sort of like a mother killing her children yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah that's oh way yes, yes, I think so. I mean, I, I it's an interesting argument because I've heard people talk about this on podcasts and stuff like that about film, and it's like in horror movies now it seems to be like like zombie movies, for example. Nowadays, there's like. It's like explained, and it's like a virus that's unleashed. Yeah. And it's like they give this like big scientific exposition about like why yeah. it's a real thing, instead of um, like in the old zombie movies where it's like hell was too full. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hands just start like shooting out of graves, and like and it's completely unexplained, and you don't really yeah. know why. And it's like supernatural, but also like everybody's like holy, sh-, like we don't even understand why this is happening. But I and, feel like there's been like a kind of a weird backlash in the last couple of years where you got a lot of horror movies that are like. Um, 
I think with like I don't know maybe this is just me pontificating too much but I like there's been a lot of scary movies where the whole premise is that they like try and get someone in to scientifically explain it away and then that person ends up being stumped because yeah. it's it transcends them right and like I think that yeah I don't know not to get too like cultural studies about it but like I think that with everything that is going wrong in the world right now I think that like people are becoming not more skeptical of science but just like more skeptical of like explanations than they were maybe 20 or 30 years yeah. ago <laughs> and I think that That's that shows uh, well, no, and it's like you can really see what what people are afraid of I think I don't know I haven't explored it that much but like I think horror movies of specific times really give an indication they're almost like a litmus test as to like the the what society thinks at the time almost like the cultural zeitgeist of, of fear so yeah. like now horror movies are the apocalypse you know uh, us fucking over the environment and just having no idea what the fuck we're doing zombies which yeah. is kind of like an overpopulation issue and like a like a or just like a, the, the mass kind of thing. the irrational yeah, masses exactly. just like fucking over everything exactly whereas like you go back into the 60s and you get things like uh, the body snatchers, where it's yeah. just like, oh, anybody could be a fucking communist. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Or like, or all the stuff that came out kind of in the like 90s and stuff where people, like computers were starting to be a thing and, and totally. cyborgs and all this like fear yeah. of, of mechanical people. And I, I remember taking this class in undergrad where um, we like, because it was, I guess it was right around the time that the Twilight craze was really big. Right. And we like looked at the historical period when Dracula was like, the book came out and it was mm. a huge hit. And the parallels between then and now are really interesting. Like this. Like, what was the original source? Like, I guess it's an old like German folktale. But like. The well, yeah, because like Bram Stoker, we, we say like Dracula. is the original Dracula. He, he's like the pop culture Dracula. But before that, it was like Vlad the Impaler. I, I'm not I'm not too familiar with it at all to be sorry to interrupt you, but like, no. what was the original? When you say like the original book, what was that book? Oh, it's really long. We had to read it. Uh, basically, like, it's weird. These, it's it's kind of like the stories I was just saying. Like, these people find out that they're supposed to be this vampire kind of thing, and they go to like inspect right. him at his home. So that's kind of how the premise is, if I remember correctly. And uh, and then like. Yeah, like the, the women find themselves kind of drawn to him, you know, because he's kind of sexy, right? And um, and then they're very skeptical that he has any kind of real power. But then one of them starts to like go missing in the night, and then they start to see bite marks on her, and so and they start to realize his yeah. power is real. Mm. Cool. And so that's similar to now. You mean in terms of like people being into vampires? Oh yeah, like just the historical parallels of like when that story was popular, and like the it was very interesting, like. Um, politically in the places because Dracula is like Eastern European right and there was this like fear at the time regarding like immigration and stuff right. and then now like right now we live in a time when a lot of people are like very up in arms about immigrants and others and otherness in yeah. that way and like cultural borders being transcendent also like again like another time where there's like a lot of fears around um, like alternative sexualities and stuff and that was right. also happening right. at the time that Dracula became popular and all this other stuff that I can't remember, so I'm not gonna say. The the things that that I think that scare me the most. In those situations, just keep talking, just yeah. as if you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I think what scares me the most in terms of like, I don't know, if I were to watch a horror movie or like hear a story or something like that, it's not ghosts or spirits. Like, I love a good ghost story, especially if you're around a campfire. Like that feeling you get, oh, it's it's great. I love it. But the scariest things for me is like people, like what people can get away with in their private lives. You know, stories where like. I don't know. There was um, 
Ah, uh, fuck. It was like a Quebecois movie, um, Martyrs. Uh, have you guys seen that or heard of it? Anyway, so like it's um, these girls are locked in this basement and like they get these weird like um, like steel helmets put on their heads and they're chained into the basement. And like anything that's like somebody just locked in a psycho's basement for years, that's fucking terrifying because it happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. It happens all the time. And like people think that, I don't know, like everybody's kind of cool and like you, you don't really judge your neighbors too hard you don't really know what they're doing but then you hear these like in these real instances like you always hear from the neighbor he like, seemed like a nice oh guy. he seemed like a nice guy you know he uh, kept to himself <laughs> yeah. he kept to himself he took out his trash and like uh yeah and then you find out that he had like 13 girls in his fucking basement like or the story in germany from uh from like a few years ago where like this guy uh, built yeah. a dungeon in his basement that was only like four and a half feet high who he like trapped his daughter down there had sex with his daughter she bore like three of his kids they grew up there for like 15 years all with hunchbacks because they couldn't stand up properly they didn't know english or anything like that like chained to a toilet or something his name was like joseph von something Uh, did you guys ever see a movie called um the dirties no it's a canadian i think a canadian movie the guys who made it were canadian anyway yeah canadian and they it's like a it's one of the coolest movies i've seen that examines like um, like school shootings and how uh, sort of alienated uh, kids end up turning on their Wait, school. Wait, what is it called? Was the, that the one? The Dirties. Where they like pretend to make a movie and then it's real? It's like, it starts out and it's kind of like a documentary that's being I made by these there. kids. and But they actually filmed it in a real public school while the kids were in school. So it's like they're, they're just sort of like doing scenes with random high school kids. And they, they have some things, and what they did that was really cool is like they would say, Okay, everybody, like, come to the lunchroom. We're going to shoot a scene really soon. And, like, act as if we're setting up to about to do it. But then they were so lo-fi with, like, small cameras and everything. And they would actually film the scene in the space before everybody else thought they were about to do it. Okay. So it has this really, like, kind of realistic vibe to it where right. they're actually interacting with these high school students. Anyway, it's about these two... Um, students in this school who are part of like this video production class and they're like major film geeks and they're just like dropping pulp fiction references and all kinds of stuff and they want to just like make a movie where they um act as action film stars and they kill the bullies in the school which they call the dirties which are like the kids who like do drugs and party and blah 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 but they're these losers and then it just it follows the relationship of these two kids and 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 one of them sort of like falls in love with this like popular girl and then that that causes strife between the pair and this one kid clearly is like way more into it and they're like and it's like oh we're gonna go shoot guns with my cousin this weekend and it just like gradually like like shows this kid's progression into like doing a real school shooting oh my god and and it's weird because it's actually like really funny and like you get a lot of their jokes and they're like kidding around and it's very like improvisational but then empathize with the the so you yeah it's crazy because you like you you get to know these characters really well but then once they start like turning on and like actually getting really violent you're Hmm. kind of like with them in a weird way but also not and it's just like a really cool like look at like bullying and like that whole thing like I don't know. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like I don't know. Elephant or something like that, right, which was right, like right. overly cinematic and like yeah. really like stylized. Yeah. This was like it felt really real, which was the crazy part. And uh, yeah, speaking of, of, great, of great like movie. high school murders, I guess I read an article in the Rolling Stone about this guy 
who threw a party while his parents were that. dead in their bedroom. Like he 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 wanted to throw a party. Uh, he wasn't like a really popular kid at all. Nobody knew who this fucking guy was. And he was like telling his friends like, yeah, we're going to have an awesome party this weekend. Like people were, like the only people who knew him were like, well, your parents are going to let you like, there's no fucking way. He's like, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's going to uh, happen. Don't worry about it. And so he ended up throwing this party. And then, you know, as the article goes on, you realize that like he starts to drop hints to people. But what he had done is fucking murdered both his parents with a hammer, dragged them yeah. into their bedroom, locked the door, and then just like through a house party yeah. and throughout the night he's like ah oh, don't smoke inside like my par-. and then like slow like I guess he was on a lot of opiates like a lot of downers and was just like he was dropping things like yeah no have a good time don't worry I'm just gonna kill myself later and people are like huh what but like then you hear these the, these quotes from like these high school kids that were at the party and they're just like yeah it's kind of weird that that happened but like you know it was a cool party and like I'm really glad to be a part of this like you know really weird part like, of wait, history after everything like it was found yeah, out yeah, yeah. so like, the, the, so the neighbors weird. finally like, called the cops went to like have sex in the parents room and they're like holy crap no like people noticed like they were playing beer pong and like some kid noticed that like the beer pong the ping pong ball landed in this like puddle of weird red blood like red brown liquid and just like washed it off and just like all these weird little hints what? but just like w- this terrifying. kid just wanted right. to be popular so, so like, bad anything I've ever read yeah he just really wanted this sense of belonging that he got to the point where he's like, okay, well, the only way that I can be cool is if I have a party. The only way I can have a party is if I kill my fucking parents. Yeah. Like, did he have issues with his parents before that? Like, yeah, the article sort said of. that he did. I mean, I think that, like, I don't know. I, I that one, that one really bad. That one, me. yeah, that one really fucked me up. Yeah, because that one, like. It, yeah, the thing that was weird about that one was that so often, otherwise, when people commit, like, totally senseless acts of violence like that, there's, like, not a precedent. You never really know when someone's going to do something yeah. like that. But there's, like, you know, there's usually something where, like, I don't know, like, every other sort of really major school shooting and stuff, there's been people who've come out later and known the person and said, like, oh, like, it's been a really long time that we've yeah. been dealing with this person, like, doing really violent stuff and whatever. And this kid, like... There was no history of that. Like, he he was like a weird kid who was kind of a loner and stuff. But yeah, but they would say like, yeah, he played basketball with his dad every yeah. night and just like, I don't know. That see, like, like I was saying before, that is the shit that creeps me out the most. Yeah. Is like this this underlying evil. I don't know. I, like, I, I don't know if there is such a thing as evil. Like, you know, there's there's these innate things that people have inside them that, you know, most of humanity don't kill people. Don't rape people. Don't lie. Like it, it's just kind of like a lot of people argue that that's why we need religion is to set up these ground rules that like this is the the conduct that we need to abide by. But I I don't think you need religion for it. I think that most people just get it. But then you get I guess it's sociopaths and psychopaths that don't give a shit about it yeah. and just will you know kill their parents, kill yeah. their friends. Like it. Uh, yeah, it's not cool. And like I mean I think and I don't know anything about this this dude so I can't say anything about his life but I think that like it's pretty well known that like mental illness like the kind that I mean it's and it sucks because it sucks to like stigmatize mental illness and it's like most people who are mentally ill don't run around killing people yeah shouldn't be thought of that way but that you know things like that do instigate violent behavior like kick in in adolescence most of the time like in late adolescence but of course like the brain isn't fully formed yet so 
like people no no adolescent has like good decision making abilities so yeah. that combined with like a really unstable mental state is like the unstable most mental state mm-hmm. and then thing. like antidepressants antipsychotics something like that yeah just like i don't know i mean like the the thing i think that that sums it up is like you can take an antidepressant and one of the side effects is increased risk of suicide yeah you know like come on guys come on and I don't know what it I don't know what it what it takes or what it will take. I don't know. What I don't know what the solution is. Andrew, can you can you Well impart your what I think you guys have been talking about over the last two minutes really has to do <laughs> with the fact that some people are living their lives and Evan? Yeah, I think a lot of people are living their lives. And I think by living their lives living a life is um Andrew? So scruples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what would be a really great app? <laughs> a report a, a report a sketchy person app? Something that suggests something to talk about. Uh, hey, come on. I'm just kidding. No, it's this, okay. this is this is going really well. Um, that yeah, wasn't no, meant to sound it. sarcastic at all. I'm actually like enjoying this. Are you guys comfortable? <laughs> Can we get you anything? Okay? Have fun. Great. I feel like Do you have any fruit punch? Um I hate no. fruit punch. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. I like fruit punch. I hate fruit punch too. I always what? get I always get the fruit punch Gatorade. I don't like juice. Oh, you don't like juice. You don't like juice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so funny because okay, I, I, like I can make this joke Go as on. a Jew, um, yeah, but I spent fun. like way too long yeah, the other morning. Later. Maybe you guys can help. This is not really great, but Claire, <laughs> should we go into this? <laughs> no. Uh, no, yes, we should. Let's hear it. No, late. basically, Claire said she wanted juice, and then I said that I hated juice, and then I like couldn't figure out a pun, like a, a juice-related pun. For like the term anti-Semite, and I can't think of one. And if you uh, guys can think of one, that'd be great. But um, I can't think of one. I don't know. Anti-citrite. Anti-cit. An- no, I got nothing. Wait, you need a pun. That- like I need a pun that, that it continues the the hating juice thing. Right, juice. right, right, right. So right. something that plays on like anti-Semite. <laughs> right. Um. Um. But there's uh, nothing. I don't think any fruits yeah, that oh, sound wow. like it. Yeah, nothing. Anti-Clementine. I, no, 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 no. You don't even drink Clementine juice. It's just anti-Clementine. <laughs> um, you just don't like Clementine. Yeah, <laughs> I got like nothing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> who doesn't like Clementine? It's rolling so she fast. She likes Clementine. I love him. Yeah, it's the best. Also, don't worry. She loves Clementine. Whenever I hear Clementine, it just reminds me of Eternal Sunshine from The Spotless Mind. Of the spotless mud. Yeah. Why? Google Why? Girl. The girl's your name is. Oh, that's what her name. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I thought you were gonna say you haven't seen that movie, and I was gonna punch you in the head. No, I have seen it, but I don't. I was I was too young, I think. <laughs> really? Oh, you should, I should watch, watch it again, yeah. man. Yeah. You should really watch. What it What I thought was cool about that movie is like there was no CGI. They did it all with like mirrors and shit. Mm. Well, um, well, no, that's not true. There was CGI, but most of it was done in practical effects. Okay, but yeah. still, like the fact that they did that, I think, makes it look way cooler. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Also cool. It has the one of the longest. This is not cool. It's not interesting to anyone. So I'm really sorry, but you know how in movies there's often like, like a little bit of a scene, and then they're like, blah, title, and then like yeah. stuff. It has one of the longest ever scenes before they do that it's like 17 mm. minutes into the movie before they're no, like cool. eternal yeah. sunshine of yeah. the spot yeah so like a oh. whole thing goes on and that then makes me want to watch no, it but again it, more it makes anything. so much sense in the context of the film yeah. because like they needed some way to separate the beginning what happened in the beginning of the film not necessarily in time but in the beginning of the presentation of the film it's like to um, what else happened that like 
oh, it, it's so great. I wish that I could watch it again for the first time, just for that reason. Yeah. Although that makes me the think second of, time is the best time. Well, I agree. I was like kind of okay with it the first time. And the second time, I like wept for hours. Yeah, it's just <laughs> oh my god, too good. I'll that makes me think of like yeah. <laughs> um, the Darjeeling Limited, and they have the like short film before the oh, Hotel yeah. Chevalier that like. Which is weird because when I saw it in theaters, they play that as part of the movie. Uh-huh. But then on the DVD, it's like a bonus feature. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. See, I've only seen it on DVD. Or, or so maybe, I, maybe I it's not a bonus feature, but it's like what it's like what an option about. where it's like play yeah. with yeah. Hotel Chevalier or just play movie. Huh. Well, I didn't. I guess I can see if you owned it on DVD why you wouldn't want to watch that every single time. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, but I feel like it sets up the same. What was your guys' first DVD that you ever watched? Do you remember? That I ever watched? Or what was your first DVD? that you watched I don't know really I feel like it was, was I remember it was like where it was I remember where it was it was my friend Jenna's house who you met um, not Jenna here but Jenna from Arizona yes yeah and I knew her when I was six years old and I remember her parents were like younger than mine were okay and they had you know like they cared more about having a like they had all the tech stuff yeah. before my parents did right. so like and they always had always so that many family DVDs that's yeah like one step and they ahead. weren't they weren't super tech inclined but they just you know they had like drawers and drawers of dvds cool and stuff like that so it was definitely at her house but i don't i think it was definitely for me it was around the time when the matrix came out oh. and uh, i only saw the matrix like, for the first time like a year and a half ago whoa claire <laughs> <laughs> and what'd you think I mean, okay, don't get me wrong, it was great, but I, I think that I should have seen it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't true. know, like, yeah. 2013, it was kind of like, eh, okay, Whoa, cool. okay, uh, well, okay, it's one of the best. But come on, what's your but, but it might be one best. of the best because you've seen it before and you have, like, positive associations with it, whereas I think for a me, lot of, it was just a movie that right, I was watching. I think yes, a lot of but, things that uh, play into, like, your feelings like this is the greatest movie I've ever seen or is the funniest movie ever play into In like world. movies <laughs> that you watched as a kid. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, uh, I don't know. I, you think that until you watch it as yeah. an adult. No, no, no. Are you saying that... Or, well, I You're just, not I, saying that they are the movies that you watched as a kid, right? I'm saying you, that like films that I watched as a kid have like a special place in my mind because I watched them as a... Like for example, um, like... Orgasmo or Basketball, <laughs> yeah. which are movies that I watch now and I'm like, if I think objectively, a lot of people might think that like this isn't funny or I understand when people give this movie shit. But back when I was watching it as a kid, I think this is the funniest thing I've ever <laughs> seen because it's the first time I've ever seen jokes like this in my life. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's like, I watch them and I'm like, haha, yes, I understand the kind of, but like it also, when I watch them with my best friend who like watched it with me when right, I was a right, young right. kid, we were both like, <laughs> at all yeah. the jokes that, you know. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, this wasn't as a little kid, but I think a good example of that would be for me, for it would be uh, Anchorman. Mm. I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't watched it in a long time, but like, I loved that movie. I thought it was so funny. Yeah. I remember I watched that movie with my grandma and at the end of it, she was like, that's one of the worst, <laughs> most horrible movies I've ever seen. <laughs> he kicked the dog off the bridge. How could that's he? That's the thing do that stuck out. Like, oh. <laughs> She's like, oh, poor dog. Has anyone seen the Gumby movie? I think don't. I may have, but it, don't. Uh, I have not. No, don't. Cue don't the cricket try. sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just, just talking about like it was one of my favorite movies. I had the Gumby movie and Pound Puppies. That, those were like the two movies, <laughs> the two, 
Anybody seen pound puppies? <laughs> no, no, but I had the pound puppies toys. Okay, well, like the little plastic. It was ones. so What's, good. I've never and then I watched them again puppies. as an adult, and they just. Oh, it was I remember so one of the bad. movies that really made an impression on me as a kid, as far as like a traumatic, um, uh, like scene in a movie that like, dying is really upsetting. No, it's in Homeward Bound when the dog well, gets. I the knew quills. you were going to talk about Homeward Bound. I love Homeward Bound. And they're like pulling the quills Wait. out. I'm like. Oh no! Chance. The scene for me Poor was chance. like me was where he's in yeller. the mud. Old, like, old yeller. The end right. of old yeller. Holy sh! Yeah. The end of old yeller. I remember. Did you guys I, I got see? angry at my parents. Like I. I <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why did you show this to yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. why would you do this to me? And and I remember like that was the first time in my life that I ever um, stayed up all night was because I was crying so much that I could not fall asleep. Oh, no. Wait, I feel like I feel like <laughs> old yeller. I had a similar experience. Like I that was so traumatic, but I. Maybe I'm just basing this on my own father, but I feel like men from our father's generation at, like have a thing for Old Yeller. That's my mom. I never saw Old my Yeller. Dad. Okay, only... maybe I should say like North American <laughs> of our father's My generation. French dad was unmoved by Old Yeller. <laughs> no, but, but you mom, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a thing that they like... Yeah. Because it, it was a book, right? I feel like my dad just loved Old Yeller his mm. whole Maybe you're life. just projecting. And then was like, no, but he was like... No, my you mom have did to too. see this movie. It's so amazing. It's yeah. the best movie. It's so so one of those weird things about growing up, um, like with The Simpsons and like Family Guy, which are both super referential to like old movies that I hadn't seen as a young kid. And then I, as I get older, and I watch you know Apocalypse Now or The Godfather, like all these like classic movies, and I'm like, oh, that's what that Simpsons joke <laughs> was yeah. about. Yeah. I remember being a kid and laughing at it. But I didn't but for know. The wrong I reasons. didn't know why. Yeah. I just thought it was silly. Like, there are so many jokes like that in just kids' movies nowadays too, where yeah. they are so good at the like double entendre, where they just have parents able to laugh at things. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it's also kind of gimmicky with, um, for kids. They used to do that with uh, Sesame Street. That was one of the big reasons that Sesame Street was like the, one of the most successful kids shows ever because they would like make it so that it was really enjoyable to watch for adults. And like if I haven't I've seen like clips from it now and stuff and even like even now Well they'd have like Michael Jackson on. Yeah. And be like and no six year old or four year old. Or like, like eh, or, or uh, yeah. fucking James Earl Jones yeah. is on. Yeah. One. Two. <laughs> oh no wait, he didn't count, he said the alphabet. The alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> B <laughs> What kind of stuff C. They, they would just like make D. a lot of pop culture references and jokes or like the mm. the specific famous person that they would have on doing a specific segment would be like only funny if you knew what that famous person and those was are the most for. those are the most mm-hmm. brilliant shows because they maybe they knew or not I don't know but like they knew that the parents would be watching the shows with the kids yeah so they like well, wrote hopefully. a whole other yeah. series of jokes My for the older generation which is so brilliant because then the kids grow up and watch it later and they're like oh <laughs> yeah I also think it's like kind of amazing uh, like I don't know I like to to make jokes that are accessible to children because have you guys ever seen that like there's like a website dedicated to like bad kids jokes like children don't understand how to make jokes they make <laughs> jokes like incorrectly knock knock mm-hmm. yeah like my what who's there banana banana who banana because he was a policeman yeah my brother's <laughs> favorite joke as a kid louis seeker has like, such a brilliant joke about that and he's like yeah. my daughter tells the best jokes <laughs> like who didn't let the gorilla into the ballet <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and the punchline is like, the people who were in charge <laughs> didn't think that was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, my brother like, used to tell this joke that was also knock knock. Who's there? Apple. 
Apple, apple who? who? Apple inside another apple. <laughs> <laughs> He's going <laughs> deep. Damn. You've seen that website, humor. right? Yeah, the, the bad the kids jokes. Bad kids jokes is a website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll send I feel it like to you. It's just get fantastic. On some kind of list it's incredible. That to that website. Like really absurdist humor. But anyway, I just think that like there are some people who are actually able to write jokes that children like totally get and engage with and find funny. I think that's really cool. I don't think you I know, know how a, to do that. A perfect movie example of that. I'm, mm. I mean, there are many, but um, Elf. <laughs> yes. I don't remember. I don't time. remember when it came out. I remember. Like, do you guys know when Elf? Yeah, came out? like two thousand like. Four? Uh, Four or something? 2004, 2005 kind of so, thing. So, yeah, like, I was a teenager, so yeah. it wasn't... But, you know, you can tell, obviously, like, little kids love that movie. Yeah. But um, I went to see it with my mom and my grandmother, and my grandmother loved it. Aww. And she was, like, very proper Texan yeah. Baptist. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and she thought it was hilarious. She was, like, practically rolling around in her seat, and my mom and it's I really all, like, liked really it, too. It's all, like, really clean humor, It's right? really yeah. clean humor, yeah. but it's, it's also humor, brilliant. It's because smart. It's yeah. so smart. It's like, like even as a fourteen-year-old, I was enjoying like, it. I wasn't the joke, like the joke, the joke where, where well, because just like the setup is so simple. It's like somebody who hasn't been in contact with. It's Will Ferrell in tights, and it's Will Ferrell who's <laughs> yeah. like just a great performer. But but he, like the joke where he's like he's in New York and he's like it's like the world's best pizza, and he's like you guys finally did it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and that's just like a brilliant yeah. piece of writing. Like, and it's so innocent and so simple, but it's so good. You know? Uh, Speaking of innocence, have you guys heard of uh, Second Life? Like the... The, the game. Yeah. The game kind of thing. So I've been watching this uh, YouTube channel, um, which is like this guy called, he calls himself Esteban Winsmore. And it's basically, so the idea of Second Life is it's just like an open world, um, <laughs> like, life simulator. So, like, you create your avatar, you go in and you just wander around and talk to people. And there's, you can do everything. You can go into, like, weird sex worlds. You can go into weird, like, My Little Pony worlds. And you can fly around and do whatever the fuck you want. And so I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta try this out. So I downloaded Second Life. Downloaded it. Got in. And... The first person that talked to me was like, <laughs> do you love me? It's like, well, what? Excuse me? Like, do you love me? I really like you. You're very cute. And I realized it's, it's just like a whole bunch of like 10-year-olds on the site interacting with like 60-year-olds. And it just creeped me the fuck out. I lasted like 10 minutes. Oh, and I logged oh off. It was so fucking weird. It was so weird. But like watch videos of people on Second Life. It's just like people... Who are like you can kind of hear in their voices that they're like slightly overweight, usually smoking a lot, mostly with like a Southern American accent, just like spending their entire day pretending to be in this world that they're not in, and it's like it's really horrible graphics. But what's interesting is like it's it's like the stepping stone into something that I think is going to become a lot more prolific, where people just kind of escape into this other world. They just added Oculus Rift support into this game and like, ooh. Well, I think we're the last, I think we're, we're like really, I don't know, maybe every generation feels this way and it's like, we're the cool generation. But I think that we're really lucky because we're the last generation that got to see a time before, like a time when there was the real life. There was real life and there was the internet. Yeah. And like, yeah. we Before, got to see yeah. that happen. I think about that all the time. Yeah. yeah. And then now that's it. Like, we're already done. Like, yeah. real life and the internet are the same thing. Yeah. And the people that are being born now don't ever get to know what it's like where real life is not also the internet. And like, 
I don't know. I think it's really cool because I think it's really cool. And also, like, it makes me feel a little bit curmudgeon-y. You know, like, you fucking kids, you didn't know what it was like to have to fucking call your crush on their landline (laughs) and expect that their parents weren't going to listen in on the entire conversation. (laughs) All all of my thoughts about this just go, about life in general, just go back to Louis C.K. jokes. (laughs) And he's, my favorite one is like, it wasn't your phone. It was the phone. Yeah. (laughs) And there was a room for it in your house. That's so funny. (laughs) And when you couldn't use the internet and talk on the phone at the same time. You'd pick up the phone and it'd be like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, damn it! Like, you need to get off the internet. Get off the internet so I can call <laughs> grandma. Like, yeah. I was talking to my grandmother. Actually, this is a conversation that happened a couple years ago. But they had, um, she had a party line. So um, they lived like uh, they had a cabin, and the the phone line was actually hooked into the barbed wire fence. Like the the only thing they didn't want to create new phone lines in this rural community, so they like hooked these things onto barbed wire fences that allowed them to communicate over the phone. And they all had a phone in their room, and there wasn't it wasn't even like you picked it up and talked to the operator and said, "Hey, punch me into you know Jimmy from two o two but it was like like everybody was on the same line, so she was saying like, "Yeah, you know what like seven o'clock I'd always pick up the phone and you could hear the neighbors down the door fighting." It was just like everybody was on the same line and it was kind of an honor system where like you expected that nobody was going to listen in, but everybody knew that somebody like some old woman was listening on the other side. Whoa. They all shared That's the same crazy. phone line. In my house in Albuquerque, we, um, we had a landline and my, yeah, we noticed that we could hear someone talking on it, like a conversation. And um, we didn't know the neighbors whose backyard backed up to our backyard. Um, which like, in itself is kind of weird. Well, we had really big yards, and they were Still. on a completely different street, and they were pretty weird. I guess um, I've never known any of my neighbors. That's not I know me neither, and it's weird. But that's it, we just well, know. we knew that we knew like everyone on our street. Okay, but we didn't know those people. They're um, different. Yeah, they're others. They're the others. Um, but um, no, and I remember one time my dad was on the phone. Like we had been hearing this other person on the phone for like weeks, and my dad one time was on the phone with his friend. He's like, "Sorry, Tom, hold on." hello <laughs> can you hear me and then like the other guy was like hang on i think that's the guy i was telling you about that i always hear on the phone <laughs> <laughs> i remember there was a time yeah when and it was like they, eight like, or nine yelled to each other because it was really distant yeah wow. like if you're talking on the phone like this it would just be like yeah you know we're gonna go over to the phone. yeah totally and so like my, they yelled to each other oh my god and they figured out where they lived and then they like contacted the phone that's... company and they were like these two houses are crossed see that's amazing when <laughs> i was like it, I, I was in grade three i remember again. being in grade three and i got for christmas these um uh walkie talkies but they were the coolest walkie talkies because it wasn't just something you held in your hand it was like a, a headset so it was like mm. like a pair of headphones my over cousin the got headphones those. they're so cool with the like the the mic thing in front of it and so I remember, like, me and my friends would always be on walkie-talkies, but you could pick up um, cordless phone uh, conversations oh from your God, hood. That's so yeah, crazy. so that's I would, terrifying. like, be on my walkie-talkie, <laughs> and just, like, I would sit in my room with my friend, and we'd both wear the walkie-talkies on channel one, and we would just listen to people talk. And Like, this like is not before in your own house? This is just, like, around the neighborhood? It, it wasn't in my own house. It was, like, I, I don't aliens. know where it came from. Aliens. Aliens that spoke aliens perfect are. English and were Why talking we about tournaments in my neighborhood. Yeah. You know, just like you know, so fucking body So definitely you had aliens yeah. in your neighborhood. Definitely aliens. Actually, oh man, I had so many good times with walkie-talkies. I remember getting these particular walkie-talkies and 
like I was in grade three, so the the thing that was like the most important to me was figure out what the girls are saying, figure out what the girls in my grade are talking about, and so we had these trees like in our in our kind of school park area, and we had like the trees that the girls would go to and the trees that the guys would go to, and so before (laughs) recess, I remember I we we tried to like we wanted to put the uh, the walkie talkies in the tree, but we're like okay. The walkie-talkies are gonna be like really it obvious, so we we put them into like a like a basically a bundle of leaves and stuck the walkie-talkie in a tree and then like ran away and ended up successfully listening into a girl's conversation just by putting a walkie-talkie in a tree. It was the most that sounds like amazing the, moment like, ever. Archetypal kids show setup that would fail. That's incredible. Totally, and it didn't fail. It didn't fail. It was so great. That's Ugh. so funny. You know what walkie-talkies are called in French? Uh, les uh, marchés parlés? No. <laughs> Talkie-walkies. <laughs> oh, Talkie-walkie. Yeah, okay, they, just, they just switched they it? Just, le Talkie-walkie. <laughs> le Talkie-walkie. That's like, so funny. There's a Serge Gainsbourg song called Le Talkie-walkie, and it's really sad. It's about this man, like, act, like it's also a hilariously, like, dated song. Although, I don't know who the hell would ever have done this ever in time. Maybe you. <clears throat> um, but it's about a man who, like, who's, like, girlfriend leaves her walkie-talkie on and he hears her cheating on him. Oh, no. <laughs> man. Okay, That's so awesome. are, are you French? My dad is. Your dad's French. So I grew up speaking French at home. Okay, so uh, what is your opinion on Serge Gainsbourg? Is there a code? What, for the door? Yeah. No, you just walk straight that way. No. I know where it is, but last time there was a code. The, yeah, there's a, there's a thing with a code, but there's no lock on it anymore. You just open it. Okay to come back. Claire just gets locked in the hallway for the rest <laughs> no, of the show. See ya. <laughs> That'd be such a funny prank Claire. to introduce to the podcast because we would put microphones in the other side yeah. so we could hear what she's saying yeah. and we'd just like cut in. It's like, let's let's turn on the hallway mic just to see. <laughs> so what's your opinion on Serge Gainsbourg? As a, as a person or as a musician? Everything. Okay, um... As a person, he was like a certifiably creepy dude. Right. Um, he did some really creepy shit to like a lot of women. Didn't he have like like an incest song with with? Yeah, with he had like daughter? a yeah he had like a lot of weird stuff. Like I don't he, know a lot about Serge Gainsbourg, but he seems to be like a pretty like prominent cultural. Well, figure. he like he was he was pretty interesting. I don't know loads Body about him. Implied. Yeah, he like okay. So like, what was his, like... His, his big thing was that he was a songwriter, and yeah. that he had... He was really, like, prolific songwriter, and he was really big in France. And he also... Another thing Shut that was, like, interesting... Moi non plus. But he, like, he... So, something that was, like, kind of... I don't know, part of his, like, cultural appeal, I guess, was that he was, like, kind of... I, I don't know. Like, he was pretty, like, ugly. Like, in a way that, like like just noticeably really like weird looking but because he had this like really sexy voice and he was he would sing these like songs that were really sexy he became this like sex symbol but everyone kind of knew that he was like a kind of like repulsive looking dude but so sexy in his weird way i don't know but (laughs) he i I don't know why that makes me think of jean paul sarge but like he's also kind of like an ugly weirdo guy but like (laughs) Got, like did very well yeah. with the ladies. Sarge once said that like he um he was like if I've achieved any success as a philosopher, or like if I've like done anything remarkable in my life, it's all been just to impress women. Right. <laughs> he was kind of yeah, but Silkenbrook was like 
Well, that's honest. Yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> Tell the you truth. Know. But he like he did some weird shit. Like he had to like he wrote a song for Ponce Gad, who was the singer, and she was 16 years old and um, like very earnest and very pretty. And he was already like a middle-aged man. And he wrote this song called Les Sucettes, which is like the lollipops. And she like, it's this whole song where she just sings about how much she loves sucking. And so he was creepy. Um, Whoa, that's... That, yeah. That's that said, uh, I think that like, I really don't like some of his songs, but I also really love some of his songs. I think he's, he's I don't know, he's, like he's kind of like France's answer to like, not in terms of style, but like Bob Dylan or something. Someone where right. like... He's done so much stuff, and, and well, some things have been amazing, and some are kind of shitty. That's a really interesting thing that comes up a lot, like, in current events, too. Like, people who, you know, lead a really important artistic career that then, in their real lives, are creeps and deeply immoral people. Yeah. And it's like, can you separate the art from the artist? Yeah. Can well, you, uh, like, does the fact that Woody Allen might be a child molester change the way you watch his movies? Yeah. Or does the fact that Bill Cosby date rapes women change his importance as a stand-up? I don't ultimately personally think that that's an especially complicated issue, but I just feel like I have a very strong... It's not a, it's not a complicated issue, no, but, but, like, but I mean, it's just it an interesting thing. Yeah, because like, no, but, but you know... I think it is kind of complicated. I guess It definitely changes the way I, that see, you watch I, I, it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that question is easy, but... I think that like... I don't, I don't think know. it's excusable whatsoever, but I just mean if someone makes like the most groundbreaking, beautiful, wonderful yeah. film of the 21st century and they killed somebody. Yeah. Well, I think where it becomes uncomplicated for me, but complicated for a lot of people is whether or not you like ought to make an exception for someone because of their right. great art, you know, and like you shouldn't. No, but for me, I don't think for you me, should. it's no, like, no, oh, I, I totally agree with that. But I guess I'm talking about the art itself. Yeah, I don't think that, but like I, I also, I think the art itself is fine. I think it's, like, you could, it may change the way you watch it, but I don't think that it Wait, so I think be. we're agreeing, right? Yeah, we are agreeing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's make this clear. No, it's not I, like, I agree. I'm not saying, like, oh, but Woody Allen made like some cool go to jail. films. Like, who cares if right. he's a creep? I just mean, like, or it's like you can Charlie still Manson's like that film. Makes some kind of cool songs. Oh, right? It's garbage weird. Garbage dump. Yeah. Oh, garbage dump. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's the way I see it. Like, I don't think... Um, if somebody does something horrible, it's like, yeah, you did something horrible, but you did something great too. Like, yeah. Well, people then, like, okay. I think, I think it depends on the historical context. I don't know. Maybe if, like you can be far enough removed from what happened. Like, I don't know, like a, like a Roman Polanski or something like that. But let's talk about Gian. He, he just got fucking plowed. And I think understandably, I, like they removed his The thing about Gian Gameshi though, is like, he like, he, I don't think, I don't know if this is really my opinion, but I don't think <laughs> that he was like good enough to surpass what happened. Right, right. You, you gotta know? get over he's that. He's also hump. he's also not really an artist. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he may like I don't think that it changes did, the but... fact that he like he did some great interviews. That doesn't change. That doesn't change anything about the fact that he did some horrible stuff. Yeah. You know. I, I, yeah. I, like, I mean, but also like I, I feel like. Uh, his work isn't great enough to like for like like just in terms of my consumption of it like i could anytime i turn on a Gian Gameshi interview i can't well listen to it mm. it it's ruined yeah. i it's just uh, it's just like uh, well the other there's nothing thing going is on but i can watch a woody allen movie yeah well the or, other thing is that it's just him 
Like, Woody Allen yeah. might be in his movies, and he is ultimately playing Woody Allen, but there are also some movies that he's not in, or, like, sometimes it's... But it's also, he's, also like, the he's also, like, the force behind it, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, then, no, I know, but, I mean, that's different from just being, like, hello, I'm Gian Gomeshi. <laughs> right. And I'm going to talk to this other person. His it's right. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Hello? different yeah, yeah, yeah. than being yeah. like, I'm going to make this film yeah, with it's not. He's yeah. not an artist. He's not an artist. It's not that every movie, every movie that Woody Allen ever made does not make you think of Woody Allen. Like, yeah. It obviously does. But I just mean, it, it's different than just like sitting down and being yourself or so. Yeah. You yeah. What, uh, what was his uh, ex-wife's name? Who? Who? Uh, Woody Allen's Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow. Yeah. It's interesting that Mia Farrow is connected to both Roman Polanski and yeah. Woody Allen, in just like this horrible, horrible triangle of. That's I just I abusers. think I get like really frustrated because I feel like a lot of like Woody Allen fans that I've met because like unlike Roman Polanski who like everyone knows exactly what he did yeah. and I think it's pretty messed up that he's not had to suffer any of the repercussions just yeah. because everybody thinks he's a great artist which like he's made some great movies but. But with Woody Allen, it's like a little bit more contested and like, you know. It is. Be- but well, because, I mean, that's, I was about to ask though, like, because some people don't believe. A lot of people don't believe that he's done anything wrong. And it, it is, it is a little, you know. I feel and like I, you gotta, every time you gotta side with the fucking victim, man. Like, yeah, it, well, it's... I just feel like a lot of the people that I hear being like, well, you just don't know, like, you don't know what would have happened. And like, yeah, you don't know what would have happened. That's true. It's important to acknowledge that. But I think that those same people wouldn't say that if it weren't yeah, Woody Yeah, what Allen. is to be gained for coming forward with that, with that yeah. kind of thing also? Well, like the whole idea that I've heard people say that kind of, I don't know, it upsets me a lot is like, because of Woody Allen's like current relationship with his with Mia Farrow's adopted daughter, Sun Yi, uh, yeah, like that. This idea that she's like gone on this vindictive kind of mission to destroy his life by making up these allegations, and like she's just jilted, right? And like who? Like, but a lot of that stuff came out. Um, not not like the molestation stuff, but the um, like there was footage of their daughter talking into a camera about. Right. Like during the divorce, yeah, you know, and then you know people are like, and but I just feel like all these people are saying like, oh maybe she was coached all this stuff and making all these kinds of exceptions that they just would not make if it weren't Woody Allen because everyone's right. so terrified of having to admit that like maybe yeah. someone who contributed something wonderful culturally was also horrible and, and it's someone who and a Woody lot of Allen's liked. Woody Allen's a yeah. really interesting case too because um, a lot of people don't realize that the Woody Allen character is not Woody Allen. Yeah. It's a clown character that he very meticulously created as as a character that he plays. And you watch him in interviews and he's like a creepy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is a creepy guy. If you, you ever like read any of his his like essays or short stories or whatever, like he's got a whole other persona going on yeah. there that's yeah. not at all the like yeah, like Alvy Singer, Woody Allen yeah. neurotic, you know, one one note kind of thing. It's, I don't know. Yeah. But on the other hand, like it's brilliant like he's one of my heroes yeah. you know and i you know I, it's been said before i think but people don't like to um have like it for people when it comes to cultural figures i think it has to be one or the other yeah he's either a hero or a villain yeah he's either this or he's that you know and i also kind of think i don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong but i kind of think that there's something a little gendered about the way that that happens because i think that all these cases where I've heard about somebody like doing pretty messed up shit in their personal life and people being like, well, I don't know, maybe not. And like making all these excuses, it's like this great male artist and people are like, no, we have to separate the art from the artist. But then I think that like with 
famous women a lot of the time their personal life is like just like up for grabs like just completely allowed to determine everything about how the public sees them well no yeah totally like it's it's really unfortunate but like look at a yeah you would say you judge somebody based on their art if they're a man but if they're a woman like a lot more comes into play like how yeah. they look and how like you know they're keeping together if they got a little like how married surgery. they are yeah what would be a female equivalent or not an equivalent but like a, another example i i don't have any and maybe it's because I, I don't know i don't know i just i guess like i don't know i had an example a second ago that i'm forgetting but just like the way we talk about like famous women's personal lives as a mark of their well for instance like if um if there's a famous couple or something and someone well okay an example would be like chris brown and rihanna rihanna got a lot of flack for like staying with him or like talking to chris brown after he beat her up and everyone was like what the fuck is wrong with her Hmm. like he hit her and like in a lot i can understand that mentality where you're like what are you doing why are you with this guy who hurt you but it's also like no let's talk about the fact that chris brown abused his girlfriend physically and managed to not get put in jail yeah and then yeah there's a there's a guy who does um uh morning news on uh in australia i don't remember his name but like maybe you've seen a couple of youtube clips oh the suit thing yeah the suit thing so this guy this uh, this morning news host, who's actually hilarious, I love this guy, but he, I don't know for how long, like was, a really long time. At least a year. Something yeah. like a year. He wore the exact same suit every single day, and then after a year, he was like, okay, so now I'm going to let everybody know. I've been wearing the exact same suit every single fucking day to show that like the, the, the difference between me as a male newscaster... And my coworkers as female newscasters is completely fucking different because nobody brought up the fact that I wore the exact same suit every single day. Whereas if one of my coworkers wore the same dress every single day, instantly they'd be like, oh, what? Like, what? what? It has more to do with how they look and what they're wearing and their fashion right. sense. Well, and it wasn't even like if they were to wear the same dress every day. It was little things like... Um, it makes me think thing- of Sex in the City. <laughs> the thing that I read was like Everything one of his coworkers got a letter... Multiple from a letters. fan, multiple letters, yeah. But the one that I read was like someone being like, "I think you're great, but let's just talk about how you kind of need a makeover and like you oh shouldn't wear God. such big necklaces and like, you know, just shit yeah. like that." And like the suits you wear would be really nice if you wore them with a higher cut blouse or like a belt or you know just shit like that. And yeah. I wish I got scrutinized more on my fashion choices. <laughs> might help you more. Maybe. Yeah. No, you're wearing a great shirt, man. It's a great shirt. It's got puppies on it. Well, no, there's the... I, I don't know <laughs> the guy's name, but, like, the guy... It, it's not Murdoch, but, like, one of the guys who runs Fox News, he watches it with the sound off to, to see just... Like, he wants to be able to see the visual representation okay, of it. Okay, that's so scary. All the newscasters in the last, like, decade of Fox News... And, but it's even, like, all CNN, they all look legs. exactly the same. They all look exactly the same, and you see their fucking low skirts and their legs. It's like, you're not... You're not it's watching fucked for up, like, man. I don't it's understand like, how they find all these women. They look like kind of like anime characters or something. They've all got the exact <laughs> yeah. same face. It's, it's so like, am weird. I watching like a weird you know, sexy show? Like, what is this? Yeah, it does have a lot to do with makeup. It's really funny because my dad, my French dad, has like the French cable channel that shows all the French shows, and it's it like it's really upsetting that I've been this conditioned. But I'm always a little bit shocked when I turn on the French news and there's a newscaster who's a reporter whose job is not to like be a model who's right. got like crooked teeth and like you know yeah like I don't know like visible acne or something and like yeah it should be fine because yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like well, telling you an important news story 
I'm not there to like. They're not there to be looked at. Like. Well, I think I don't know. Maybe that's even more of an indication that like the idea of the newscaster, especially now, is kind of a dead art. You know, like you, unless you're a a really beautiful person, like. Well, there, there's no point in watching somebody tell you the news because you've got it in your fucking pocket. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had this thought no today, point. like even just when I was at your house earlier and I was watching your TV and I was like listen, watching all the fucking ads and like or if like a newscaster would come on. Yeah. I'm just like I never watched the news on TV yeah. or watch TV at all. So like I'm all of a sudden watching ads and like all the like the ads for other shows and right. like the trailers for TV yeah. shows. And I'm just watching them like... TV is fucking retarded. I watched you have a moment there. You're like, I, I just can't. I just can't. I just can't watch this. <laughs> yeah. This is whole, yeah. like, and then I'm like, my, my one thought is like, TV is dead. This is a dead art form. Blah blah blah. And then on the other hand, it's like, no, millions of people watch this shit every fucking no, day. But, still, but it's like, but I think that, I think that historically, TV is going to be like the eight track. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it, it's not. It's really new, but it's like kind of almost. It's over. not. It's new. like retro it's now to have TV. Wait, you the, don't mean the TV model- shows, right? You mean like. No, I just mean like the, like the cable TV to sit down and yeah. turn on your TV. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it hasn't changed let's, let's since, change the, since the beginning I wonder of, what hipsters will have cable. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so funny. <laughs> Yo, you want to watch some, some family Spike channel TV. with me tonight? <laughs> oh, ha, ha, let's just do it. Ah. TLC has some weird stuff. Uh, uh, I've been watching this, this. Yo, TLC uh, theme party. I've been watching this show. I'm a couple episodes in, but it's it's on PBS and it's called How We Got to Now. And uh, the the first episode Sounds is called... Sounds like an Evan show. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Well, thanks, Claire. You know me too well. But um, maybe not well enough. That's why we're here. Maybe like, what, uh, would, a, what would a Claire show be? Anyway. Uh, vampire <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. true. <laughs> I can answer that. Question um, answered. But it was called Clean. And like, it's a really, really cool series where it's like, in the title, How We Got to Now. So but the first episode is Clean. This. And it was it was documenting like all the things that needed to happen in terms of cleanliness to get to this point. And so they they uh, had a little bit on the episode about soap operas. And you know the, it started out with like uh, these guys developing this uh, chlorine based bleach for industrial purposes. And then the guy's wife was like, "Don't peddle this to industries. Like people need this in their kitchen. Like and so that's how Clorox became a product. And um, Another thing about this was uh, the advent of the soap opera. And so soap companies would sponsor these little dramatic episodes. And it wasn't about creating interesting TV. That's it was where about, that name comes yeah, from? Yeah, that's what it comes from. And so Whoa. soap opera, soap companies would sponsor these little dramatic episodes. It's kind of funny how you just accept so, that as the name of that yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, the like, it's, a, it's a soap Fucking opera. 60 <laughs> years later, we still call it soap operas. When in fact, it was just a soap company sponsoring like a little bit of an elongate... Like, Enough to keep you entertained enough to watch the commercials. Yeah, and so it was, a, it was super dramatic. That's why they called it an opera. But all it was was peddling to housewives who stayed at home all day, and right. what else they're gonna do but clean their fucking house, right? So they would sell them soap, like, and it's mind-boggling because they're still doing it, and it's something that's st- like stood Young the and test the Restless is still Actually, on. I think. Exactly. Yeah. No, it would be. Inter- I, I never watched soap operas. So I love. Be- I fucking love soap. And I'm well, in a hotel and there's TV. I just want to watch soap <laughs> operas. I want to be a soap actor. Like that's my dream. To just. <laughs> well, no, like, I'm just curious, like what kind of ads they play during soap operas now. Same shit. Like, Same? like yeah. Maybe it's Maybelline. Swiffer. Yeah, my mom was in a Swiffer ad. Really? She, she had this whole thing where she would like blow her hair out of her face <laughs> and like. 
It was awesome. That's so great. <laughs> That's so cool. She made like 40 grand doing it. Wow. Holy shit. That's awesome. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah. No, one argument that I heard for like a, for children doing TV or commercials or whatever, because yeah, you can make like a, a decent amount of money doing a commercial. Um, yeah, like. Oh, here we go. It's happening again. It's that time of the night. <laughs> yeah. We Every got time. Delay. Oh my God. Every You're time. glitching. Isn't that, everybody's free. Ah, Don't worry about it. This is a regular occurrence. That's terrifying. I've never yeah, seen. Yeah, I know. It, it's and you really hear weird. your own voice. Ah, I can't even talk. Ah, <laughs> even worse. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be right back. Oh, um, God. Give us one second. We're going to restart this like, machine. The sound and, is uh, off, but like in real no, life. I can't even tell it's me. Right back. Um, Dude, I know. That's and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah, we've got lots. I, I brought. Um, what were we talking about? Schneider oh, commercials. Electric. Commercials, no, commercials. commercials. Much better than Schneider <laughs> Also, this is fucking bullshit. We need to solve this problem, right? Like, how are we going to address this? I, I'm, I, I need to get a new hard drive. For your computer or just like an external or no, I need a new hard drive. I'm my computer is full of th- shit. Porn. No, <laughs> no. Definitely porn. Who downloads porn? Well, yeah, I've right. got people are know. really dedicated, man. I have a. No, few, I, have a, I download my favorites. Favorite no, you get favorites, right? <laughs> and also, like, you don't always have a stable internet connection. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking a. Exactly. Yeah. And God knows you can't masturbate to nothing nowadays. I love my imagination. <laughs> well, can you? Can you, I? I don't. I don't know. I love my well, imagination. <laughs> I feel like it's like an arduous effort to try to masturbate without any kind of visual aid now. No, really? no, no. Really? Sometimes I'm like really? watching porn and I'm like, fuck this. Evan, given all the public places that you've masturbated, I feel like that's a lie. What public places have you <laughs> masturbated? <laughs> fuck you, Claire. Um, so. This is the tale of me losing my sunglasses. <laughs> I once jerked off behind a mailbox. That's cool. Oh, my God. oh yeah, I we could... had this conversation at my house over the summer. Where's the weirdest place that yeah, you've masturbated? I couldn't finish, though. It was t- I kept thinking a car would come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like our dead. mailbox is like a fourth the width of your body. <laughs> No, no, there was like a like bunch of them, like, like a big, like, like oh, oh, for like the entire neighborhood. A bank of mailboxes. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Was at least dark I was picturing like no, it was a in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Seriously? Yeah. I was on my. I was, I was walking home from school. The wall at the post office, actually, so when you the coolest. I had just ever... discovered <laughs> masturbating, and I'm like, like, can I do it here? Yeah. Let's see. Actually, no. I've already told you the story, but in the coolest place, well, the coolest. What's the, cool, what's the coolest? place <laughs> you ever I don't know. One of the weirdest places that I ever masturbated the was when I when I admit it. Just coolest. Coolest. it was the, it was pretty fucking cool. Um, I used to work for this company called Alta Gas, and um, Evan part has of, had 24 jobs. You remember the exact number? That's great. Um, it's my age. It's not too hard. You're the best. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, part of my jobs. job was uh, I would drive around rural, 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 rural. The I hate that word. It's, it's rural, <laughs> I would, rural. I would drive around rural Alberta, and um, my job was to go to like these really remote, um, uh, basically uh, natural gas uh, meter installations, um, and paint the pipes because they needed painting. And so one day I went out and I was painting these pipes and I, there was like I was just painting my pipes. One day. <laughs> <laughs> I was painting in the, the middle pipes. of the field. Oh, it just it spoke Sometimes to me. Just I just gotta paint like, the pipes. Yeah, this pipe reminds yeah. me of something. Yeah, and uh, no, it was great because like it was really high and so like there was like a staircase up and I re- looked 
it was in the prairies. I looked all off in every single direction. There was nothing. It's like th- I, I got it. It was windy, so I just jacked off into the wind. It was great. So wait, you're forgetting the detail st- of that you had long hair. That's not that important. <laughs> it's really important. Wait, because the wind's blowing. Yeah, and it's yeah. blowing it's his hair. Exactly. <laughs> the wind's blowing my hair. I had long hair. I feel like if you had long hair, you would just look exactly like your brother. No. No. Really? I refute that statement. Like, I see photos of your brother and it's just like, oh, it's Evan, he's but got with a, long black hair. No, he's got a button nose and brown eyes. Okay. I, I'm blue-eyed, crook-nosed kind of dude. Photos. So. Okay. Yeah. You never met my brother? No, I never met him. Really? Well, that's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Listeners at home are like, wow, that's so weird that Andrew's <laughs> never met Evan's brother. Well, no, it's, it's strange. <laughs> Listeners <laughs> at home. No, that's weird. <laughs> Listeners at home probably know my brother better than they know me. Like in like 1930, like 17 yeah. children <laughs> huddled around a radio. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know his brother. Uh, my brother is an internet celebrity. Really? insane. Wait, really? Is he like, yeah. what, kind? what so, kind of internet celebrity? Uh, let me preface this by, I remember being 14. No, I was 16. He was 14. And YouTube first came out. And this is when YouTube was just vlogs. So it was just people talking at their own cameras. You know, like, like golden age. Yeah, preceding YouTube, we had like E-bombs world, Newgrounds. Like internet videos was like through emails or through weird like flash-based uh, internet sites. So YouTube came out, which was like anybody can record themselves on YouTube. Anybody can upload any video they want. Anything wanted. they wanted. And I remember just like watching my brother being on this every single day and be like, Adam, listen, man, like... You're going to need to go outside. You're getting really pale. Like, this is kind of gross. And so now, he's making more fucking money than me just being a full-time YouTuber. No way. Are you serious? Yeah. He, is, um, he was rated the number four movie review critic on YouTube in its entirety. Is that what he does? Movie reviews? Or does he does, he do, like, a bunch of different shit? Well, he's got his, like, gaming channel. He's got a music channel. But, like, the where he makes all his money is off movie reviews and it's not just like really boring like well i think uh blah blah like he does a full like 20 minute piece with really intricate editing and taking like interviews with the director and background information and splices it all together into like these really interesting pieces and interviews that he does or that no 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 no. just like getting them from the internet but he's got like over two hundred thousand subscribers so every time he releases a video two hundred thousand people like at least at least yeah who, who, yeah, who yeah just the people who are subscribed people who... but yeah he's got he's got like a cumulative like uh, view count of over like 2.2 million it's insane that is insane that's amazing it's i'm i'm so proud of my little brother but <laughs> i'm also really fucking jealous because i remember him being like you know what the thing that inspired me to get into into youtube is like all the movies that you made with your friends and like i just thought it was so cool and then i like stopped. give me some money now <laughs> yeah i'm like well can you give me royalties or something like, <laughs> oh well oh god so wait, no, you should meet this kid okay i've actually always been really curious about this do people who are famous and successful on youtube do they make all of their money from ad revenue no uh so the the he makes ad money off of uh, ads that play before his videos, right. uh, Google AdSense, and um, he's a partner with YouTube. So it doesn't have anything to do with your number of subscribers, but uh, clicks, likes, uh, and favorites. So that's all done with YouTube. Apparently, they don't release like exactly how much you're making. Uh, but he's also got this thing called Patreon. That which is like, like such David a David Foster Wallace. <laughs> yeah. Made up. No, it's it's such a cool concept. So like, what what Patreon is is he's got these things called patrons, and so you set up a program saying that like I will pledge to make, 
um, you know, an hour of content every single month. And you can be a five uh, a $5 per month subscriber or a $100 per month subscriber. And depending on the levels, it's almost like a Kickstarter kind of thing, almost like a crowdfunding. So that if you're, say, a $5 subscriber, in every single video that he makes, he will put your name in the credits. If you're a $50 subscriber, he will mail you his notes on blah, blah, blah. And everybody does it differently. So you've got musicians who do it, filmmakers who do it, movie reviewers who do it. And he's just killing it. Like he makes a monthly uh, revenue based on people who have just said, I like your shit. I want you to do this full time. I think that you're really good at it. And I know that you're not going to be able to put out the content that I want unless I pay for it. Wow. And it's just That's so crazy. fucking cool. Wait, so how many hours a week does he do this kind of thing? Full time. He, he works like over 40 hours a week. Wow, that's crazy. And obviously it's what he home? loves. Yeah, he works at home. He lives in Vancouver. He just makes these movie reviews and it's it's amazing. Like it, The stuff that he does is top notch. That's so cool. Yeah, it, it's super cool. And uh, <laughs> that's the thing. I just remember giving him so much shit <laughs> for not being like you know, not going outside and not having friends. And yet he's got hundreds of thousands of people who, you know, feel like they know this guy, Yeah. you know, like because he's, he's really putting himself well, out onto the internet. There's been this controversy that I like haven't really followed. It's one of those, like I've, I've read a bunch of headlines, so I don't really know what's going on. But uh, I guess like there's some girl who's like, I don't know. She's probably about 18 or maybe a little bit oh, more. Oh, she's got a thing that her name starts with a Z or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. it's We're not... We're talking Gamergate? <laughs> not Gamergate. Okay. This is like a YouTube star. And yeah, her name's like Zoena or like yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And uh, she's famous. Like she got really big in the UK, but she's super famous. And she's got this like enormous teen girl fan base. But I guess like basically what happened is that she wrote this book, like a real book. And like a tangible Oh, is this book. the bigger than J.K. Rowling thing? Yeah, and it got bigger than, than Harry Potter. But then, uh, I guess she, like... I always find it fascinating, actually, when people do this kind of thing. How long did you think you could get away with it? <laughs> yeah. You're famous on the internet. Yeah. The place where people find out about this kind yeah. of stuff. <laughs> but uh, I guess she had, like, a huge ghostwriting team. Um, oh, and she okay. basically didn't actually write the words of her own book, but she didn't... Really, like she did old school ghostwriting where you right. don't even credit the people, okay. and like, or like they're just in the acknowledgments or something. But obviously, all of her fans who've seen like very much her talking on this thing, like they all went out and bought this book. Like right. More people bought this book than anybody ever, or something. Yeah. And uh, and then everyone freaked out because like she hadn't actually written it. That's the thing. What I think really be up front. Again? Like all I got the sense of was that she would like, and and this fascinates me too because. I don't know why she's so famous, but I guess like all she would. Doesn't that make do you feel like, old? Yeah. Doesn't it? God. Like we're talking like yeah, we're the last generation that ever knew the world before the internet, and now we're like, what? What are these kids watching? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? And she shit? did like a lot of like like just like talking about her day, and then also like here's a holiday themed eye makeup look. No, it's like, insane. Kind of it's thing. insane, and like what? What's really crazy is like that's what people want. I think people, especially. I don't know, our age and younger, they're, like you're saying, TV is fucking bullshit. Nobody wants that shit anymore. People want to connect, so they'll watch somebody who just does a, this is what I did today. Yeah. This is what I did today, and I post a video every yeah, single day yeah, to yeah. say yeah. who I am. People I just want to so know mundane. somebody. I remember it's watching, mundane, but I remember watching like, um, kind of, I remember watching like Amazing Atheist videos. Mm-hmm. It was like a YouTube blogger who would like make a lot of videos about like how Christianity is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. But, 
he would have like drama with other users and like yeah. ref refutation videos where he's like, yo, you're full of shit. Fuck you. This point, 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 point. And he would like play their video and then he'd like, well, well. you're full of shit here because blah, blah, blah. And then, and then it just got crazy because like, you know, like people would start like meeting up with other people's girlfriends in real life and then vlog about it. And then people would make videos about that. And it was just like this crazy drama. Which well, it's, it's like it's like watching it's like watching a soap opera basically, yeah. but it's like yeah. happening in real life. Yeah. You know, isn't so that weird that like like you know I don't know what like a hundred two hundred years ago like you could only ever have drama with people you knew in real life, and then yeah. we like went away from that. And now we're like getting back into this yeah. weird like I want to know the people that I think about yeah. kind of thing. It's 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 almost too much. I kind well, I like it. No. I like it. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I, like I mean, it's I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, like, like kind of, uh, in her own way, sort of created like this new type of celebrity, where she's like, "Oh, I'm just a celebrity." Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, this is, this a is real crazy. Person. And then like, oh, Jack Nicholson pops up. I'm like, ah, oh my god! But then, yeah. what's brilliant about that is she's like a brilliant actress mm -hmm. who's like the best working today. And yeah, then, you would need to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily because so many people are famous that kind of suck, but... Mm -hmm. No, but she, yeah, but she's... Still, yeah. To, like, but it's not, maintain that. But, it, but now it's, like, it's not so much about the celebrity who's, like, even a few years ago, like, uh, I don't know, Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio who, like, live these mysterious like, movie star lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you and don't you, know who they're They're just, really like, are. these... They're, like... They're not, like, the real people. Yeah. They're, like, special in some way or something, but mm -hmm. it's, like, now it seems to be more about just, like, real people yeah you know but i like i always wonder how long that's gonna last for too because like you know i don't know i think jennifer Lawrence is kind of amazing because she's managed to like have this super goofy down-to-earth persona or whatever but she does like super dramatic roles and people mm -hmm. are still down to take her like very seriously like, i mean because she's really good but like i, I don't know if that's gonna I don't know. I don't know how long that's gonna work well, for her. Well, you know what? Like uh, that makes me think of like She's, James Franco in a way. Well, you know, like he he's this kind of person who, like, he still gets all these dramatic roles, or maybe not since like twenty seven days. But yeah. Well, but, like, no. he, to me, to me, I love, I love, I love, I love the fact, a fucking goof. Like as an actor, like, I love that there are um, actors Actor. who are like so good that they need the material to match them. You know, like somebody like Daniel Day Lewis or something like that. Yeah. It's like they're so good that they don't work that often, and whenever they do, it's because there is something that is as good as they are. Yeah. You know, and that that's fucking cool. You know, and it doesn't happen that often. And I think Jennifer Lawrence is a case of that. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. at the same the time, she's been in a lot of stuff. She's been in a lot of like sort of shitty. Well, not, I don't want to say shitty. I haven't seen. Um, like Ameri American, I hated American. American Hustle, Hustle like sucked. It, yeah, sucked, it sucked so much. much. Oh, oh my it. god! I went to it see it horrible. with Lizzie, and we like my my best friend from high school, and we walked out of the theater, and we were both like, but, you know, we got like a block, and we were both like, "Did you like that?" <laughs> but the, but that's the thing. That. It's like yeah. it, the movie wasn't as good as the performances. No, totally. Because that that was the crazy part. It's like. She uh, was she was miscast. Well, also. and I think that that's why it got so much hype is because people were like. Oh, it's it's and all the billboards good. were like, look at all of these actors. Yeah, there were so many famous people. And then you watch the movie, and you're like, this movie's not that good. Like the hu I, there's no hustle. There's it's a, like this weird character driven thing, yeah, it and sucks. it's like, it sucks. where's not, the where's the drama? Even, there's no story. It's like it's not weird. even well character driven. It's just like 
good actors playing these characters pretty well, but it's not like you really know the characters that much. It's like... Yeah, I mean, they didn't have a good enough story to, like, let you get to know them. Like, Yeah, and I, I also really like Amy Adams. I think that, arguably, she was one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, thought she was I good. thought. I thought she was good, but... But, like, to be honest, I mean, I, I thought that Christian Bale uh, and um, Bradley I, Cooper were good. I didn't think they were Louis great. Louis C.K. was my favorite part. I find Christian Bale really Louis C.K. was the best. Yeah, he's pretty annoying. He's and so annoying. Bradley he's... Cooper, I go back and forth with. Sometimes I think he's a good actor, and other times I'm just like, get the. Sometimes he does face. the same thing that Christian Bale does, where he's like, he can't, he can't ever act for like a second without being like, guys, I'm acting, I'm acting, guys, I'm, I'm so acting yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Such and, an and, actor. He, and and that's like that's why he was kind of perfect for American Hustle because but that's one thing how the movie was. I do kind of like the whole. I, lo- I honestly thought Christian Bale was one of the funnier roles in that. Like, when he's, like, the, just has that moment where he's like, I, I, don't, I don't know. He just bugged me. I felt like his accent was inconsistent. Yeah, and like, yeah the, the accent was inconsistent. It was just... This is the first scene of an extremely high-budget movie. Not only high-budget, so but just, like, hype. Like, this yeah. is the movie of the year. But, I mean, okay. Whatever. The first scene is him, like, putting on, like, doing his comb-over and, like, putting his yeah. fake hair on and stuff. And... Yeah, it's such a high-budget movie, and his bald cap looks fake. Like, it looks You can bad. see it. <laughs> you can kind really. of, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, you can see the line, because I don't think that they would, like, let that happen. But still, I remember watching it and just thinking, like, I have seen better Halloween costumes yeah. than this. Yeah. Like, it's just, like... like and, and, like, the big movies now... How many billions did you Kind of suck. Them? Like, Interstellar was great, but... <laughs> I hate Christopher Nolan, so I haven't seen Interstellar. Okay, I have okay, not okay, seen it okay, because okay, it's three okay, hours okay, long. Okay, okay, it it okay. flies by. It's great. What's, what? Okay. Sorry. Why do you hate Christopher Nolan? Because I don't like his movies. I don't hate him as a person. I guess Wait, I remind me what else. Have you so. ever met Christopher <laughs> Nolan? No, 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 no. no. I just, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to explore this for a little longer. And first, can you what? remind me what he's doing? Yeah. Um, he did, uh, what the fuck was that? Massively? The following. He did, um, Following uh, is good. Memento, he did uh, oh, I the like Batman Memento. trilogy. Memento's fine. Memento's fine. And then did, it goes but I think down Memento might be one of those where I Inception, saw it as a young kid. Yeah, Memento was great when I saw it, and then I watched it again. I was like, okay, it's fine. Um, the Dark Knight, etc. But and then um, Inception, which I was not a fan of, and I, and I know that's really unpopular. But I just don't like Christopher. I Nolan's didn't movies. like Inception that much either, but I kind of want to watch it again. I never I saw. It, I watched it again, and it was the exact opposite of Eternal Sunshine. I watched it the first time, and I was like, oh, whatever. I watched it again. I was like, I hate this so yeah, yeah, I've much. Seen it once. I think don't see it again if you want to. What I I I don't know. I don't think he's like a pioneer in any sense, but no. I think he does the the big budget. Like appeal to the widest array no. of anyone audience kind of thing, and that is fine. And at the same time, though, he adds like a little bit of things that keep me interested. But okay, I think that's where I don't. That's where I disagree. I think that like I love a lot of like like just big budget blockbuster, like just fun, like right. you know, big effects type stuff. Like I like X Men, but like X Men sucks. Okay, not hey, currently. Finish. But no, like there's there's shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. But no, like I I have no issue with a kind of just like airy, you know, like this is just going to be fun for the next hour and a half and I'm going to be sitting here glued to my popcorn. That's totally cool. I think the thing that I don't like about Christopher Nolan is that I feel like at least the last couple films he's done have been like really overburdened with this kind of like art house gravitas that is totally self-importance yeah and like with inception like 
Inception had that a lot. Yeah, Inception was like, guys, isn't this such a confusing movie? It's so confusing and it's so overwhelming and it's so deep. And it was like, no, this is just like a fun movie. Do you think that was more him or just like the reception of it? No, I think this was that was the that was the, the the attitude of the film i think and it's this kind of and it's the same thing with the dark knight which like i would have enjoyed so much more if it hadn't had those little glimmers of like i am telling you something way deeper than yeah it's any like it's other. like it's like you're watching batman and you're like this is getting at something really important right yeah now. and like and whereas the thing like is i that, fucking love the tim burton batman movie where it's just like too. silliness that's great even <laughs> even you know what the fucking uh who's the director who did like the later ones, like with fucking Val Kilmer and George Clooney. Yeah, I don't Where they have like the Batman yet. credit card and they yeah. like click their <laughs> shoes together and skates pop out and they're and fighting the ice villains. I stuff. love those yeah. movies so much. And like, I the think Dark Knight was like, get this is it, a like important movie. stuff in a blockbuster way without having to be ostentatious about it. And The Dark Knight was like, this is serious, guys. This is a serious fucking movie. And I don't, I don't appreciate that. Like, I just think that his movies are like really overblown when they're ultimately not making a point that's that deep or interesting. I, I, I don't know. I just think that they're like they're way too self. I think I think Evan has a point though. I think a lot of that comes through in the reception. In the reception of it, and you know what? I just I have like a lot of admiration for somebody who can. Maybe it's just, maybe it's because I I last night I watched uh, Queen live at the Wembley Stadium uh, in 1984. <laughs> Whoa! And just like Queen rules. Queen is awesome, and I I almost want to connect Queen to Christopher so Nolan good. in the way that like. <laughs> No, li- listen to this. I know it's d- it's dumb. Okay, let me explore this <laughs> no, idea no, I, before I, before please. I shoot my own self in the foot. Go on. But like it's this. It's hard to be able to have an amazing piece of art uh, as a band or as a filmmaker or something like that, and appeal to such a wide audience that you don't just become cliched and kind of watered down. Because in, in order to appeal to the most amount of people, you got to kind of play it kind of neutral. Also, I love that like. Super white trash rednecks love Queen. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, Freddie Mercury was gay? No way, man. He had a mustache. He's in a band called Queen. (laughs) He's a band called Queen. (laughs) But like, the the ability to appeal to so many people, like, they, they fucking played Wembley Stadium. Maybe maybe I'm confusing my 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 icons here. Freddie Mercury and Christopher Nolan, probably no comparison. But like, I don't know. Interstellar, the last movie that I watched from Christopher Nolan, it's worth exploring. Was was really <laughs> fucking cool and like so many people saw it they spent so much money on this movie in order to appeal to the like I don't want to say the lowest common denominator but just like the mass yeah. market well, that's and cool. yet I, there was a lot of parts in that movie where I felt like okay this is really interesting and I don't know maybe I just really like Batman I like the Dark Knight trilogy I liked Memento Inception was eh okay but like but I think that I, I mean I agree with you but I also think that like something that I think is really sad is like I think that there's this, I don't know, I feel like in, in like American movies at least, in the last like 10, 15 years, something that I think is sad is I think that a lot of people who are making movies like really underestimate the intelligence of the public like and, and, and mm-hmm. think that you have to sort of aim low to appeal to people. And you, and like I've seen, you know, European movies that have come out in the last, in the same time frame and, and also were huge hits and are a little bit maybe more complex, but it's not because Europeans are smarter. It's because European directors don't necessarily assume that their audiences are right. idiots. But the, the, right. the difference, though, the difference though, is that I think in America it's an industry and it's about yeah. dollars yeah. and cents. And but if like, you make an you obsc- a slight, make even a slightly obscure movie, you're, n- you're just not, not going to have. Screen, but yeah. I don't. I don't think that's true. I think that. I think that maybe it, not. But the way that the system is set up is that like you're not going to get the money to theaters. market the yeah. movie. Yeah. Did you know that actually? Like uh, something I learned kind of recently is that 
like horror movies are a little bit responsible for that phenomenon because basically like when horror movies started coming out in like the sort of the, in the 60s and stuff like like more what we think of as contemporary horror movies uh industry people in hollywood kind of up until then they hadn't really been marketing movies towards teenage boys right. and suddenly they realized that actually teenage boys turned out to see movies more than any other demographic <laughs> of course and that they were the biggest way to make money and so suddenly making a film that would appeal to teenage boys became the thing to do and you still see that now but i i just think that I don't. I don't know. But I then just, it becomes the movies that everybody watches. That everybody watches. Like I enjoyed the Hunger Games last night, but I'm fully aware that that was that's a young adult novel, and that's like and that's fine. I don't mind that, but I also think that, like, I don't. I I feel really condescending suggesting that in order to be a, a mass hit, that any kind of thing that comes out lot, has to appeal to a 16 year old mind. I and, think. And the thing is, like, a lot of mass hits, quote unquote mass hits now, just suck ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like fucking Lucy, have you seen that movie? That looked so I bad. Didn't, it's yeah, the most hor. It's it's a giant piece of yeah, shit. Of course it was. I watched it in a hotel room with my boss, <laughs> <laughs> and oh we're both like, "This looks." Co-. I wasn't like this, but we watched the trailer, and he's like, "How did you get into a hotel room with your boss?" The, oh, it's a long, have, it's a long story. A lot to learn right, cool, about I don't want to throw boss. anybody under the bus. Well, but hey, like, you've got a story to tell about your boss. I think uh, that's worth telling. Uh, that's actually very indicative of his boss and his relationship. You know, uh, well, I come mean, on, this is the place to tell it, Andrew. Mm, it's okay. This is a safe space. Should I tell it? Thousands of listeners at home. The no, like the point is though, Lucy <laughs> is just a it. horrible movie, and I watched it in the context of like just two guys just like wa- trying to watch an entertaining movie, and it just like sucked, like just objective dick, like. You're watching this movie, and it's like, there's no villain in this movie. The villain is these gangsters, but then all of a sudden, she's using 100% of her brain capacity. And she just becomes, the like, God, basically. And then I'm like, so how is this oppositional force any kind of villain at all? You're just trying to distract from the story that I want you to tell. I'm not going to tell that story. I can't. Why? I'm not going to do it on the podcast, because I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. That's, that's why. Can I? No. Why? I'll tell it after. What do you mean? This is the perfect place to don't tell it. Don't make him tell it. Yeah, it's okay. He doesn't tell it. It's okay. It's I'm a great story. I'll, maybe I'll tell it on a later episode. But like okay, right now, pretend like, it isn't your boss. Well, just a random person. Yeah, okay. now that we've mentioned... Yo, you told... It, last episode, you told a story about pulling dental floss out of your asshole. But that's my asshole. Can... That's <laughs> a, uh, Nobody else's asshole is at stake in this. Right, right. But... <laughs> It was. It was, it was I'll, 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 I'll tell the story maybe <laughs> later, and I'll tell it to you guys after we stop recording. Oh, I don't, I don't, wow, man. Wow. I expected so hey, much more from you. If he doesn't want to be recorded, yeah, doesn't want to be recorded. Really legit. I, can respect that. I don't know. I mean, I guess I could tell it. Yeah, let's hear it. I mean, that's pure pressure next. <laughs> no, it's opposite. We're like, don't worry, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm the pressuring peer. Uh, I'm not going to do it right now. I'm sorry. Like, Just follow the hallway. Can I tell the story? Um. Well, let him tell if it, uh, if it yeah, happened whatever. to him. If you so want to tell me, it, Andrew. if you want to tell it. I'm very conflicted so because it's like podcast gold. Exactly. But on the other hand, uh, I mean, what is the worst case scenario? Exactly. Yeah, what? Like, what? The, what? Compared to pulling floss out of your asshole, I feel like this is a like a kid story. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's just sensitive for me because, like, it's my boss 
Andy's my friend. And I don't want to be, like, talking any kind of shit or, like, telling, you know. You've changed, Andrew. Have I changed? I don't know, though. You've changed. Uh, fine, I'll tell the story, whatever. Well, should we wait for Emma to come back? I think we should. It's a great story. Okay. <clears throat> it's it's a story. And it, I can tell it I can tell it with tact. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, sorry, exactly. Sorry I, I think for it's, my hesitation. Yeah, I, I always, that, hey, well, don't that weirded me out. That weirded me out, man. What right. I wanted to bring up is like Andrew's walking around in fucking Nikes in the snow. That's insane. I had a friend in undergrad who wore. That's so fucking crazy, man! How is that happening? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He's got <laughs> fucking shoes on. That was startling. To say <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, who wore Converse low tops Ugh. for like all three years? Like he graduated in three years, but he wore them the entire time. Wow! In the winter, the same pair. Yeah. That's impressive. Or maybe not this. No, maybe not the same pair. But like he wore sneakers the entire winter, and at uh. least for the first two years, it was these Converse. Speaking of Converse, did, have I left a pair of like leather no, Converse high tops at any one of your houses? <clears throat> where did they go? Where Probably did they go? Same place where your sunglasses went. <sighs> no, I know exactly what happened to those. Yeah, you lost them masturbating. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I did. <laughs> I didn't lose them. Well. I set them down because how are you supposed to jack off with sunglasses on? And uh, where was this again? This was in <laughs> this was in the bathroom of my workplace. <laughs> I got there early, and like usually I'll do that before I go to work, but I didn't, and then I got to work early, so I was like, okay, well here's the perfect opportunity to just like you know relax. I don't know about you, but I like to do it in order to get ready for my day it's like having a shower brushing my teeth and jacking off like that's how i get ready for the day so that i'm not just like a really uptight shithead it relaxes me it puts me on a different level no nobody else does that no not as like a daily morning routine yeah i do it when i wake up and i do it before i go to sleep i do it whenever i feel like it well, yeah, Same. that too, but like it's kind of just like... Uh, Except behind mailboxes, that would be a little bit harder <laughs> for me, but otherwise... <laughs> behind a mailbox, that's impressive, man. I'm, I'm I, don't know, pretty... I don't even know why that came up. <laughs> In retrospect, I was kind of like... I think it was just to, like, to, just to see if I could, you know? And you couldn't. No, I couldn't. Evan, it are was, you leaving for too... the story? Yeah, he can talk. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... A guy that I know, uh, that, you know, I, I sort of work for, um, uh, I feel so uncomfortable telling this story right now, but anyway. You don't have to, you really don't have to. You really don't have to. I have to. (laughs) Um, basically, he's like, yo, I have an appointment with an escort at 10.30 tonight, and he tells me this, like, the day before, or earlier that day. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Uh, and, and then we just, uh, it goes from there. And like later that day I meet up with him and he's like, um, he's just hanging out around. Like I, he's a guy who I do painting work for, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's just like hanging out, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, <laughs> he, he's like, do you want to go to uh, our friend's bar? Like, we're just going to go hang out. And then so we, we end up going to this place, and he's like, 
Oh my god, I forgot about the appointment that I had with my escort. Oh shit. Uh, what am I gonna do? And then uh, and he's like, I, I don't want to go. Do you want to go? You can go have sex with this escort right now. I mean, you mean have spend time with this escort. <laughs> I mean, if sex happens, that's, you know, between two consenting adults. And, yeah, that's how they phrase it on the website, right? And I'm like, um... I'm not going to do it. It's too weird. It's it's uh, this is too strange. And I, I the reason I don't want to tell this story is because I can't set up the context. I can't set I can't, you know, set the tone and I I don't want to like uh, Anyway, I was put in the position of having sex with a prostitute. That's the bottom line. And I couldn't do it. And that's fair. I feel like that's like whatever. That's Can you allude to the tone that you were unable to set? Uh It's not about Good tone. Reason. It's just about like the things I would normally do in a uh, s- uh, storytelling fashion, because I don't know, it's Imitations illegal. And I'm not such. gonna. I don't want to throw yeah. anybody under the bus. No, it's not illegal. I mean, yeah, it is. Hiring an escort is completely. Legal. I guess it is legal, but like, I don't know. Like, I'm all tripped up right now about like this and that, and like. It's cool. You can just yeah. discuss later. I'll tell That's you. Totally I'll cool. tell you later. I don't want to. I, I feel very uncomfortable talking this on the podcast. Like, I, as much as I would love to, like, I don't know. Sorry to let you guys dies down, everybody. No, but. no it's okay. It's I don't totally think okay. I would have sex with a prostitute either. I don't and, think I would either. At the end of the day, that's the essence of the story, and so I don't actually think it's a great story to tell. You know? I just think it's like an interesting situation to find yourself in when your boss is <laughs> like, "Do you want to have sex with this escort?" Yeah, and I'm like. I answered a Craigslist ad a while ago. I didn't think it would ever come to this. Wait, you did? <laughs> well, that's how I got to know my employer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. I answered a Craigslist ad once. Um, I was totally broke between jobs. And so I was like trolling Craigslist, going through the like, I am not a busty college student. God damn it. Like, none of these ads are for me. And uh, one was... Um, Looking for thin, um, thin athletic boys. Yeah, that's exactly it. It wasn't thin athletic boys, but it was like thin males to model athletic clothing. I was like, I'm thin. I can wear athletic clothing. I'm poor, and uh, so I answered it. Like, okay, well, yeah, just send uh, send your photos to like this website. And I looked at the website. It seemed pretty legit. So like, I got my roommate to take some photos of just me standing. And, uh, <laughs> in athletic clothing. Where were you standing? Uh, in my living room. <laughs> Naked? No. Oh. No. And, um, so, and the reply I got was, the, the, like, there wasn't any, like, pretending, like, there wasn't any lead up. It was just, like, the next thing that I got was, okay, so, I will pay you $250 if I can suck your toes. So. That escalated quickly. Yeah. Uh, and I said, okay, no, not interested. And then the next one I got back was, I'll pay you $500 if you fuck me in the ass. It's like, uh, no. This is all coming full circle. An indecent proposal. Yeah. <laughs> what is your well, price, Evan? Um, well, I guess I, I didn't want to do it for 500 bucks, but... Um, My ex-boyfriend th- had crust punk friends who, like... Or this one crust punk friend who had these other crust punk friends, and they were like really broke at one point, and at one and they like were living in 
some small town in Missouri, and they like basically. And I, I, I would not be able to do this. I would be curious if you guys would be able to do this. But this does go back to our previous conversation about fetishes and stuff. They found this guy who would pay them. Um, it was like a group of dudes, and this guy would pay them uh, like five hundred dollars a session to um, basically like he would show up at their apartment or maybe they'd go to his no I think they, he'd show up at their apartment and it was kind of the slave thing but he'd get completely naked and they'd have to like order him around and then like use him as a table wow. like yeah and like just really really degrade him for a couple of hours and then he'd pay them $500 and they did it for a while and like I understand that you know I've been I've been pretty broke I haven't been like crazy broke like I've been not broke enough to have to consider doing something like that mm. but I, I I don't know that that's something that I could do ever like see it, yeah. it's the degrading another person like thing that theory? I just couldn't do as and like he was yeah. paying me, them you know yeah. like he obviously well, wanted and, it but yeah because you can argue that like oh he loved it but I don't think I, could. I just couldn't do that I don't no. think I could do it either because I could do it <laughs> no you couldn't <laughs> I'm just kidding Maybe, no but it, it just sounds like super easy work obviously right they were like but really then like if you it, actually but... picture yourself like in the living room with i could maybe do it with somebody i knew really well sitting no. on the back oh. of someone i don't know no not even no but like if know. if i knew them really well and like uh i don't know like i think if i knew them really well it'd be even it'd be weirder worse. yeah, yeah. You, so you're talking harder. about treating someone that you know really well as a slave or like as a no no but it's not like i'm treating them like a slave it's like i'm treating them like a slave and they like it a lot yeah, but how could your relationship with them go on Andrew, normally okay. after that? I, but it's a fantasy. I come up to you tomorrow. I say, Andrew, listen. I've never told you this before, but I really, really want you to use me as a table. Naked. And you'll pay me five hundred dollars. Yeah. I think naked is also. I important. could do that. No, you wouldn't fucking do I it. Could, sure. And like spit on him and stuff. If he wanted me to, yeah, sure. Really. I yeah. think we could maintain the same level of friendship that we have now. I think it would we would grow even closer. <laughs> I don't know if we can get any closer, Andrew. Admirable, uh, but I thanks. don't know. I appreciate that. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I. I don't know. I think. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't that. be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to do it at all. I don't know. Even to no, the but it's, yeah, it's, that's it's, the thing. It's it's different if you're like already in a in a sexual relationship with somebody, and yeah, then you get into totally like different. the like spit in my mouth kind of thing. That's cool. Like totally, I will. Go maybe it's because I'm an actor and I can just like take on the role. I guess. Yeah, I guess maybe you can pretend like you can not pretend, but you know. But what that's mean, what like, it would embody. be to me. Is like, oh, I'm playing a scene right now. It's like yeah. you get off on this, and like, oh, I'm just like gonna act like this, and it's a, it's a scene. It's you'd like, willing have to, you guys ever? Be willing to be in the a pawn in in like somebody else's weird sexual desire, even if it made you uncomfortable. Uh, Are you yeah. saying that it wouldn't make you uncomfortable? No, you'd be able. To, yeah, that's. I mean, no, and like you know, that's fine because obviously but the, re- okay, the reason I the reason I say I, I would have to coming from okay, you can but here's, separate from here's that the here's bit. the reason yeah. I say like I would have to know them really well because if it was a stranger, I like wouldn't know them, and I, we wouldn't like be comfortable with each other as people to like say like Engaging, oh this is yeah. too crazy blah 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 like the communication wouldn't be that good if it was a stranger, you know, and so like if it was somebody I knew really well and it'd be like we we could pause the scene and just like, no, don't do it like that. Do it like this. And yeah. It's like, but I, th- I think that's like, I the think though that if it's, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I, I think though that if it's somebody who's paying for this, it would probably be a very similar thing in terms of like, I mean, maybe not if it's like a completely submissive thing, they don't want to like talk yeah. to you, but still 
it could still be the same kind of thing. Like, no, I'm paying you 500 bucks. Like, I want you to put your feet on my back while I'm pretending to be the table. Like, yeah. don't do, you know, like, I feel like they would be, it wouldn't be that different friend versus stranger specifically in that aspect. It's still just weird. Okay, so what What then? I think stranger I will, would be I easier. I pose this question Except for when you to all of you. Run into them. But you first, Andrew. <laughs> what is the weirdest um, sexual request you've received from somebody? I haven't gotten anything that weird. It's Nobody's like, dropped a weird, a weird one on you? No, I mean, it's like put a finger in my butt, you know, like choke me. I don't know. Nothing that crazy. Right. Not actually, just like light choking. <laughs> yeah. But okay. like, okay. I don't know. I, I have been in that situation where like, you know, we're having sex and it, it comes up like, what do you like? Like, what do you yeah, want yeah, me to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. I'll do anything. And it's like, that's all it is really. It's like, just, I don't know. Be that's rough, funny though, like, that like, that like light choking and finger in the butt is like kind of like on par, you know, it's like, yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Well, they're that's both kind of, kind of like just simple physical actions one yeah. can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not I wish too all hard. the podcast listeners yeah. could see the hand gestures. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, have you guys ever gotten any like really weird like? Well, that's like that's what I was trying to signal to you before. Um, You're oh, like that's this. that's what, what the sign yeah. language was. Okay, well, but I also feel like a lot of people aren't really upfront with their dark sexual requests well, with themselves more than anybody. Sure, I want to see where this is going though because I was well, waiting for this sign uh, language to become apparent. So. I, yeah, so I, I had gone through a rough breakup like a year and a half ago, and I, I moved back home, and um, my friends suggested that I try OkCupid. Okay, <gasps> okay. And like, I was like, well, fine, whatever. And I, I went on some OkCupid dates, and one of them... I haven't been able to go on any OkCupid dates. Nobody answers my messages. OkCupid is horrific. It's, it's a horrific, it's terrifying terrible. landscape. I will never return to it. Um but at the time, I was kind of in a, a reckless state of abandon, and I attempted some OkCupid dating. And I, yeah, I went on, to, to make a very long story short, I went on an OkCupid date with a man who, um, like, red flag number one was in an open engagement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Why is That's that a red flag? One. Like, uh, yeah, but fine. You know, but I, I clearly I didn't take it as one. Sure. Um, and we went on this date, and... Like, really not very long into this date, he made it clear that what he was looking for, I think you mentioned this before, Evan, was a um, a submissive, like, like full on. Like, not just during sex, but, like, all the time. You Whoa. being the submissive person? Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Uh, and he was looking for that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> he was looking for that. And at the moment when I realized I had to leave the date, was we'd been talking for a while and I was I like what was the OkCupid like messaging well the chat OkCupid up messaging until this had point been like because very... it takes a certain amount to uh, uh, takes like get somebody to agree to meet you I think right well it had been like pretty normal chatting for a like, while you like Game of Thrones I like Game of right, Thrones right exactly <laughs> like you know can I also ask just like how old was this guy what was his uh, yeah he was so he was he was thirty. Um, which he also did not disclose to me until we went on the date. At the time, I like have to emphasize that this is not a thing that I would like redo now. I was sure. in a, like a very specific state of mind, self-destructive, self-destructive, little... very yeah, yeah. self-destructive, and also very much kind of like I I had been in a relationship for a very long time, and I had this kind of stupid like seize the day, like I must acquire. <laughs> 
terrible dating story. <laughs> yeah. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For my novel. So I was like, I was for like, my <laughs> memoir. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So I was like, I was kind of actively seeking out <laughs> stupid experiences, but this one really kind of like took the cake because, yeah, it had been like fine. <laughs> and and you kind of got what you wanted, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and like, you know, obvious, obvious online dating cliche. Like he shows up and like looks nothing like the picture. Oh, no. Not nothing. Like it was obviously a picture of him, but like, you know, hair and Not in the 50 light. pounds ago yeah and whatever that's fine but you know at, <laughs> but like, I like that's 50 a lot pounds of is like yeah. a measure, a measure of, time. of time yeah, yeah. <laughs> 50 pounds ago but um like so whatever this date's kind of going and, and he starts to like introduce this and I'm, at this point, I'm still kind of thinking like, oh, this is going to make a fun story to tell someone later. And so I'm right. kind of like, okay, sure. Like, this is interesting. Tell me more. And then he like leans in kind of romantically. And I can't believe I'm telling this story on a podcast. But this is what it's all about. Yeah. Um, and and like like by romantically, I mean like like this close to my face. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody listening, right. her, her very, hand was like very half close inch away from to her, my from face. face. And says, um, basically listen if you and i are going to be seeing each other this and then for all our listeners back home he traced with his finger in the air a triangle over the area from which i pee the genital region (laughs) yeah okay this (laughs) he made a triangle belongs to me no (laughs) no fucking way holy shit no way this belongs to me like triangle and i was like, I have to I'm use sorry. that line. like i have to like you know go pick Don't. up every friend i've ever had from the airport right now <laughs> peaced out immediately but uh, yeah that happened so that's God. the weirdest sexual request i think oh I've ever my God. i'm kind of curious you, what no, did you, you say get out of right it? immediately yeah, right immediately that? i said ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then i said sorry i'll be right back i have to pee and then i got up and um like went to the away. bathroom and sort of like tried to wash my hands and they wouldn't get clean and then i like, <laughs> Never be clean. Yeah. Never be clean. What you should have done I, is like, say fine, and then grab his balls and be like, "But these belong to me." <laughs> so I wish that you know the surrogate in Arrested Development. Yeah. I wish that I could send Andrew on dates as my surrogate. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that so Wait, so hard. how did you get out of this fucking situation? So, like, I actually... Was it a restaurant or... Like? It, was a, it was a bar. Uh, it was a bar. Oh, and this is... Where the were part. you? I, um, just to make matters worse, he, like, he... Pianos? No. Oh. Uh, but this is worse. So, yeah, he was 30 but looked about 50. Um, but... Oh, no. he, yeah. Um... But just to make matters worse, when he told me about the bar where he wanted to meet, he gave me the address and not the name, and I showed up, and the bar was called Lolita, and I'm not oh, kidding. No, yeah. no, no, oh, no. shit. <laughs> was he an English teacher? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh, also, to make matters worse, like, the one thing that I had been kind of enjoying with the, like, weird dates of OkCupid was, like, I was in New York, which is enormous, so this kind of, like, relative anonymity. He happened to be taking a 25-person coding class with one of my best friends from high school. So she, like... <laughs> which no. R- Ruthie? So he had to just, like, see her, and she knew the whole story for months oh, after. And were they, like, group partners or something? Yeah, yeah. They, like, had to work together on all these projects. Oh, no. But, Did um, he know that she knew you? Was he a good yeah, that, partner? Yeah, that came out earlier in the date before I knew exactly oh, what was no. going to happen. Oh, no. Um, but... 
Yeah, and then I, you know, I, I went to, to pee and sort of stared at myself in the mirror and hated everything. And then, <laughs> and then I came back and said, I'm so sorry, I have to go. And then I, the only good thing that I did, I mean, maybe this isn't really a good thing, but I told the bartender that he had ordered me two shots and took them and left. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. That's the perfect ending of that story. Wait, what? He... I just stole two shots from this person who did not order me two shots. I was like, oh, yeah, like, can you, they're on, they're on his tab. Oh, I feel shit. like I'd need more than fucking two shots after that. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it was wow. uh, horrible. So that's oh, my no. favorite sexual request. Claire. The, tr- the air Honestly, triangle. I have had nothing that strange. This belongs really? to me. Mm-hmm. Huh. The thing about that, though, is like, He's on OK Cupid. He's probably going on a lot of dates and mm. probably trying out that line a lot. I mean, the thing is that, like, you know, to be fair to this dude, what he was looking for in his life was someone who would be really into that phrase, you know? Right, right. So, whatever, put it all out there. It wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, like, man. is he a weirdo or is he just a guy with his own desires? No, no, I met him. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck well, Evan, what about yeah, you? Yeah, how about you? Um, You're the one who asked the question. Yeah. So. No, no, that's Enough the thing. Like, <laughs> this whole time I've been trying to think. Like the, the, the weirdest thing that I ever had was um, uh, a girl, while we were having sex, asked me to punch her in the face. Whoa. That's a little weird. That's not that weird. It's not that weird, it's but it's not like, that weird, but it's weird for like a thing to happen to a well, no, it, actually, it, it, yeah. guy it, sitting because, right across from because <laughs> it was Because it was during, it was like. I don't know. It was like this Did weird you know each other moment. very well? No. Oh, okay. No, no it's not weird, at all. Yeah. Not at all. And but um, like that—that's a dangerous one because like if you ask a dude to punch you in the face, you might. Get <laughs> no, it, and it was like I don't know. Maybe she injured. was on the same kind of like self-destructive. Like I don't know. Maybe oh, she just God. got out of a relationship. Who knows? I'm just I'm just making all this shit up. But she asked me to punch her in the face. She's like, yeah, just fucking punch me, punch me. I was just like, um, uh, uh, and it it didn't it didn't turn out too well because I I couldn't fucking punch this girl in the face as I'm having sex with her. Yeah. So I like I don't know. I slapped her and she's like, no, don't slap me. Fucking punch me. I was like, I can't punch you in the face. And then it just kind of like fizzled into that weird like you realize that like you're not turned on anymore and by you not being turned on like there's yeah. no way you can allow like help the other person into being turned on because you're not fulfilling their I feel like sexual... I've been I've been the weird requester more than I've had <laughs> <laughs> Here it is What are the requests? <laughs> I mean, it's not that crazy, but like stick a finger in my butt? No, nothing with my Take asshole. Take a dump on my face. My Pull ass floss through my asshole. My ass is more floss of like a utilitarian just like plumbing issue more than any more than anything sexual okay um, but <laughs> when it's on the situation when it, when it comes when it comes to uh so, like okay whenever it comes to my ears <laughs> um, maybe i'm like haruki murakami that way yeah like, yeah he loves the i don't ears. like other girls ears that's where it's different i guess but like if if ever like a girl like bites my ear uh-huh. or like sucks on my ear, uh-huh. it's like I get oh, it's chi- an erogenous. Joke. I get yeah, I get I get chills down my it's spine. Yeah. It's an erogenous. It's an erogenous. I'm like, what can you say? <laughs> all of a sudden, like 
anytime yeah. anytime somebody somebody fucks with my ear with their mouth. No, I find that that yeah. if someone's kind yeah. of fucking with your ear with their mouth and then they exhale the breath, the breath. yeah the kind breath. of like a and then, yeah, and then it's really, actually, it's, I thought that was like just my trick for a long time and I realized no I think everybody's got it it's, it's, like the, got it. no, it's, it's weird how like like a little tongue I was like I've got a because you find it by thing. accident because yeah. it happens to you yeah. Yeah. and then it, and like, it's like it's like a tongue on the ear and then all of a sudden the base of my spine is all tingling like what the fuck is going on right now oh my god I like it when someone talks into my cheek that does the same thing to me I'm a yeah. collarbone kind of guy. So, so the, the like the weird request, which isn't even that weird. I was just like, I was like, bite my ear. Okay, and that's not she, weird at all. She bites my ear, but then I'm like, bite it harder, and then I'm like, bite it harder. <laughs> Take harder, it off. Harder, harder, harder. <laughs> until I couldn't. Take I, it until I couldn't off. even. Right until now. she was like literally about to bite my ear off. <laughs> like like Tyson How well did she draw blood? Yes. No way. And I had a scab on my ear. Oh, no day. way. That's amazing. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Bravo, yeah. man. So I was like, oh, yeah. And I, I felt it the next day. It was all flay. I had like the scab fun. And yeah, it was like, I had sex last night. <laughs> yeah. no, and I, I, I got scabs on my it. ears. <laughs> yeah. And then I texted like, man, my ear is so fucked up right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my so. ear's so sore and I couldn't remember why. It, I had that moment where I was like, why the fuck is my ear hurting? right?" I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> My friend, my friend used to date very briefly, but dated a girl whose thing was giving like the most enormous hickeys I've ever seen. Whoa. Like enormous, like, like actually like he showed up one time to, to like, I don't know, we were meeting to eat something or something and he was wearing this like stupid fucking bandana around <laughs> his neck. And I was like, really? And then he pulled it down and he had a hickey that was like if you take your hands and you go like this with them <laughs> just like in a normal way like that is the size Whoa. of the hickey I'm not kidding there's no way yeah. she have like a huge mouth no I met her she had a pretty <laughs> advertised mouth like she mm. had it must have been like six hickeys <laughs> yeah but I, I don't even know she like summoned the forces of time <laughs> I don't know I like sucking on necks yeah I like, no. I like that just action like but I've guy. never you know as that, much as the next guy it was enormous like it was like did you have sex with her or like a lioness I don't know. See, I try not to suck on necks. I'm a little self-conscious about neck sucking. But I do it. I do it though. But I feel like I don't do it enough to actually like break blood vessels. Yeah, I feel like to make an actually serious hickey. Like I feel like there are like you know like twelve-hour hickeys where it's kind of like a darker spot. Yeah. But like to make. Here's the thing though. I gave myself a hickey once. Spent like twenty minutes on that. I never noticed. Well, one time when I was a kid, I stuck a vacuum cleaner to my forehead. (laughs) You know how you can take like the front off Uh and just have the hose. I was Uh like, "What will this do?" Once I like a minute later, I like chewed on my arm. Perfectly circled. Oh yeah. I was like, (laughs) "Yeah." And I was like, "Dad, what happened to my arm?" He's like, "You gave yourself a hickey. (laughs) That's weird. This isn't the usual context." My friend used to give herself hickeys all over her arm. And someone like had to ask her if she was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are your parents hurting you? Yeah. She was just giving herself hickeys. I, I never, I never I had noticed the... getting them, but I just you wake up the next day and it's like, oh, oh, well, I guess that's cool. But yeah. Okay, actually, one of the worst hickeys that I had was during House of Blue Leaves, and my Whoa. dad was visiting. Oh god. And I remember Annie McKay giving me so much shit backstage for it, and I was like, luckily in no a last spot names. with like a trillion <laughs> things of makeup, you know. Yeah. So it's like. um but not just annie like rachel and everybody else um yeah Yeah. i remember my it was and it was early was it early may no it was late i don't know when it was was crazy like it was early june 
I think he's always like a like a early on in seeing someone thing. I don't know. I feel like with myself Not and always, everyone, but I know, more often. Yeah, like I feel like hickeys happen. Like if you're if you're if if someone's seeing you for a while, like hickeys happen in the beginning, yeah, way more than later. Definitely. It's that like just passion of just like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want to put I all want of you to in consume my mouth. You. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been a hickey giver or taker. I don't know. It doesn't really come up. In I've my given life them, but without. Knowing that I was giving them, yeah, that's right. the thing. I, I never noticed. I'm just I'm like, never, like oh, about oh, to give okay. One time, Sorry. I jokingly gave someone a hickey, like a horrifying, <laughs> hickey. like not as large as you said, but you know, if you put like two toonies together, <laughs> and um, uh, we have totally assimilated you. <laughs> Thank you. God, this is like the, America to Canada. I was consciously trying to no. put it in language that you would understand. <laughs> It could have been the size of half of a dollar bill. Anything. Yeah, come on. Anything else. No, that's not the it's same. It's okay. She's I ours know. now. I She's know. ours. It was about the same size as about a fifth of a dollar bill. <laughs> I, take, I still think that's better than two toonies to Okay, no. It's because I'm explaining it to them how they Okay, yes, yeah, so they can understand. We Canadians okay. need to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Canada. Do you understand that size? Two, uh, two loonies. <laughs> it's what? like a loony, but it's two. It's yeah. a two toonie. It's a toonie. <laughs> anyway, the point is not how big it Get was, it? but just how, two silver dollars. how, how like, about that? deep it was. Because it was like, not just dark. It was like a dark, dark. Burgundy. Yeah. It dark looked, burgundy. It looked like I had right. punched him in the throat. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was Whoa. so, so dark purple. And it, like I said, it was pretty much like 90% a joke. You know, but obviously, like, was a little. (laughs) Yeah, because obviously, you're not sucking on someone's neck for no reason. Good point. Good point. (laughs) But like the the aim of this hickey was to make it. Not just like, hey, Evan, come suck on my neck. (laughs) (laughs) But the the worst part, the worst part was that it like (laughs) turned yellow. Oh no! (laughs) Like seeing this kid over the next week, and he thought it was funny. He was like. Oh, my friends are giving me a lot of shit. Like, I'm trying to wear scarves. It's like, you know what, though? I like, was mortified because I knew his friends, too. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Hickeys are a, a weird realm of, like, you're you're embarrassed because you have it, but at the same time, it's almost like a badge of honor. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, I it's got like, laid. You yeah. gotta, like, or you, you might gotta, think I got laid, yeah. even if we just necked. I think yeah, you gotta, exactly. like, pretend that... Somebody likes me enough to be close enough to give me a hickey. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I think that I'm people so put despicable. a lot of, like, theatricals into pretending to be embarrassed. Because, like, you are embarrassed a little bit, but, like, I remember in... Right when I got to McGill, like, at Frosh, <laughs> in my Frosh group, there was this girl who, like, was... Like, clearly, like, I don't know, she's kind of the the cliche of, like, someone who's, like, who gets to college and is, like, very excited about (laughs) starting sex. Yeah. And she's, this is it! Yeah. Here we go! She, like, hooked up with our frosh leader, like, one or two nights in. And the next day, though, she had, like, a bunch of hickeys, but, like, the whole day she kept, like, pushing her hair to one side to make sure everyone could Uh see her. And uh-huh. she like draws circles yeah, around she, them like, and like, she gives them like, a name. Sit, kind yeah. of, like neck tilted, like hickeys out in the open, and like as, as to attract ridic- more hickeys. Right. Well, but as ridiculous as that was, I kind of felt like you know what? Kudos to you. Like you're you're fucking you're the college. Yeah, thing. you're you're yeah. not pretending like so many people. But it's like, like, oh, I'm so embarrassed to be hickey, but like, because <laughs> yeah. we don't have sex. We don't right. have sex. We don't she have was, sex. She yeah. was like yeah. proud of it and fine. That's whatever. dope. Like, 
I yeah. don't know. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I've always been kind of grateful that I've always been a scarf wearer. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So you don't have to pretend. Yeah. It's like, this is another scarf. Any other day. Yeah. My old roommate never wore scarves. So every now and then she'd come in with a scarf and we'd know immediately <laughs> what was that. Yeah. Uh, so did um, you lived in res, right? Yeah. Did you live in a room uh, where you shared a room with somebody else? I did, yeah. Like no walls or anything like that? No. Christ. No walls. So... See, this is the thing. Like, I, I, I never did that, and I feel like I'm glad that I never did that in kind of a way. But at the same time, it's like this this dream. Like, you go to college, you get like you share your dorm with somebody else. You put the scrunchie on the door if somebody's coming in. So, like, what was that experience like for you? Like, did you have well, sex honestly, in a room where like somebody could have some been guys in the, the other cot? Like, like <laughs> no, and like, like to be completely honest, neither my roommate nor I really got around that much in first year and like nothing ever happened in our room. We like agreed ahead of time. Like, um, like if you're going to hook up with somebody, put a hair tie on the door. Right. Yeah. Like something like that. Like it never happened. Oh, so you had the agreement, but it never played out. Yeah. Okay. So like I never had to come back to my room with a dude in there. Huh? But I heard some horror stories. Did you just go people to people having sex? Yeah, like straight up while the roommate was in there, and like knowing that they weren't asleep. Oh God! Yeah. You know, like not just like. But see, that I think gets they're asleep. That, let's fuck. But that's just almost like, like a little they bit. They just of like got an ex- into bed. Exploration let's have sex. into sexuality. It's just like you ever see okay, that movie you know, Stuck on You? No. With yeah. Matt, <laughs> with Matt Damon, there are conjoined twins, and one of them's getting laid while the other one is like under what? the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> that's like one of the stupidest movies. I've ever it's seen. horrible, but yeah. I was like, oh my God, that I would be a funny situation. Yeah. No, but think about it. It's like Greg like, Kinnear or something. If you are, it's like the other guy. <laughs> it is Greg Kinnear. <laughs> the most Greg sad middle-aged men of all sad yeah. middle-aged men. No, I I remember like back when TLC was the Learning Channel. I remember watching little like. Um, back like, in the day. Yeah, back in the day, old fucking kids. And now it's but reality like, TV. Yeah, yeah, but I remember seeing these things where it was like um, little like television documentaries about Siamese twins. And like Siamese twins, one of the twins gets a boyfriend. Oh, is and it it's those just girls? Like, yeah, it's yeah, the, the two that. girls. And yeah. like they, they basically share the same body. But they have two different brains. And like Do one you know of the, the girls has a boyfriend. Do you know the nature in which they were Siamese? Like, what were their bodies like? I think yeah. it's I like think they both they had their own. Everything they except for the head. Yeah, I think they I they shared like the same each of vagina. them had a leg. They both had an arm, and then they just had like sort of two heads. But then like yeah. a big, I don't know how many tits they had. They had two. <laughs> 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 they had two. It's an important distinction. But know. no, like uh, what, okay, so the I totally understand that. Like, those of you listening, if you're if you're know, a maybe Siamese it's four, twin, maybe it's two, maybe it's three. I don't know. No, it's, it was two. It was two. And if you're a Siamese twin, like okay, you want to have your boyfriend. You don't want your sister to share your boyfriend. So like, she'll shut her eyes and blah blah blah. But like, the guy in that situation. But also, could the other sister feel things? I think so. I feel. I thought it was. I thought it was sort of split down the half. Like, like the one arm was the one. What? End. So she only feels like the left hand side of the vagina. Yeah, and so they had to sort. Of, <laughs> wait, I don't know how that. It's like mm, I don't know. Stick a piece really of paper sense. in the right hand side. I don't know. I don't. Know. You'd have to ask them. But let's like maybe one of them. And so like I'm torn between like. Oh my god! This is like the most like genuinely like amazing human being to be like a guy who's like I'm in love with this head. And just like fuck with the sister things, 
It's like or I, I get along maybe with the it, sister. He's but. just like totally fetishizing <laughs> the the Siamese thing. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I read a, um, I think that would be kind of awesome. on Reddit about a guy with two dicks. What? Oh, I read that too. Double dick dude. Yeah, double dick double dude. Double dick dude. Where's the other dick? I saw the picture. The He's picture got both. interesting. Yeah. yeah. In you know what? Well, and both other, dicks are pretty good. Yeah, like, that was both shocking. Of the Wait, are they, are, really are they side by side? They're side yeah, by side. Yeah, they're just doing this. They're doing what? Uh, imagine like a peace sign. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wings. He's yeah. got two dicks, and like when I when I first started reading it, I hadn't looked at the pictures, There's and I was like, I imagine like your your if you have two dicks, both of them are going to be like, I don't know, small, but no, they're like fairly decent both, sized penises. Yeah. both of them worked, and both of them could get off at different times. Do Which they have different crazy. balls, or did they share? Balls? No, they shared the sack. Okay, but well. what 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 he was saying is that like. Yeah, listen, like I'm a I'm a bisexual dude. Like I've had a lot of threesomes. But how does that work in terms like, of like ejaculation? Speaking one of. comes, the left one came before the right one. All the time. every time, every time. Because wow. there's women with double vaginas too. But with women with double vaginas, apparently, like it's pretty clear. There's like one that DV. <laughs> DV. <laughs> yeah, there's one one of the DVs, one of the SVs, uh, like is like pleasurable to have sex with and the other one is not the other one is just there for yeah. peeing and yeah. giving birth no no, no but like but <laughs> Andrew you don't pee out of your vagina <laughs> where do true. you pee from your urethra. urethra that's sort of in the vagina you got a lot to learn my friend I've never I, it's okay you haven't peed out you never explored I've never peed hole. out of one before I don't know <laughs> acceptable to not know okay sorry I keep where does the pee come out of I don't even the, know the urethra, urethra dude oh of course naturally <laughs> Come on, man. What? You know the pee hole's a different hole, right? Yes, I know they're a different <laughs> hole, but I feel like they're kind of in the same area. No? Well, they're in the same yeah, spot, yeah. yeah no, we can't have our eyes, man. You don't even know. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Ears are special for everyone. <laughs> wow. Next I time I see you, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to hug you. I'm just going to tickle your ear. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have like an wait, ear do you, spot. Do you, okay, do you pee out of the same place that you? Um, you pee out of a place that you do nothing else out of. But what about like, like squirting? No, no that no. is the um, the 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 the. Oh, it's a gland. Um, the I don't know the name of it. In any case, no. no like the the place where you pee out of literally serves no other function but peeing, squirting, anything Shit. sexual. Ever. Where is it? It's just there. What the squirt gland? Yeah. No, the pee. It's a oh. the pee hole. It's a the pee hole is like on like it's just there. I don't I don't know how to explain it. But okay. like okay, you have the uh... so you've got the vagina. Yeah. You've got the 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 clitoris is right on top, and like the pee hole, the urethra is like kind of underneath. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And then you've got the vagina. Everything outer else labia, happening underneath. Inner labia. Yeah. And, right. and when you're talking like so there's a little there's cetera, a little hole that's, that's like down there. yeah yeah pretty much okay it's like a little keyhole can yeah. you it's like a key can you can you fuck with the pee hole or is it like <laughs> no. off limits <laughs> i mean i don't know like i've never heard of that like i feel like there, if there is a second hole people would take no, advantage but i don't of think it. this is like an enterable no hole it's not enterable at all it's like it's like like if someone tried to have sex with a girl in her ear piercing <laughs> exactly it's oh, it's that okay. small it's yeah, that small that's the size we're talking what about a micro penis 
No, 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 the skeins and then change it. Wait, what? every like every like picture icon of anything on my computer to a picture of a micro penis, and to change all of my favorite pages to the Wikipedia entry on micro penises, <laughs> and that was not cool. I did not That's not cool as an act, but the, uh, I would just want to pour one out. For every single guy on the planet. Oh no, I have no issue with a micro penis. I only have an issue. Okay, with no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. What? Ideally, ideologically, you have no issue with a micro penis. Yeah. But here's like I don't know, maybe an unpopular opinion. Could you? I mean, part of being, I don't know. Let's use the word love. Let like part of being intimately involved with somebody. Yeah. Has a lot to do with sex. Yeah. Could you? The guy gives the best head ever. Like yeah. he's really good with his fingers. He always cuts his nails. <laughs> but he's got a micro penis. Or maybe he doesn't. Wait, he's always, he's got a micro penis. Could you do that? I'm gonna say that yes, I could. You could do it. Yeah. You could do it. Yeah. Awesome. That's really what? cool. Can I get a repeat of the question? The question was, could you do it with someone who was great sexually and otherwise in every other way, but had a micro penis? And like again, I may also be in a smaller camp. Because I, like, I have dated women in the past, and I'm not necessarily, like, exclusively about dudes. Right. And so, like, the penis in itself is not, like, necessarily the be-all, end-all of right, right, right. life. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. But no, Wait no, a no. second. <laughs> well played. Um, yeah, no, I... I've, Going on the record is saying like definitely not not a problem. Awesome, so there's hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the what were the um, the like, terms of this? The question like, was like so, dude is like great at sex and like gives like the best head ever. Like trims his nails, great with keeps his, his cuticles <laughs> in check. Yeah, um, but he has a micro penis. It's like how, how important is it? the dick? And is it really important? No, is it not important? My question is, what do you mean? Could you do it? Like, could you no, be with in, this could person be, for the rest you, of your life? Could you marry this person and be with them forever? Could he be your boyfriend? Could, yeah, that's a better yeah, question. Could he, be your, could he be your boyfriend? Yeah, sure. Yeah. What can I? I, I think that that's like a really funny like. But you would have to be good at those other things. Yeah, like I think that's, it's a that's funny like thing. ongoing like weird. Not just good, but really good. good. Really good, really good. But like, and I feel like that's a common thing. Like guys who have little penises oftentimes are better because well, yeah, and, you and, and I think the funny thing is that this idea that like having and it's like oh I got a like, fucking big, big hog I can just like fuck you with my hog oh <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah wait Andrew keep going with this <laughs> yeah. oh yeah oh, God, 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 here's right here I'm ready to go ass. somebody Start flick his ear he'll stop soon uh, <laughs> <laughs> that never <stopped>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like I don't understand where the idea that like you know you take this hard having having like a really big dick is more important than being good at sex. But some people like the big dick. No, there's no problem with having a big dick. <laughs> like if you have a big dick. Good point. <laughs> like no, but, but like. <laughs> some people do like the big I mean, dick. I wasn't saying that I loved micro penises, Andrew. <laughs> Just that, like the idea that there was like. I that, do. <laughs> 
you know, I don't know. It's like a little clit. It's like a boy <laughs> clit. <laughs> Sorry. We have really devolved. <laughs> no, this is what I was hoping we get into. This is. Can you separate is... the art from the artist? <laughs> Let's tell you about well, no, okay, boy Can clit. you separate the dick from the man? Maybe I have a problem with just like the, the idea of what <laughs> sex is not supposed to be, but like the, I don't know. If, if I were to, to bounce it back into my perspective, if I met somebody who was really great at head, they like gave great hand jobs and everything, but they didn't have a vagina. <laughs> like, so I, don't, I, I don't think I could do it. Or what if they had like a, like a massive vagina that was impo- impossible to have sex with? Well, that'd be great. You just put like a bunch of Play-Doh in it. Okay, here's the thing. I... I agree with Pretend you. I never said that. Wait, what? <laughs> never mind. The Play-Doh, the Play-Doh Shut move. Shut up. No, people do that all the time. No. Play-Doh's cave. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those allegories. You have him on the record and say that you just made the best. I'm not kidding. And check. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Like a double pun. <laughs> There's shadows on the walls. Anyways. Okay, no, I was I was just gonna say that like I agree that the penis is not the end all be all. Damn it. However <laughs> Also I agree, like this this person with this hypothetical person with the micro penis could be my boyfriend, but also, I feel like, while it's not the end-all be-all, part of the appeal of having sex with the dude is the penis. No, of course, of course. And, like, but I just mean, like, to the point where, like, this would maybe be a deal-breaker for me. Like, I, I would I would rather be... I don't mean overall, because I feel like if I were to, like, long-term, like, if I were going to, like, marry a woman, then right. that would have, like, other bonuses and, like, other benefits and, like... I guess yes, a guy with a micro penis could be the same like, kind of thing. Like you could wear like a really big strap on. No, but like I, I kind of feel like if I were going to marry a woman, it would have its other appeals that would involve that person being a woman. Right. Whereas like right. if this person is a man and yeah, they're really good at head, like that's great. But I feel like if I were going to be with this person for like years and years, I would like them to be good at head and also good at other sex. Yeah, I don't. That's I don't know. I don't. I like. I understand that, but I don't know. I mean, I guess I. I haven't had the experience of like being faced with like a, a dude with a micro penis before, so I guess I don't really understand exactly. What that See, like. I was I was hanging out but with some with some people two weeks ago, and you know what? I don't were, think I could do it. No, yeah, I know, and it, it's <laughs> fucking weird. And like, I was here. I was the only guy in this For room bit, of yes. girls. And they were all talking, like, we were all drunk, and they were, like, giggling about their own sexual experiences. And they started talking about, like, yeah, is it this guy who was so small? And, like, ha, ha, ha. It was just, like, that, that's fucking horrible. Like, how? Like, like no okay. wonder guys are so self-conscious no, about but- the size of their dick. Because, like, truly, girls, like, their worst nightmare is that girls sit around in a room together and talk about how small guys' dicks yeah, are. Yeah, but okay. And they actually do do that. I not experienced like- it, and it's so horrible. Yeah, but not to, like, rain on your parade parade uh but to rain on your parade for a second i always think that's really funny because guys like fuck fucking freak out about being judged by women for the size of their dicks um but 
women freak out about being judged by guys for like literally every single thing about the way that they look. So yeah. it's like this one tiny experience that guys have that, that simulates the way that women feel vis-a-vis men in terms of their skin, their hair, their face, their eyes, right. their tits, their waist, their hips, their ass, every single part of their body all the time. And guys like freak out and get so upset about it. And it's like, really, it's like, okay, the one thing is like you're worried that men won't like the size of, that women won't like the size of your dick, but women are worried that men won't like head to toe. There's there's something that may be wrong with you head to toe. No, I don't. Well, truly, I I understand where you're coming from, but like the 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 penis size thing is just like the I don't know the like the all-consuming thing that we think about. But at the same time, I think that we're also judged on our our body shape. Like, no, of course, I of wish course. that I had you know bigger pectoral muscles i wish my thighs were a little thicker you know like no, i think I'm that people judge me on that as well that, of course but i just mean that like i just think it's funny that the only experience that a lot of guys have of like extreme and crippling body consciousness <laughs> yeah, is penis size yeah. and like not that they shouldn't you know the, not that that's not a real thing and that like you know, no one should feel self-conscious what makes it worse body. is that like is that is that that's something that you get to after you've already gotten to the point where you can have sex with somebody. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you've already crossed the border of, okay, like, you're attracted to me, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to the point where, like, okay, now you get to judge my dick. Whereas, like, exactly like you're saying, like, before any of that happens, yeah. like, the guy's judging the girl, like, eh, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not saying that it doesn't suck for dudes. But, I, I mean, and I agree that, like, it's not like size is irrelevant in every single context. But I, I I guess, I don't know, I do feel differently. And it's weird, though, I, because it is like I a... I have a, no problem with, like, small, but micro. micro. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I also, like, and this is probably pretty unfair, but I also feel like the only thing that would kind of trip me up about being with a dude with a micro penis is I have a hard time believing that a guy with a micro penis wouldn't have been, like, pretty profoundly influenced by that in his personality as a result. Right. Right, and that part would. He's just like an investment mm-hmm. banker. He's got millions of dollars, <laughs> but he's just like. Ah, yeah. <laughs> no way. So that's what kind of freaks me out. Where yeah. if he was like a chill, confident dude. But what's kind of weird is like it. It's like a little bit evolutionary, you know. Like it's. That's kind of what what people look for, and you know like. We all do our thing, like we all have like really complicated electronics we have in our pockets, and we pretend to be really civilized. But when it comes down to it, like it, it we're still kind of hung up on these really primal instincts, you know? Like it's we're still kind of like post ape, you know? Like we're yeah. we're still kind of in that in that realm. Also, sex is like the goofiest thing that two people can do yeah. to each other. You were saying that too, and like. That it's like the weirdest thing that that two people can get into, like being naked and just like, and now we're doing the sex thing. I mean, what I think is weird is that it's weird. The weirdest thing about sex is that it's weird. I think that like people should be able to talk about it. I feel like the weirdest part about sex is that people don't talk about it. Is the hang up? I think is the hang up, and that like we pretend like we're in the stream together. It's like, oh yeah, we're talking about sex. It's weird, but like, what really kills me about sex in in a similar vein is that like, like the instances where if you have sex with somebody then like things are different between yeah. you or like you yeah. can't talk Everything's like normal people changed. Yeah. you know like if you don't if you don't date or like it's like whatever you just had sex like it's it's kind of like people are hanging out yeah and like no truly like there there's there's a couple people I'm not saying you want to have sex with anybody but like 
I just think but it think would be Texas like an interesting kind of world if people, if if I was able to, you know, be sitting in a restaurant with somebody or in a bar and just say like, I I would love to have sex with you right now. And instead of being like, whoa, 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 that's like really inappropriate. Just like, okay, I acknowledge that and like blah blah blah. But like, it, but, it it's weird well, because it is. But I think that at the same time, kind of creepy. Yeah, but well, it's all. It, I mean, I don't but, think it should be like you can walk up to it. Uh, you know, I think it should be the same as like walking up to somebody in a bar and being like, "Do you want to be my friend?" Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like there definitely yeah. needs to be like a level of. of, of <laughs> okay, so I will never succeed any time. No, yeah. <laughs> I'd love have to sex be your friend. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. But I think that sex is kind of like any other human transaction in that like. <laughs> Transaction is a great way of putting it, by the way, because yeah. it's exactly Hence that. That's my giggle. <laughs> it's exactly that. It's but, a know, transaction like it, it, between and, two and like people. depending on on the context and and who's involved and whatever, it can be and mean so many different things. Like there's times when it does mean something and change things between people, and there's times when it doesn't, and it shouldn't have to. Every but there, time there's a really inter- there's a really interesting thing uh, that Dan Savage talks about on his podcast. It's like how <clears throat> in um, homosexual relationships because. Um, you are sort of in a minority where in your sexuality kind of defines who you are in a way right. in relation to you know the rest of everybody else. It's that because of that, you have to communicate. Yeah. You have to have the conversation. Whereas in heterosexual relationships, it's like... It's like that's kind of the like baseline. Implied, it's like yeah. implied. You should just know what to do. You should just right. like know. And it's like we can look into each other's eyes and all of a sudden just understand what each other wants. You know, and it's just like, uh, and I think that the we have to just like find this magical chemistry somehow. Whereas yeah. in homosexual relationships, I think most of the time it's like a conversation. Yeah. yeah. On know? top of which, I think that like I, because I agree that like in some kind of an ideal world, it would be really possible to just go up to people and you know say like I would like to have sex with you and put that out there and stuff. On that note, but, whenever I start talking about sex with anybody, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 Tell me, are you into ears? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, all the time. Well, I was, I was talking Take to, them clean a couple, off. a couple episodes ago. We were talking about. I have this idea that, like, I don't know. We're we're really into our phones. Like, we're getting into this almost like not virtual reality, but like augmented reality um, experience with other human beings. Like, we're all doing the Facebook thing. We know what we're saying. Everybody, we like, we've got hundreds of friends. We know what they're doing. But like, imagine, imagine an app. On like say Google Glass or something like that, some kind of augmented reality application, where you could be walking down the street, and everybody's wearing these things. Maybe it's like a, a little contact lens or a neural implant or something. It's like that. It's just like super Tinder. You're it's it's a super Tinder basically. So you're walking down the street. You and I are like walking down the street. We cross each other, and like you look at me in the eye, and a, a little like light goes off in my eye, and it goes green, because yours went green, and so like instantly I know like okay, she thinks that I'm attractive. Cool. So, like, that's a thing, as opposed to doing the whole like, I don't know whether to approach you on but the I, metro but, because uh, I don't but, know whether I, I want to be creepy. I think, I think, I think that's easy. making things easy, but it's less it makes it easy, yeah, but it's fun. also it also does <laughs> away fun. with the whole idea that y- you may not be sexually attracted to someone, but maybe once you get to know them, you are. Yeah, exactly. on top of which, I think you know? that like I guess I think, it's more a physical thing. Yeah, but, but even even that like I don't know, not to be like a total downer, but I think that the, the whole issue with idiocracy happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that the, the issue with that too, in terms of just like pure approaching people, etc. Like, I don't know. I just think that like you can't one hundred percent like 
erase at this point in time the like power dynamics of the world we live in and yeah. i think that unfortunately hmm? we live in the kind of world where like Okay. Girls are a little bit afraid of a of a strange guy approaching them, and if we lived in a totally egalitarian world, people of all yeah. genders could approach each other. I'm and just be so like, fucking impressed with any girl that I have, you know, met in a bar or whatever. That it, like I've gone to her house or she's come to my house. I am just so amazed that women or men, like anybody, whatever gender, they meet a stranger. And they go to that person's house, or they bring That's them to the their Louis house. That's the Louis C.K. bit. And yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Louis C.K. has a great. He's like, it's just like you're putting yourself in this extremely in vulnerable position. Nice. It's like it's like getting into a car with a guy, and she's like, "Where are you? Where are we going?" And he's like, "Statistically, to your death." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm not telling anybody where I'm going. I don't know who what your last name is. And I'm gonna get naked. And, and, and also, also a really, also a really fucked up thing uh, when it comes to like guys talking to each other about how to pick up chicks. <laughs> oh, and it comes down to trying to make the girl realize that you're not a threat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that really you're great, not like, a creep. That Margaret, you're not this person who yeah. just wants to fuck you. You know. Yeah, Margaret Atwood said this thing that I've always really liked, which is like. Obviously, it's a vast, you know, generalization. But basically, she said, like, men, women are afraid that, no, sorry, men are afraid that women will laugh at them. And women are afraid that men will kill them. Yeah. And, like, (laughs) but, like, that's kind of it. Like, that's why, unfortunately, in today's world, it would be great if people could just approach you there and be like, yeah, I'd like to have sex with you. But until we live in a world where women aren't a little bit terrified of of men who they don't know, but I mean, it's also like, a lot, a lot of it comes down to like, yes, men are fucking gorillas who can, <laughs> who are stronger than you, right? And I can, think, you know, like, not all men are threatening, obviously, but like, but a lot of them are. Yeah, you know? enough, enough are in the world. Even like if that. it's just like a couple, you know? Yeah. Like. Yeah, uh, it's it's just enough that, you know, maybe one day we'll live in a world people can just. God, I would, I would also like in terms of just making it easier and less fun. Like, imagine just like green light, green light. All right, let's go. Like, yeah. like <laughs> I think that I think that that's like the problem of of like relationships is like or any relationship. Like, like I was saying before, like it's going going up to a person at a bar, being like, "Do you want to be my friend?" It's like yeah. no, it's you have to. It has but, like, to. Like part of the fun is like the the like little game at the beginning, you know. Or just getting to know them. Well, not the, not like not like game like of playing games, but just like the back and forth. Yeah, of like I don't like, know you. Like let's move. Like the whole thing of seduction. I think that's whenever you go to pee, Evan, I feel like you're just peeing down the stairs, yeah. and, like walking <laughs> How do you in. Pee so fast. Yeah, you know what my secret is. You run is? there, don't I you? I run. Yeah. <laughs> I run there and I run back. I almost lost a slipper this time. I just had a really awkward interaction with somebody in the bathroom. Oh really? And I walked in and the the stall door was closed, <laughs> and she's like, "Who is that?" And I'm oh, like, no. uh, me, a, a guy <laughs> who's I'm not in creepy. the building. I'm just a person. Like, who, who do you think I am? Like, and she's like, can you wait outside? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Uh, and I waited funny. outside before. And before then she came guys... out. <laughs> I'm like, ah, sorry, no worries. Ah. Before you guys showed up, but, I was uh, taking a shit in the bathroom. 
sorry that that's what i did and uh i was singing <laughs> on the toilet and i he- i thought i heard somebody yeah i thought i heard somebody so it's like instead of stopping singing like the worst thing you can do is like stop when somebody catches you singing so i just kept singing and i opened the door and it was my drug dealer <laughs> just waiting to take a pee i'm like oh hi he's like you need anything <laughs> no wait i was like frantically singing to myself today in the restaurant we were at because I always have to sing if I have pee anxiety, um, and I like if I. What need do you mean to... pee anxiety? Okay, anxiety. Like, like if I do, you guys not ever have this? Like, um, maybe it's like a, a genetic thing because my brother has it too. He like can't, like he, if he goes into a bathroom, he's told me that he like can't, like use the urinal unless like there's complete silence. Like if there's other people around and they're talking, he just can't pee. Really? Oh, I have friends who have the opposite. They can't go pee. Unless there's people around? Not, no, but like... Still waiting. (laughs) (laughs) No, they can't go pee if it's silent. I just need... So they have to like run the water or like... I had one friend in high school who like if I would go into the like multi-stalled bathroom with her, she'd be like, so like keep talking. No. Okay, I understand that, but it's more like like that. That actually, I'm on board with. But it's more just like like where we were today. It was like a restaurant, and with the door closed, I could like hear the bustle around me. But it wasn't like anyone else was in the bathroom because it was a one person bathroom, and that gives me pee anxiety. Like then I like can hear people, right? And but they're not aware that I'm peeing. What I hate is when I'm so in I a sing to myself in a in a in a, in a private bathroom where it's like Starbucks <laughs> or something where it's like one room. That's just like has a locked door. For and example, that's the bathroom. <laughs> I, I love shitting has in Starbucks. Has anyone had Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> no. or, or Starbucks or Subway that's or any, any place like Starbucks. that. <laughs> but it's like somebody, like I'm just enjoying myself sitting on the toilet. <laughs> and then somebody is like trying to yank the door open. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh God, I got to hurry, you know? Oh and no. It's, it's oh, the worst. I always I always use the third person in that context and like kind of enjoy it. I was like, there is somebody in here. Yeah, somebody in here. Yeah, not I'm not in me, here, but there's might not be might not be, be me. This could voice. be somebody else. Whatever. There's someone yeah. in here. Just so you know. Well, or, or my favorite, occupied. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. You've never heard that before. No. Oh my god. I like I I, people usually yell just like excuse me, but I always. Excuse me, there's someone in here. One time I was in Casa del Popolo and I was taking a shit. And it's like a tiny bathroom. And it was an emergency. And like, <laughs> I was just in there. And then, like, this girl like opens the door and I'm like, <laughs> Occupied! <laughs> More strange. Did you lock the door? I thought I did, but it's a finicky thing. Like, I don't know. I always know. think it's so weird when people don't lock the door. Dude, like, but yeah. especially, like, if it's like a doorknob lock or something, I get how it can like get fucked up. But if it's like a straight up deadbolt yeah. and you walk in on someone, and you're but like, sometimes you do it, you, you lock serious? it, but then the door opens the other way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that used to happen to me all of last year. There was this bathroom that I would use in this cafe, and it like had this horrifying like fake deadbolt. <laughs> I always thought that it worked, and then no, actually that was what it was. It was like there was a code to get in. And to the bathroom? Yeah, like, <laughs> okay. like a code. And the thing is that like that just doesn't normally make sense. there was supposed to be a deadbolt that worked, but the deadbolt didn't work. And the only people who knew the code were the employees who would tell you. And so like three or four times over the course of a year, like employees would just like, I would hear them. And I'd be like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> 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 that happened actually at a 
or not that exactly, but at a pizza place in New York at Ben's. Yeah. Um, they have like the key on this like straight up lead <laughs> pipe, pretty much <laughs> that you use to get into the bathroom, and you open the door into the bathroom, and then it goes into this like sort of space between that door and the bathroom door right. and then to your left is a door into the kitchen okay and um <laughs> it was open the kitchen door was open and i like was about to try the bathroom and this guy comes out of the kitchen he's like it'll be just a minute <laughs> as if he's just like finishing plating <laughs> yeah. like some sort yeah. of dish and, he's like um, it'll just be just a minute just a minute <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay. And like, he speaked it, he spoke it so quickly and... He speaked it. He speaked it. it. He speaked it to me. Um, so quickly. Speak and it to me. <laughs> so I, I was pretty sure that I knew what he said. So I just waited there. And then like a couple minutes later, someone else who worked in the kitchen like came out and they're like... He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, wait, can I just go in if I have the key? <laughs> when I was in high school, I had a friend who like used to like make us all stand patrol if she was taking a shit in the girls' bathroom in school. I have a friend I have a we'd all have to like stand, stand outside. No, seriously, we'd all have to stand outside and if someone came by we'd have to be like, It's out of order <laughs> It didn't work. The worst though is if like you're going to the bathroom at a party and you're at someone's apartment that does not have a lock on the bathroom oh God. door. And you just have to like just prop your foot up. Hold and it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to hold it or like get a friend to go with you or something. But it just seems, it feels like imminent. That's I think one time difference between men and women. I think girls can let their friends go to the bathroom with each other. Wait, you never crossed oh, yeah. streams before. And guys, we all pee together. All I'm never time. like, can you come with me? Yeah. I never no, asked, but have you ever crossed streams? It's really fun. Make an X. Uh, I've I've joked about it. You've never done it. <laughs> it's very freeing. No, it's I fun. mean, I don't know. It's it, it's never come up. All right, uh, next time Andrew will cross streams. But why? Because it's fun. Everybody pees. Maybe if you're like against a wall and you're both like making drawings against the wall with your pee or something like well, that. Well, no, it's like we're, it's just being very efficient. I found a book once that my mom had. We, like, moved a couple times when I was in middle school, and she was, like, packing up stuff that she'd been keeping in the attic, and my mom had a book, and on the cover, it was, like, a bunch of urinals, and then, like, a woman standing at one of them, like, from the back, and it was called Dick for a Day, and the subtitle oh was, <laughs> What Would You Do? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a real book did you read by it? my mother. No, I was horrified and did not touch it. <laughs> See, everything that I've Dick heard is, like, day. well, no, like... <clears throat> I don't know. I've asked this question before and I've been asked this question before. Is like, if you were to spend a day as the opposite sex, what would you do? What would you do? Obviously have sex and masturbate. I would get a blow Just job. masturbate all day. I would get a blowjob immediately. Yeah, but I mean like, in terms of sex, I mean like, whatever yeah, that all the, all yeah. sex like, Well, like, let's see what happens. I would pee and then I would try on like a lot of different pairs of pants. I've always been like kind of confused. I've just always been kind of confused about where the dick goes in pants. I know people um, have explained it to me, but like kind of in the middle. Yeah, that's but like <laughs> I still don't really get it. So. Down the leg. Yeah, I, like yeah. I just I don't get it. You I wrap just, it in tin foil and just what, stick it out. <laughs> I want to know exactly what happens warm. when the pants get put on. So that's what I would do. It really depends. It really depends. I don't know. I've got some really comfortable pants and I've got some really uncomfortable pants. Yeah, no, it's like a thing. It's kind of like tits for girls. It's like it changes a little bit based on what you're wearing. I, I don't know. I've done my tits all day. Yeah. I've done, have you ever done the tuck? 
to like see what you look like without a dick? Oh, like all the time. Yeah. You like just tuck a bun. <laughs> Not all the time, I hope. <laughs> At least twice a week. Twice a week? Yeah. No, I, I've done it a couple of times. It's like, oh, wow. I'd be a very uh, ugly woman. Because <laughs> I would look just like this. Yeah, I'd look just like this. Just without a dick. I would have a vagina. Mm. Like a weird... Here's a fun question, Evan. Yes. If you could have the opportunity to experience giving birth, would you do it? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Only as a home birth. <laughs> or a dolphin birth? No, a home birth. I'd do it in a bathtub. Uh, I want to experience all the pain. I don't want an epidural. I want the whole fucking thing. Oh, so you would uh, you would go all out? Is your answer? You, you would think. like? Ah, well, fuck you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, sure. He's like, not only it, would like, I, <laughs> yeah. I no, would do I it without any. Thing. No, I want the whole fucking thing, man. Like, <laughs> no midwife, just like, me and a tub of water. <laughs> no, I, no, the midwife is pretty important. I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to have all those other complications. But no, I, I don't know, like. I think that I would just like, you know, sit in a bathtub and go. Yeah, for maybe practice like everything I learned in Lamaze class. Hours. Yeah. Did you see that thing actually where like. Um, and here. Some... Okay. But here's the reverse hey, question. Whoa. I want to hear what she has to say. Oh, no. Just... I, didn't, I didn't finish my point. <laughs> yeah. That you started. You started long after. after. <laughs> <laughs> this is really tangential. Not tangential, but just tiny and related. Okay. There was a thing where like these these researchers in a hospital basically uh administered like like hooked these men up to a i don't know you know those I like saw this. pain patch things or whatever and like administered shocks to them that simulated the pain of contractions to see how far they could go and what Whoa. felt like labor and like you know obviously like they stopped after like really little time and they couldn't deal with it mm. but it's also kind of like fine but also the reason that women are able to give birth is because they're psychologically in the zone of like I'm this sucks, birthing but I'm about my to have child. My yeah, and all their hormones are just like... Yeah, <laughs> so like, obviously... Tidal like, wave of hormones. Like, the most painful thing in the universe, but with the payoff of a baby. So if you're not going to have a baby and someone's putting you through that much pain, it's going to suck you. Like but there's also pain. been comparable um, uh, pain experiences that I, people have talked about as being comparable. Like... Kits in the balls? No, no, no. Like, an abscessed tooth... Right, right. Or no, of course, of course. kidney stones. <laughs> yeah, or... But like exactly like she was saying, like none of that has the payoff of creating another right. human being. Yeah. Well, Andrew, how would you answer your question? Like, would you... Would I go through with it? Yeah. Would you have... Birth? Fuck no. Interesting. <laughs> well, what was would, the, what was the next thing you were going to say? I think that'd be the most thing it's I like. I, I agree. I think if you could opt out, would you? No. no. No, you no. would you would go through with it. Like I, I want part of the the experience of birth. creating another person is going through the insane amount yeah. of pain. And like some of the things that I've heard is like because of the pain that you're experiencing, you like almost transcend onto another fucking level. Right, or like you're almost hallucinating. I just like, wouldn't want to opt out because I think, I think be cool. that like one of the, one of the cool things about being I've a had girl some really big like, shits that felt like I was. Happy about <laughs> <laughs> oh my god a baby coming through oh <laughs> yeah. um yeah i don't know i feel like well especially because like, and, and then you think about like how proud you are after those ones and then yeah and then and then you transfer that pride to what if a baby came yeah, out like well, yeah a i was like person. I, i've taken pictures of that that must yeah. be the most satisfying like, experience there's no there way is that i would want to go through like nine months of being pregnant and not like finish it off. Like, exactly. You know, I, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to opt out. Like if I'm, if I'm like, if my human body, like, like the experience of, of having a person, a person come out of you, yeah. that must be pretty grounding. Yeah. <laughs> you it's go crazy. like your life after that is kind of like, 
I don't well, really give a fuck about yeah. like yeah. what people think of me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. A person <laughs> came out of me. I, I don't give a I fuck. I made yeah. something. Like a whole entire like human life, like the ultimate confusing question happened inside. You know what? My body. Maybe fucking Beethoven just popped out of me. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they know. did. You don't know. It's a it's filled with potential. Yeah, there's no way if I if I was gonna be pregnant for a long time and have my like back hurt See, and everything. I think that like really soon, like I I was talking about virtual reality before, but I feel like we're gonna be able to choose to experience those kind of things. I feel like in like maybe a decade, you and I will be able to like go into like a futuristic arcade and be like, I want the baby experience. And Do like you think we'll that have anyone would I would fucking I do it. Know. I want to. I Evan's all about that. like horrific experiences. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like I don't know. Maybe We've had this conversation talk- before. Like Evan will like watch people getting murdered on the internet just for the experience of encountering that. I don't take pleasure out of it. Yeah, watching no, taking pleasure out of it. But I, I just feel like I like as a, a human being on this planet. Like if other people are experiencing this. Like, it's my duty to at least be, like, you know. Experience it as much as you can. Exactly. Or like, whereas whereas me, I'm it. like, I, why would I do that? Yeah. It's because horrible. other people are fucking experiencing it. Why wouldn't you want to be as close to that as possible? Because I don't want to. Well, I don't want to either, but I feel like it's my responsibility yeah. to. See, I don't, I don't know. know. That's interesting. Anyway. I would rather have horrific things forced upon me. I'm not going to volunteer. I don't know, man. I feel like that, like, I don't know. Pain is. Like, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you gain out of like, that? Like, you don't gain anything, but like part of like, but you must gain something. Otherwise, why would you do it? I gain. What do you gain? The, like perspective? I gain, no, I gain perspective and I gain appreciation for my own life and how easy I have it. What do you guys think about this? Do you guys watch like horror, awful shit just for kicks? Not, not for kicks, man. Not for, not for, for kicks. Sorry, not for, not, for not, kicks. not for kicks, just like for yeah, the experience. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched really gruesome things, but I have watched, um, like I've watched some of the videos of like policemen murdering people and stuff. That yeah. latest one? That, Holy shit, man. Wait, what's the latest one? The, well, not the latest one, but like the Gardner video. Yeah. Oh, I watched yeah. that. I watched that. And I watched one from like maybe a year ago or something where like these policemen... Admittedly, I did not watch the entire thing because it got to be a little bit much for me, but they beat to death like a late 20s white homeless man. Yeah, I saw that. And, um, you know, yeah, he, he had, wasn't, he he was wasn't even... He psychologically disturbed, right? When, like, the government is involved, was, I'll watch though. it just that's because... That's different, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, but no, I mean, like, that's the kind of thing that I watch. I mean, I don't know... Like, what other kind of things are you talking about? Like, I don't know. Well, like, I've, like, I've seen, like, there there was one that I watched last week that was um, uh, in the Congo where uh, this this town, I, I don't even know if you can call it a fucking town, like, this tribe of people uh, basically all collectively decided that this, uh, like, these three women were witches and that they were casting curses on people. And what they decided to do with these three witches is beat them to death and then throw them in a ditch and light them on fire and as they were trying to climb out of this like fire pit continuing to beat them to death and like that's something that happened you know like you can't ignore that it happened like it's really easy to say like okay okay I don't want to watch it like that's really fucked up and it's horrible to fucking watch but because it happened I feel that like as I don't know somebody who is equally as human as the people who are being burned alive 
you should bear witness to it and try and like not ignore it or something. no not ignore it because like like it's something that happened and like I feel like but I think like it, as painful as it is to watch I feel like it's really important to at least try to empathize empathize with the people who are going through this otherwise what's the point they died in fucking vain like if it's documented if somebody else on the planet you know on the entire opposite side of the of the earth can experience that that means that they didn't die in vain. It means that it made somebody else feel really shitty about being a human. And like, that's, what's important to me is like, I can't, I can't just skim by that and say, okay, I don't want to watch it. I need to watch it and I need to experience it and I need to feel shitty about myself for them. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know. What were you going to say, Emma? I don't remember. I don't remember. I yeah. I don't know. I think like. I just saw a thing today, that was like some website basically, um, made this thing that was that kind of hit home. I don't know in an interesting way. Where basically they were like, yeah, like, it was circulating on the internet. So maybe you guys have seen it. They're like, no one's really like taking the time to read through the CIA's like, huge report that's come out in the last couple of days about various American government torture practices. So, like, for your yeah, convenience... Yeah, the rectal feeding and all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and it was this kind of sarcastic thing, but also, like, not at all sarcastic. They're like, so for everyone's convenience, we've made it into a bunch of memes. And, like, it wasn't Ugh. memes, really, but what they did was they, like, just basically distilled the most kind of horrific information into sort of sentence-long, sentence like, bites and and put that in text over like pictures of like george w bush and his wife like hanging out golfing and stuff and and it was very effective and very powerful and like you know and the thing is that is interesting is that i realized only when i read that that up until then like i had been reading articles um about the like torture reports but i had kind of subconsciously but also consciously like you distance yourself scrolled a bit. past the pictures like i i was too horrified to see the pictures i was interested enough to read and care but i couldn't deal with the pictures you know and like yeah maybe that speaks to some kind of moral failure on my part i, I don't know i don't say it's a moral failure i think like it, it's totally understandable that like nobody wants to see that shit but like i don't know maybe i'm just fucked up that uh, like it's not that i want to see that shit but like i feel like it's I don't know, maybe like my duty as like somebody who lives a really good life, who, who doesn't have to experience anything like that in my day to day life, that the least I can do is acknowledge it and bear witness to the fact that these people are going through it. Yeah. But I also think what's weird is that we like, because I agree with you, but at the same time, what's weird and creepy and scary is that like now we're talking about the internet before, like now that we live in a world where like the whole concept of filming and then broadcasting and whatever something is so important and like you know like with like isis videos of beheadings and stuff for contemporary example as like a way to get attention like through views and stuff like that or like luca magnata or whatever his name was the guy who like filmed himself like on purpose because it wasn't just that he wanted to kill someone he wanted to be filmed and people to watch it and so then that kind of creates a whole new like economy of viewership where it's like not just yeah. exploitation about, yeah and you know what's fucked up is that like the the <clears throat> the sites that host that are gaining 
dollars yeah based on the amount of people who click it yeah, yeah. so see, that that's where i'm a little conflicted because like i i feel like i need to watch it but at the same time and I'm that yeah that was a really that was a really it. interesting thing like this sort of came up um on uh dan savage's podcast you know dan savage and he's like this guy calls in and he's like it's like i'm just a straight man i like to watch porn uh and I kind of like rough porn, but then I come across these pornography videos that disgust me because I, they're women that are like being like beaten we, you and were spit about on this too, and man. blah, blah, blah. And like this horrible shit is going on with them. And like, I don't know if I can't, like, I can't tell if it's like, yeah, I know people like sign cons- like waivers and shit like this. Yeah. And like, I know but that the lines start to this get is thing and like, quick. but I, but like, it's horrific to me and, and like, I can't deal with it. Like, how do you, what is your take on this? And said, Dan was like, first of all, if it disgusts you, don't watch it because mm. by watching it, you're promoting it right. by pressing watch and like, or whatever, not like, but like by viewing Clicking it, it. you're, mm-hmm. you are giving them whatever it is right and he's like yes there are people that get off on rough sexual scenarios it it does exist yeah and there are scenarios where people are forced to do things under economic duress it's like here's all this money yeah demean yourself yeah Yeah. what's your price what's your price it's like and if that if that disgusts you so much you 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 fight it by not watching it by not giving your click vote to it and uh-huh. by um you know just being an aware person and yeah. you know fighting it as best you can in your given circumstances and it's like yeah, uh, yeah it's like uh, no i get that i get that side of it too i totally get that side yeah but it's a weird it's a really weird line because it doesn't it's not clear a lot of the time and it's know. it's that's it's really not at yeah. all because exactly know? like if you if you don't watch some of these things sometimes it does feel like a willful like Ignorance. turning your back yeah. on yeah but then at the same time i think that's the other thing like i still haven't fully adjusted to the idea of like a clicking economy like i don't really think of my own activity on the internet as yeah and bolstering someone else's paycheck but of course it, does. <laughs> it really is everything you do yeah bolsters and, paycheck. And, i mean if i was to watch all of the horrific things that go on in humanity i feel like i don't know like yeah by not engaging with it am i being less of a human being by like not empathizing with the horrors of the world or or like i i, I like part of me also thinks like by watching it like it's not going to change my behavior really like uh, i don't know like it's going to like i will acknowledge it i guess but like is it going to really change anything by me watching it like i maybe it will maybe it, maybe it will make me a better person by watching i don't know yeah I don't know if it's more about making you feel like a better person, but more just like appreciating what you have. I think, I think like what it's come down to, like, I don't know. We've had this conversation many, many times about like why I'll watch this like horrible shit on the internet. And like, I don't know. It, it makes me really grateful Maybe that's what it is. is it makes me grateful. But then for it's the like it's just I a self-centered to... thing. It's just like I no, feel. I don't, I don't know about that though. I don't know. Like maybe the a part of it is like a, a self-centered thing where I feel like okay, I don't have to deal with that. But at the same time, it's just like these people don't have a voice. If nobody watches it, then it, it's almost as if it doesn't exist. You know. But I feel like simply witnessing something, like I'm very conflicted about it because like. I'm always of the mind of like it's better to tell the story than to not, you right. know. Exactly. Whether 
it's like some horrible thing and like maybe nothing will come of this but i'm like it's better to tell the story of this horrible thing maybe nothing will change but it's better to tell the story than to just ignore it exactly you know so i don't know but maybe i'm just a fucking pussy and i just don't want to watch that shit (laughs) anyway uh on that note we're about three and a half hours in uh to our podcast i've got our closing music if you're okay with that Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to say uh, thank you very much. Fucking A plus guests right here. Thank you guys. It was so, so much for fun. Us. Obviously, we're gonna keep hanging out. But uh, no, <laughs> you guys are kicked out right after this. <laughs> no, no, the uh, the podcast has got to end as it does every single week. Thank you so much for coming. I hope thank you had you a very fun us. time. Yes, blast. Yeah, it's fun. Kudos. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're gonna let this play for a minute and then we'll unplug our headphones and blah blah. The song is called Satan is Real. (laughs) I attended service at a little church in the country not long ago. A prayer was led by an old country preacher who then raised his hands as everyone stood and sang, My God is Real. A warm breeze through the open windows brought in the smell of new mown hay in a nearby field. And the singing of birds could be heard in the moment of silence as the preacher opened his Bible to read. And then a little old man stood up, bent with age, his hair thin and white, and said, Preacher, tell them that Satan is real too. You can hear him in songs that give praise to idols and sinful things of this world. You can see him in the destruction of homes torn apart. I know that Satan is real, for once I had a happy home. I was loved and respected by my family. I was looked upon as a leader in my community. And then Satan came into my life. I grew selfish and unneighborly. My friends turned against me. And finally, my home was broken apart. My children took their paths into a world of sin. Yes, preacher, it's sweet to know that God is real and to know that in Him all things are possible. And we know that heaven is a real place where joys shall never end. But sinner friend, if you're here today, Satan is real too. And hell is a real place, a place of everlasting punishment. Satan is real.